Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts running through your head, feelings running through your body, uh, emotions running through your heart and your, your, you know, your soul, your veins, your gut. Again, I get confused about this whole limbic of the lymph system. Did I, I don't, it's been a while since I've talked about how confused. You got to check if uh, you got to check if Justin and Sydney have talked about that. Over, but uh, let, me, let me let me so so if you're new here, let's see. Let's podcast. What should we do at the bedtime? We take off your look, create a safe place where you uh, where you can forget all uh, whatever's keeping you awake. I'm going to take your mind off of that. Uh, sorry, now I'm still confused. As you were referring to Sawbones podcast earlier, but so so whatever you're just keeping awake, I'm going to try to take your mind off that. I'm going to use a creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night, and basically I'm going to ch- talk. Let, let me see. Let me try to always get this in earlier. If you're new here, so the podcast here's the structure: five minutes of business at the top of the show. That's how we keep the show going. Yeah, then we have a 12-minute intro, which we've just started. Intro's long and meandering, just like the rest of the podcast. A bit strange. Like like one of those cheeses that has like a really long, like like anytime you see a cheese with like a lot of syllables, you, you, right? That's when you're like, hmm, I never thought about this till right now. I just walked in, in talk. I, oh, first of all, what if you just walked into some cheese? Depending on if it's a soft cheese, that could be a problem. And if you did just walk into any cheese, don't, you know, don't, don't track it around the house. You'll, you'll definitely get a, you'll get a stern talking to by the homeowner. So don't, so don't do that. Let me see if I can, or, or before I start talking about cheese, cheese talk, the podcast that, the, like, uh, that never made it. We're talking cheese, a couple of cheese heads. That's maybe what we would call it. But then people would say, is it about a uh, Green Bay football? No, just a couple of people talking cheese. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's too easy a joke. But if you're new here, so like uh, we'll do a 12 minute intro, then we'll have the episode. And what, what was my point? Like tonight we'll be covering uh, like a tale of the tape, a movie that I, I try to remember that I saw once. So not exactly riveting stuff, but I really work hard at these podcast episodes to distract you from whatever your thoughts are or feelings or whatever's keeping you awake. So it's like I kind of take your attention away with me and I kind of carry it lightly, like loosely in my hand, just like a, like a soft cheese, just like you would carry a soft cheese. As long as it's wrapped, you know, as long as it's wrapped, if it smells weird, because I don't want to be, I'm not going to be carrying any weird smelling cheese in my hand, by the way. Uh, cheesemongers of the world. I mean, it makes it. It does make it does make for a nice image. I'd say. What do you think that? What would we paint that in? Man carrying cheese. Oh, sorry, boy. My my part of me just corrected. Boy carrying cheese. Oh, thank you. Man child carrying cheese. Is that a watercolor? Like I don't think pointillism. I don't think cheeses do well in a pointillistic environment. Abstract. Well. 
Then you'd say boy carrying something because you say you then it'd be debatable. So you say something more in the realism, more impression. Maybe impressionism. I think an impressionistic painting, I could definitely pick out some brie. What other cheeses lend themselves to to do? How about that? Here's a discussion point that you don't need, like. Uh, like this would be the, this is the interactive part of your the podcast where it'd be clear if you're new here follow this illogical logic. Now we're gonna like so I'll pretend like I'm partially like a so now we're gonna come to the intera- interactive portion of the podcast. And if if you're playing along at home, let's make a list of uh, what uh, uh, styles of painting. What do you call it? You don't call it genres of painting. Uh, what painting techniques or artistic techniques lend themselves to what types of cheeses? Also, other than hard cheese, smelly cheese, and soft cheese, what other kinds of che- cheeses are there? Age, I know there's aged cheese. But so, you know, so let's discuss. And obviously, if, you, if, you're, if you're new here even, you say, well, it doesn't seem like it lends itself to a very complex discussion. But at the same time, you can't escape the fact that your brain is coming along with me and you're saying, well, though, what would a cubist, you know, how would a cubist handle cheese? And yeah, what, what, like in, in a slice of American, which I guess, uh, you know, people of the world may say, well, you can't call that cheese. But you say, how would a cute, you know, what, 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 what would Pablo do? And you'd say, like I'd say to yourself, like uh, you know, mobile mobile fans, Calder did Calder did work and did work with any cheese, you know, like because an impression, I guess, because we're going with it, an impression of cheese is a very artistic thing. Uh, you say Matisse, I, 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 like I'm picturing a blue uh, person with uh, uh, hoofed feet. Uh, they, you know, maybe playing the fiddle. And uh, like they, I could see them dealing in goat cheese, uh, it, like so. But it, I can't picture it in my head. But I'm sure there was some cheese on the table. I don't want to get into what do they call that? Like photorealistic. That's you know that's too. too you know that's might be too boring for a sleep podcast. You say, well, that's brie. Holy cow! That's like the most accurate. I say, okay. I mean, I guess Bob Ross has probably worked in cheese before because, okay, the, no snickering. Bob Ross is a very, like, wonderful person. No, but but really, so I'm going to do a little cheese down. They're having a little picnic down here at the beach. And well, you're wondering what's on the picnic. But, well, there you go. There's a little round brie and some a couple of baguettes. I don't know. It's been a while since I watched Bob Ross. So I, I guess I think I have to work on my Bob Ross impression. But, uh. Because because I, I don't know if that sounds anything like Bob Ross, but that's my impre- that's impressionism. Huh. I'm not kidding either. And no, we're not going to start to deconstruct Cubist's versions of Bob Ross, uh, Calderian. I, I would actually I would purchase that like a like a those are mobiles mobiles right like a, a Bob Ross mobile by Calder would that would look pretty sweet. And avant-garde, I mean, I think I'm a big fan of that kind of stuff. But I, again, when you're trying to reach, like, then it would have to be really out there. And I would prefer, even in avant-garde or really, you know, I prefer a title that gives me something to grasp onto. 
So if you have a giant stream, what was that? Tingly, ting, tingly, I think, uh, like a giant steam-driven machine or something. I'd prefer it be called Essence of uh, Munster or something. So then I'd say, oh, okay. Like it give, give, gives me something palpable. Otherwise, I just start, you know, daydreaming. You know, I project my own meaning onto it. That's different. I mean, in this situation, we're talking about uh, cheese, cheese expression of cheese. <laughs> that is a book title. I mean, you, if there's one thing I can come up with, it's book titles. Uh, I don't know. What, what would that be about? Expression of cheese. Uh, I think Dumont would be the last name. You're right. I don't know. Rene Dumont. The Rene, Rene Dumont story. I don't know. I guess I could write that in the uh, like uh, romance genre, the tale of a cheesemonger. I mean, that could just be a book anyway. That's pretty easy, but it does sound good. A tale or the tale, a tale of a cheesemonger. How about this one? Cheesemongers blues. Do we have any? Jazz? I know we have the the, the uh, Silvertone is a jazz singer. How about that? How about that? that or did Dylan did was that one of Dylan's songs? Cheesemonger Blues. You know, the fridge gave out. It went all bad. My cheese don't sink, and I'm so sad. I'm sorry. Normally I don't sing, and that's not really singing. But uh, you know when the when it strikes, uh, I I, I got I'm trying to find. Believe it, or not, I'm talking, and then another. I'm trying to get another part of my brain to find a way to extricate myself from this cheese cheese discussion. I mean, I guess the reality is this podcast is full of cheese. Cheese and hot air is is what one thing that makes it up. Uh, but it's all done in good fun. Now, as you can tell, if you've been listening, this podcast isn't for everybody. It is. Uh, it's not abstract. Uh, like, uh, it, but it does lend itself to that same look when you're, at, you know, especially don't do any first dates at any abstract uh, cheese relate, you know. I mean, we're not talking about cheese-based art. We're talking about cheese-influenced art. And, but don't take any first dates because you see, like, that look on people's faces when you say, what is this thing? And, I mean, that's natural. This podcast is uh, it's to put you asleep, but you're under no pressure to listen or fall asleep. Uh, the reason I make the show is at least an hour, right about an hour, is I found over doing it over the course of 500 episodes— that it gives you some relief. You say, well, geez, I don't have to rush to fall asleep. This, this, uh, this cheese head is self-proclaimed cheese head. He's a cheese head, cheese it with an S in there. Uh, like the, the, he, he, he'll be here and he's kind of rambling in a nonsensical way. He's trying to make a point, you know, but it's points full of holes. If you, you know, holy Swiss cheese pun. Sorry, there that guy crickets. I couldn't even laugh at that. Uh, it was close, but no cigar. And that's and trying to think of like a, like you put a cigar. How does that have to do with cheese? Uh, but anyway, uh, so the podcast is is good. I try to make it good natured, so it's all in good fun. If this podcast doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. I wish it. I wish it would. I wish it did. But give it a few tries. If you're skeptical, I mean, no doubt. I, I just talked about cheese for 14 minutes. And if I'm perfectly honest, I, I'm capable. That's the thing that maybe some people don't realize is I'm trying to, uh, like, tone it down. I could talk. I could go 
and try to make cheese-related jokes and points and go on cheese tangents for at least an hour. Uh, but, that, you know, like at some point, it just leaves a bitter taste in your mouth. So we got to move on. Uh, but if you're new here, I'm glad you're here. Uh, this one did not come together as a metaphor other than as an example of uh, what can come up in this episode. Again, I'm not exactly sure how I got cheese on the brain, but I do. Also, yeah, that's an easy joke that's actually true. Yep, but my brain may be partially made of Swiss cheese. Moldy Swiss cheese. Okay, thanks, thanks. I don't need I don't need the extra. It was a Waldorf and Stadler again. So I, I'm glad you're here. The reason I make this show, I mean, what else could I possibly do, right? Other than, you see, call public, I've done this. Are you hiring anybody to title books? No, no, no. We don't like a book titler. And they say no. I say you wouldn't believe how good I good I am at titling books. You just tell me, and and, the, and I do think that is a skill set I have. Unfortunately, I've had to adapt it to this podcast. But but also, I've been there in the deep dark night, unable to sleep. That's the main reason I make this show. And as I always say during these openings, uh, it doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. I'm glad you came by. I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, and thanks and good night. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing and turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, whether it's thoughts, like you're thinking about, like mind racing, physical sensations, emotions, you know, light, some, some stage in your life you're dealing, you know, something you're dealing with, changes in routine, travel, uh, partners that are, are out of town or partners that are snoring, whatever it is, I'd like to distract you from that. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set all that aside I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm, going to, I'm clasping my hands right now in seriousness, in the involuntary hand clasping. Like, almost like I'm like, uh, what, what do you call that? Like, where I'm saying, hey, come on, I'm, I'm, I'm clasping, clasping my hands. Uh, like, I don't know if they call it the sandwich technique, not the interlocking one. Like, the one where it looks like, where if you were, like, uh... If you were holding something in your hand, like a firefly, that, that I'm holding my hands like that. I'm sending my voice across the deep, dark night, uh, clasping my hands. Because uh, I, I take this, I guess, like, a, hmm, why am I clasping my hands? I take it very seriously, putting people to sleep, because I've been there. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. There was just an extra creak on that dulcet. Uh, that was unintentional, just allergy-related, I think. I'm going to use a, a wings of pointlessness. I'll be gliding on those. And, you know, on the thermals, taking long, slow turns. I'll be over-observing. Uh, tonight will be a tale of the tape where I try to remember uh, Back to the Future, the movie. So there'll be stuff like misremembers, mis mis misremembers, misremembering. And Miss Marembers, uh, I wonder if that sounds like a character. Miss Marembers, uh, paging Miss Marembers, uh, are you a character in my brain? Uh, no, you better do your... Okay, thanks, Miss Marembers. 
hard to say your name anyway. So if you're new here, here's the thing. So, so let me give you the structure of the show since you've already been here about 10 minutes. We start the podcast off with five minutes of business because it's a podcast about you to sleep. So we get that out of the way. Uh, then we just start off our intro. Intros are about 12 minutes, you know, give or take four minutes. And they're kind of a show within a show where I try to explain what the podcast is and, and you know, demonstrate my meandering, meander powers. And it kind of like, a, like a, you know, you could be brushing your teeth during this or you could be in bed pulling up the covers. Uh, man, I just, when I said that, I really wish I could be in bed right now. I don't know. I, I I was really snuggled in last night, and it's rare that I say, "Oh boy, it was I, I did have I did put clean sheets on my bed last night, and it was a particularly chilly evening. So I had a like a I had my sheet layer, then I had a blanket layer, then I had a comforting comforter layer, and it was comforting. I was really snuggled in there, and that's what I want to help you do, because one of the issues that comes up if you're new. Uh, the spy kiss doesn't work for everybody, but, but that like stuff gets on your mind, like a narrative starts to begin and whether it's about your ankle pain or something that happened in high school or something you're worried about with spreadsheets or something else, like just like, you know, some, some strange tapping down the road or something. It can be tough to get that off your mind, you know, and, and, and to say, well, I just want to go to sleep. I don't want to think about the tapping it was a rap, rap, rapping. Of it's somebody wrapping wrapping paper, like loudly. That's the worst. Say, How am I going to go to sleep? This person's wrapping wrapping paper with the window open near my window. That's open, but I can't stop. And they said, what? and then I can't stop thinking about what are they wrapping at eleven p.m. And then I start to think about why aren't they wrapping something for me? And they said, then I start to think about, well, if you were nicer to your neighbors, they might give you presents. But all you give them is dirty looks. Well, I no, no, no. I just give them a look that says, I got nothing to talk about with you. And then I say hi, and then I can walk faster. Or then I pretend I'm on my phone when I'm not really, so I can just nod. And that's exactly why they're not wrapping you a present. Well, I just, why would you wrap a present at, like at 11 o'clock at night? Well, because their life's full of joy, unlike yours. If you, if you had joy in your life, you'd be wrapping presents. Okay, wait, let me just ask you this. But, but, but you, is it, is it the, do wrapping presents bring you joy or does bringing joy make you wrap presents? Well, you, you should, I'm afraid you don't know. So, and I don't know if that feels familiar to anybody. And then, and then you might calm yourself. You say, listen, you're, you're getting all but worked up about wrapping presents. It's time to go to bed. Let's just take a minute. We'll bomb our feet. We'll read, you know, we'll read a little bit of inspirational stuff. And then we'll go to sleep, and then you then you get snuggled in there, and then you then the rapid you see well they're still rapping. You can hear that freaking Scotch tape. Well, uh, is Scotch tape the brand or the? Uh, it's I think it's uh, transparent tape. Well, what's the difference between the smoky and transparent? I don't know. I'm trying to go to sleep. Could you step? Well, oh man, why do, they have really loud? How much taper? How many presents are they taping? Well, I don't know. Well, I know they're probably not wrapping one for you, though. Well, yeah, but it does sound like, do you think they wrapped the presents and then taped them? That doesn't even make any sense. And they say, well, I hate to, to totally to think outside the box, but the wrapping box, but there could, do you think there's like a garrison of elves uh, wrapping Christmas presents? Like, but, but you know, getting ahead on their work next door to you? 
I don't know. That's kind of a ridiculous idea, but uh, it doesn't make any sense at all because uh, why would they? Uh, it doesn't seem like the best area to have elves wrapping presents. No, yeah, they're probably just wrapping presents for all the neighbors they like. Oh, thanks. Uh, so I don't know if that, again, if that happens, then you're going to say, okay, let's just, I guess, stop with the rap. You know, let me put on some music and and whatever. But, but you can't, it's really hard for me, at least, to, to once that engine starts moving, uh, to intervene on my own behalf and just say, hey, let, let's just let's just drop the wrapping. Like, how am I going to drop it when they're wrapping the press? I don't understand Okay, okay. But so I view myself as a third party that can be coming on your behalf and say, yep, they're wrapping those presents. But, you know, I'm going to be rap, 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 rapping uh, senseless. Uh, I'm going to be dropping senseless, uh, like, uh, again, they're not quite beats, uh, but senseless words. Yeah, okay. I guess they're not going to wrap any presents for me for that either, huh? But, like, I can come in and, and, and uh, I'll do this thing. I'm going to use these uh, creaky dulcet tones, like I said. A calming presence, uh, a friendly presence to take your mind off stuff. And you could just listen to me and you could think about, like, like whatever's going on with you. You could say, well, you know, picture me. Like, uh, it's a little bit ridiculous and probably true. It scooches his line in bed rapping about rapping presents. And then I might think about what, what, what it, there probably has been a rap present rap, you know, rapper called the present rapper. Uh, and they, they, the, and they say well, the rapper that raps, it probably was like, a, you know, not exactly a good rapper because it's probably at like a suburban mall. I'm the present rapper and I'm here to say, if you want to visit Santa, get in the line today, get a candy cane and a pitcher to go for ten ninety nine. You'll love it so. I am available for uh, shopping mall appearances as a present wrapper. Uh, please see my agent. Uh, anyway, sorry about that. I didn't mean to steal this. I didn't mean to drop the the present wrapping thunder on you. But maybe, like, I can come in as a third party and take your mind off stuff. But also, as I start to take your mind off it to distract you, you'll realize that I'm a little bit of a silly goofball. And you say, well, okay, but he's kind of, he does take his time and he kind of interrupts himself and goes on tangents. And I can even sense, even though he's clasping his hands, that he's still thinking about that neighbor wrapping the presents while he's talking. And I say, yeah, I just wondering if I knock on the door, I say, hey, could I, I'll give you five bucks to give me a present. Just give me a present, please. I'll wrap, I'll wrap for your, you know, I could help you wrap some presents if you give me one. And it ended up like it was just like, in the end, it was just like a garbage bag, you know, a garbage bag. It just sounded like present wrapping. You know, that's how that's how the story ends. You see, that's how stories end, too. So so at some point you'll get clued in, oh, I don't really have to listen very closely. He, he's kind of silly. He goes on tangents. But I'll also be here. So so you don't need to listen to me. And, and you're, you, don't, you don't have to feel pressure that you have to fall asleep right away because I'll be here about an hour. And tonight I'll be talking about what I can remember about Back to the Future and the first time I saw it and that summer. So, like, you could just kick back and relax and kind of listen to me and, and maybe I take your mind off. So now the podcast doesn't work for everybody because it's a bit of, uh, you know, it's off the beaten path. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't even 100% know why it works. But one reason I know it works is because I've been there, as I said, in the deep, dark night, sleepless. 
uh, hopeless, like like desperate to, to say, she said, I just want to go to sleep, please, please. And, and I know how that feels, and I know it's not easy. And that's why I make this show. That's why I work hard uh, to make this show kind of uh, fun and easy and to come out three times a week. Because it, it feels nice to have somebody there for you to say, well, here's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to ramble. Uh, I'll be here for an hour uh, on Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday nights uh, to take my mind, take your mind off stuff. And, and you, you know, you you really don't. Want, you just kick back and listen, and you can fall asleep. You don't even have to. Like I, I'm kind of your boyfriend, and so that's it. That's the show. And um, if, I just can't stop thinking about that. Right? Like, how much wrapping paper do they have? Uh, that's the other thing. I'm like, holy cow. And also, I never have wrapping paper because I always forget to buy it. So I'm going to have to check their garbage to see if they, like, left any of their scraps. Uh, but I guess w- w- what I want to say is, like, I'm glad you're here. Uh, if this is your first few times here, give it a few tries. It doesn't work for everybody from the reviews that, c- that it works for people. It usually takes, like, a two or three tries to realize, huh, oh, that's what this podcast is. But if it doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. You could always email me. Like, I could tell you about the stuff on LibriVox I listen to or, like, classical radio or other stuff to try out, meditation stuff, uh, rain noises. Uh, But but I I hope it works for you Uh, because, like I said, I I know how it feels. And and, and you you deserve a good night's sleep. And I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. And I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks. Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside... Whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, physical feelings, emotions, you know, those are feelings too. Uh, sensations, intuitions, uh, I don't know, there's something else I almost had the other word, you know, like a low, low vo- too much vocabulary or too little, you know, or, you know, your pod- you say, but my podcasters, you know, but podcasts that you listen to is vocabulary. Whatever it is that's keeping you awake, could be one of those things, probably could be something else, too. Whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off that. I'm going to do, uh, here's what I'm, here's what I'm, here's the offer, uh, if you're new here. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. I'm going to extend my wings of pointlessness, which are also imaginary, but, uh, they're both figurative and metaphorical. And if I could find a way to make a, if I could, if I can find a way by the end of this to make my wings of pointlessness into a simile without confusing myself, I will. But I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. Uh, creaky dulcet tones, wings of pointlessness. I'm going to take a lot of meanders. Uh, slow. I'll be confused. It may be confusing watching me. Uh, but just imagine, say, well, just put your, don't put yourself in my shoes. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. But if you're new here, here, here's, here's the structure of the show and here's my, my, my pitch to you. 
Structure show. We got five minutes of business. That's out of the way. That's essential for us to keep the podcast going, uh, keep it free. Uh, then we have a 12-minute intro, which we've undertaken a few minutes ago. And this kind of a show within a show, similar, every intro similar in its senselessness. Uh, but how I get there, how I get, how I, how I get, like, how, how I make the pudding and all that stuff. You see, it's definitely, it's like, it is a bit like word pudding. We've talked about that before. Or pudding. I mean, I'm putting words in places. Word, word pudding. It's kind of like shot, you know, there's shot pudding, right? It's a shot put, but is it shot pudding? Is that the verb? Because you don't say I put, I shot that put. Yeah, whoa, whoa, boy, that's confusing language. I never realized it till, till just now. Hopefully I can get back to that one. Shot put, confuse, things that confuse Scooter for 100 Alex or Alec, whatever, shot put. What is a shot pudding? It's not a word. Oh, I thought that was a verb. I put the shot. I shot the put. Do you see, Alex, it doesn't... Is it Alec or Alex? I ask you that once a year. Oh, that's what you always say. Every every intro I bring you up, you say, Mr. Trebek. Yeah, okay. Is this the program Vanna White's on? Well, I knew that would make... Mr. Trebek, I just said that to irritate you. I was kidding. Anyway, so if you're new here, podcast a little bit silly... And the structure, so I'm going to do a 12-minute intro-ish, 10 to 14 minutes. Then we'll talk about Star Trek, The Next Generation. Uh, tonight we'll be talking about an uh, episode with time in the title, The Name Escapes Me. And, and that's it. Like, here's the rule. There's no rules. Here's the uh, here's the suggestions. You don't need to listen to me. You know, I'm, uh, but, 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 but I, I will take your mind off stuff, so or I'll try. But just because it's a sleep podcast, you don't, you're not under any pressure to fall asleep. I'm like your boyfriend. Like I come over. I mean, this isn't, this is a real world situation for me. This, cause I'm not going to be able to forget about the shot pudding. So I'm going to have to, but this would be the same if you invited me over. You'd say, I mean, talk about going off subject. There was this time, like uh, maybe 10 years ago, maybe 12 years ago, I was at a conference for work. And like another another company that had their booth, they kept in. They said they called me. They said, I mean, we were always hanging out socially, and they said, "Can you come over to our hotel room and just hang out?" And they were all in bed, and it was, this was a purely platonic situation. And they just, like they invited me over. I think because I was, I didn't realize it at the time. I said, "Why would like a, a cool people invite me to their hotel room?" Uh, just to chit chat. I didn't realize at the time, like I, like I was unintentionally amusing. Now I've channeled that into the podcast. But I'm sure that I don't think I ever went on this tangent. But if you invite me over to your hotel room, you know, now I've gotten more quirky. But I'd say, you know, shot putting again. What's the verb? Is are you putting a shot or are you shotting a put? It's a shot put, right? P U T. Is that, I hope it's that. This is really embarrassing if it's not. He, they were a shot putter. There's the hammer throw and the shot put. It cannot be the first person that can, like, it don't, if you're teaching, like, uh, ESL or something, don't ever bring up shot putting. You'll confuse your students. But really, do, am I the only, is it pot? It's not shot potting. There's pot shot. Don't take a pot shot at me. But obviously that is like, that means like a, like a, like, but if you were putting it, shot putting, it is the shot put. 
I mean, I guess I'm able to follow logic out that it's a big round ball. And like back in the musket days, I assume that would be called a shot, but it wasn't that friggin' big. I mean, they should just call it mini cannonball throw or maybe even cannonball throw. I mean, caber toss, it's pretty easy. You're tossing. I mean, it's more like you're, um, I guess you are tossing a caber. A tossing's a little bit because those are so heavy. But seriously, it cannot be the first person. I mean, I guess, yeah, get it. Okay, it's a shot. It's a big round ball. You're not putting it anywhere. You're you're saying you're shot frigging. You're ball frigging it. You say frigging ball, and then it goes. I mean, I guess that would be the only time, the only people that, like, if you, that would be, like, people that are putting stuff that way, they don't have nanas or grandmothers. You say, well, where'd you put the shot? Well, I threw it through that wall and those windows over on Jones's lawn. You know, luckily no one got in the way. And you say, well, you know what, that's, that'd make a great sport. I mean, you rock tossing. I mean, I guess I could use an, like a historian on this one. And if you're new here, this would be the kind of, you know, if you start listening with other people, you could be baffled. And the next day you'll say, was, what was Scooter? He, we, he was talking about caber talk. What was he so worked up about? He was confused, massively confused. I felt bad for him. It was almost like like one of those poorly worded SAT questions, and he was trying to work his way through it, and he just got stuck and spent 55 minutes on it instead of moving on. And then I could, he, unfortunately, he was taking the test right behind me, and he kept saying, putting shot, what do you, is the, what's the shot, are you putting or are you shotting? I mean, clearly, at this point, we have analyzed enough to know we're not, you're not, you're not shotting a put, though, I mean... I can't see other than the, the, the say, well, it's like a musket ball, Scoots, that's a shot. I'd say, okay, well, let's pretend we live, if it's from the friggin' Romans, they didn't have muskets, okay, buddy? So that puts a hole in your argument. So you could be putting the shot or you could be shotting the put. And again, I would go back to if this is a game, I thought the Olympics were based on the civilized world. You shouldn't be, like, if you're putting anything, don't do it that way. So if you're new here, here's like here's where I feel slightly confident. Now, if I've irritated you, I, I like uh, give me a couple tries. It's I'm not doing it on purpose. I'm really trying to just distract you. And I think for most of you, you like I probably took your mind or distracted you because I mean at some point, as obtuse as my logic is, you you have to at least like say you have to at least shrug your shoulders and say well. I mean, maybe, like, what's the worst is, like, I'm recording this, and then it has to be a broadcast. When I realize it's not, like, the shot put tomorrow, I say, oh, no, it's called the, uh, I don't know what it, what it could be, pot, shot pot. It's definitely not the shot pot. It, that would be good. I mean, why don't they do, like, how about that, change it up? Can we get one of the Olympic uh, International Committee? I know you only take bribes from what I hear, allegedly. Well, you know, why don't we get? What can we get? A, can we hearken this back? Let's get something like, a, like a vase instead. Of, if you're gonna shot put, let's let's get a vase that at least break. You know, same shape. You just get a little um, collar on there. It could be the same round. We could do the same weight. You know, but it'd be way more exciting uh, if it was like a clay vase or terracotta. That's fine, terracotta. I'm I'm sensitive. I'm into it, man. I'm game, but then, like, we could still call it shot-putting, uh, 
pot-shotting. Then it would be pot-shotting. I guess that was my point. Then you'd be pot-shotting. Or how about this? Okay, how about this? Get Here's a proposal. It might be earth-shattering. Uh, that, that was an unintentional pun, I guess. Uh, how about shot potting? Like a new thing for recovering Olympians. And I can think you, I think you can see where I'm going. Like they pot, they plant things by sh- shot potting. You say, well, wh- how'd you get that shrubbery in your backyard? It looks great. Must have cost a fortune or you did it yourself. No, no, no. Remember those, uh, those Russians? They're shot potting now. Is shot potting landscaping? They just roll up. They go. They they roll up in a flatbed, and they shot pot them right off the back of the truck. You know, like uh, up in the air, right into the yard. And now you just work. It's artistic, you know, because we're estimating where the shrubs will end up. Uh, really, so it's yeah, it's like a it's a uh, earthen. You know, it's all environmentally correct. It, it like crashes the uh, shrubbery into the ground. With some nutrients, you know, peat moss. I think even you know, I heard there's a bio, there's something biome in there, maybe biomass or biomes. Shot pot. Yeah, they it's 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 a new thing, and and they say don't take pot shot. It's shot pot, right? Is that pot shotters? Wait, they're shotting the pot. Oh boy, I didn't realize that one. Okay, it, it, it took me a while to get to that pun. So I think, and at this point, when you're trying to follow that logic, I think I, I, I've led us astray from maybe whatever's keeping you awake. And that's what I do here. And usually I try to tie the metaphor to something uh, said in the episode, but I'll just close with the great Jean-Luc Picard, uh, who was uh, talking about choices with uh, Rasmussen. And he said, by refusing to assist me, you left me with the same choice I had to begin with, to try or not to try, to take a risk or to play it safe. Your arguments have reminded me how precious the right to choose is, and because I've never been one to play it safe, I choose to try. And I agree with you, uh, Jean-Luc. I think I will start the uh, pot-shotting business. Shot potters. Shrubbery in an instant. Uh, can you imagine? I mean, that would be quite a show. It would be a show, too. You'd get the neighborhood kids. You could sell lemonade. You could do it for, for a birthday party as long as you keep people out of the way. Probably if you get the right waivers, you could even have the kids or adults do potting, shop, shot their own pots, you know. I mean, smaller ones. I mean, this could change everything. You think of all the, like, uh, you know, shot putters that are, you know, doing nothing. Most, no offense, but uh, I don't know if there's a, I mean, there could be a shot put world tour. And, you know, I I would, uh, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I mean, talk, we get to, you know, this could be, this, we're making jobs here. You know, get a, we could have, you see, well, we, no, we're not having a bouncy house this year. We're having shot potting. And you could even, you know, you could make it competitive, faux competitive, you know. And you could do vegetables. I'm sure that, like, tomatoes will grow anywhere. So you just, we'll, we'll do, we'll start with tomatoes because you really can't mess tomatoes up. I should get an infomercial. Get your tomatoes, like, uh, shot potting. It's fun, it's friendly, and it's, it's you know, so that's my choice. I choose to try to put you to sleep, actually. Like, that's what I'm better at than inventing. But tonight's episode has the inventor Rasmussen, 
the historian Rasmussen. I've shown I'm neither, but I may be neither. But it's all in good fun to take your mind off of stuff, and then at some point you realize you oh you don't have to keep listening. You can only you can kind of listen to me. And if you're new, it, sometimes it takes this is an acquired taste, uh, so it might take a couple episodes. It, uh, for this, you say, okay, yeah, this, I, I, I didn't get it the first time. And then the second time, I realized it, it can't be gotten. He's, he's, his brain's been potted and shotted. And I say, you're correct. You are correct, uh, Mr. Trebek. Uh, thank you. That well, You didn't have to make that into a category. You could at least made it a daily double. Anyway, uh, the main thing I like to say is, like, if, you, if you're just testing this podcast, I appreciate you trying it. And if you're having trouble sleeping, the ma- reason I make this show is because I've been there, sleepless, staring at the ceiling in the deep, dark night. So when I say this, I mean it. I'm glad you're here. And I really hope and I really yearn I can help you fall asleep. Thank you so much for stopping by. Uh, hey, if you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep we do with a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play i'm going to do the rest what i'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake whether it's uh, thoughts or you know running through your brain physical feelings and sensations emotions you know turbulence internally you know inside noises outside noises it changes in weather or routine Stormy weather, you know, metaphorically or actual stormy weather. Oh, stormy weather tends to be something good to sleep to, for them, you know, depending on the degree. Uh, but whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do, I think I said I'd create a safe place where you could set it aside. And the way I'll accomplish that or attempt to is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. I'm going to spread my wings of pointlessness. And, you know, to fly around, like drift around, you know, like uh, in circles and not go, not really going anywhere. And not like as the crow flies. Is it as the crow flies or as the bird flies? Because you say, well, as the crow flies, it's pretty close. Unless that crow scoots and then it'll take forever. And he might not, he might, you know, then he'll have a mouthful of string and you'll say, I thought you were going to get that message, Shell Jenkins, over there. And, and then uh, now you get, are you building a nest with all that string? No, I just got to, I saw the string and I, it was purple. So I went down there and got it. And then I said, well, you know what would go good with the purple spring, spring, string is I'd like to dip it in a spring and then dip my spring, string in a spring. So I did that. And then I said, oh, what was I going to do before I got distracted by this spring? I got distracted by the string because I was going to get some pink string to go with this purple spring string. But then, and then I thought about a spring. And so I said, I'd like to carry a spring with string and while I sing. But then I realized I was a bird. So I took, then I went and got sing. Sorry, I'm late with the message. That would be what it would be like if I was a bird, but like, but instead I do a sleep podcast, just in case you're new. So um, that was a micro uh, example of what the podcast is like. But basically I'm trying to create the essence of the spirit of sitting around the campfire with friends, wherever all your friends and you are asleep. And there's just one friend, a little chattering 
friend named Scoots, who, who was, you see, well, the main storyteller, you know, with the life lesson stories and the myth, they already went to bed too. But I come in, I tell the stories that people sleep to. So I want to create a warm, friendly place because I'm glad you're here, as I always say. But if you're new, you wouldn't know that. But I do always say that, and I mean it. Uh, but if you're new, here's the things. Here's the structure of the show. Five minutes of business. That's important because it keeps the show free. Then we have an intro, which we're just starting. Those are about 12 minutes or so. You can skip them. Some pe- for some people, that is the show. Like, it's uh, somewhat familiar, but somewhat different. If you were Klingon, you'd, you'd say you had a ca- case of nib- Nibpo, N-I-B-P-O-H or something, uh, which Worf uh, says, Nibpo, uh, the feeling I've done this before. In uh, our parlance, it's, uh, what do they call that, deja vu, which is like, like if you're in the Matrix, that's not, you know, wouldn't be relaxing. But in this case, it is. Uh, as Dr. Crusher says, uh, I've been having the same feeling. Uh, she says to, she validates Worf's feelings of Nibpo. And what's weird, the, the, I've done probably, what, 530 or so uh, podcast intros. I would never have had Nibpo with the podcast intro, even though I do, because like, they're never the same because I still haven't quite figured out this podcast that puts you asleep. I know how to do it. I don't know what I'm, I don't, I know what I, I know how to do it, but I don't know what I'm doing. A little bit of a paradox, but here's what I know works is being welcoming and warm and kind, as kind as I can be and having a long intro. I think that's what I was trying to explain the structure of the show. Holy mold. Holy nib po. I just dropped something on my nib po. You get that as uh, like my toe. The rhyme Nip Poe rhymes with toe. Also rhymes with Edgar Allan Poe. But so we have a long intro. Then tonight we talk about Star Trek. I'll do that for about forty five minutes. Then we'll have some thank yous. So the whole show's an hour. At any point you could stop listening. Whether I'm talking about Nib Poe, Edgar Allan Poe, whatever I was talking about earlier that I already forgot about. A little tangent. Oh, about me being a bird or a crow. Uh, and like, so you, you, you can listen. It should be just mildly entertaining enough and engaging to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. A little bit of, uh, I call them bored giggle spritz, like where you kind of, or guffaw, probably not just because guffaw doesn't get used much anymore. So you could see, say, what's a guffaw? I say, well, like a, like a guffaw and a yawn, yawn combined is what you might do for this podcast. So then you'll like obviously you'll take your uh, not I didn't obviously I, I didn't I don't I think I was trying to think of another word and obviously just came out of my mouth because nothing's obvious about it I want to hold your hand a little bit if you're comfortable with that otherwise I just guide you closely because I'm trying to escort you across the threshold from uh, wake to sleep that's why I send my voice across the deep dark night but you're under no pressure to listen to me you're also under no pressure to fall asleep I'll be here about an hour. And I'll be present to just to do these shows. I really like I'm like in all other aspects of my life. I'm not present. I'm distracted. I'm thinking about stuff. That's why I can relate to be not being able to fall asleep. I'm like, I'm, you know, listing things, thinking about tomorrow, yesterday, all those things at once. When I'm here making this podcast, I'm, I'm here with you. And I'm trying to be here in the moment and let the let, let the intro unfold you know, not, if I feel nippo, I just got to keep going. 
because and the reason I make the show is because I've been there. I've been there sleepless, uh, tossing and turning, mind racing, or feelings churning, whatever it is that's keeping you awake. It might be something I, I can't, I haven't experienced, but maybe I can relate to it. And maybe it's just a sense of vague, a sense of nippo where you get in bed and you like, and I guess it isn't one of the things like, uh, I want to take you off that hamster wheel. You, you reach out my hand and say, hey, come on, let me help you off that thing. Run around in circles, uh, bedtime after bedtime. And maybe this podcast is what does it for you, or maybe like the podcast becomes part of a bedtime routine. Or maybe this podcast doesn't work for you, but you move on and you, you find something different. Like, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe yodeling's what will work for you. I don't know, maybe I'll try that tonight. I've never tried to fall asleep to yodeling, but maybe tonight will be the night. You know, or audiobooks or whatever, Bob Ross, whatever it is. Uh, you know, because I, I don't want you running around on that wheel night after night, like dreading bedtime. That's why I try to make this show a little bit silly, a little bit goofy. I don't t- even though I'm here and I'm working hard, uh, you know, it's a relaxed kind of hard work uh, uh, with a smile on my face. Uh, see, can you feel that smile? I'm smiling for you because, uh, you know, I, I want to take the seriousness. I want to drain some of that uh, tension balloon. And, you know, this is what I strive for. I, I, I don't reach it usually, but that's okay. Is to make bedtime like a little bit delightful, to inject just a, a tiny dose of delight in there where you could breathe and relax and let Scoots ramble on. And you don't have to do any work. And believe me, all your brain bots or whatever is keeping you awake, I'll try to keep them entertained. I'm glad you're here, but I'm glad all those other things that keep you awake are here too because I want to keep them all company. You know, I'm your friend, your boar friend which isn't a, you know, normal everyday relationship. Just, just via pod, the only place to be proper is via podcast. When I'm not, you know, I'm your boyfriend and you don't got to deal with me. What, what's a better friendship than that? You know, you could, what kind of friend says, you want to put me on a sleep timer? Go for it. You want to skip, you want to start me 14 minutes in the middle of it? Go for it. It's fine with me. Whatever works for you. Now, if you're new here, the podcast doesn't work for everybody, but it does take a few tries. It's a really common thing I read with the uh, emails I get or the reviews I read or, or people I hear from online. Say, first couple of times, I wasn't too sure about you. You're a little bit squirrely, Scoots. And I'd say, well, no, no, more like a squirrel's tail. I don't know if I make up a whole squirrel, but I could be like that squirrel's tail. Where you say like 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 just floating back and forth, distracting you. Well, you know they say, well, gee, I don't know about the voice or the humor stuff, but it is. It takes two or three tries, and then for some people, a podcast works for, but it doesn't work for everybody. So you're under no pressure to like this podcast, or to have it work for you, or to fall asleep. You know, just take it as it comes and see if it works for you. And I'd love it if it does, because you know, then it, what could be the better result? Like, you really deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve those things uh, to be able to sink into your pillow, to be able to exhale, and to be able to drift off into dreamland. If I can enable it or assist it or even just accompany it, like, like I ramble, you do all the crossing over, you do all the drifting, and I just fade away into the background, and then, you know, Whatever, you got me on a sleep timer or you're sleeping through whatever I'm saying. But I also want to reassure you, I'll be here. I'll be here for an hour. So, you know, take your time, too. 
And, you know, tonight we'll be talking about a recent episode of Star Trek, a bit like a Groundhog's Day, where there was a little bit of a, a deja vu or nibpo going on. Nibpo sounds more like a game you play, though, like kind of like the, the Klingon version of Duck, Duck, Goose. Though with those of us that know Klingons, you know, we would know, like, but in a fantasy Klingon world, because if Klingons were playing Duck, Duck, Goose, you know, it'd be with a warrior mindset. But if, if we were projecting our own meaning onto the Klingons, you say, well, what do you call, what'd you call that game you played, Worf, when you were a child? Oh, Nibpo. It's like Duck, Duck, Goose, but we kiss the tops and they say, you're not a Klingon at all. I said, yeah, that's right. I was raised by a couple of couple of humans, we, you know, that's what we called it, where we lived. And you see, you're the cutest dwarf. Can I, can I, can I kiss the top of your head? The, you know, for me, he would say, like, uh, dwarf's got nice hair, too. I mean, I know it's probably not real. Anyway, so it, here's my main message. I'm glad you're here. I just, I don't know how I got off track by uh, Nippo, Duck, Duck, Goose, Nippo. Uh, but, you, you know, like I say every episode, I'm glad you're here. And I really hope, I yearn, uh, and I work hard to help you fall asleep. And I appreciate your time. Thank you for coming by. All right, good night. Uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's uh, thinking, you know, thoughts, uh, feelings, physical sensations, emotions, changes in routine, outside noises like your upstairs neighbor currently while you're recording a podcast intro using the sink. Or, you know, something else, whatever's keeping you awake. It might be one of those things. It could be any, uh, any of a variety of stuff. Whatever it is, I'd like to take your mind off of it. And here's how I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to try to create a safe, welcoming place because I'm glad you're here and I'd like to help. If I can, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones and pay, you know, lulling, soothing pace I try to keep. I did have, uh, some soda today. Trying to cut back on soda, but, uh, you know, oh boy. Uh, and I'm only drinking like two a, one or two a day. Anyway, n- n- enough about me. What I'm going to try to do is, uh, like, uh, well, I do ramble, so, like, uh, I do get distracted. I forget what I was talking about. Circle back. I try to circle back. But then I say, well, she said, look at all these foot, which footprints are mine? You know, and they say, well, it's your, in your brain, Scoots. The call's coming from inside your brain. And I said, what call? Wait, somebody, did somebody call me? Like, you know, this is totally off topic, but you know, I like to answer the phone now. I always answer the phone in a grouchy mood. This just happened to me. Uh, maybe I'll come back to this. Let me welcome the new listeners. New listeners, this is Apple applies to everybody, though. So if you're new here, I'm glad you're here. This podcast to put you to sleep. So here's, there's no rules, but here's the deal. You don't need to listen to me. I'll try to be entertaining enough and engaging enough to take your mind off stuff, but, you know, I'll lose you along the way, ideally. Because uh, you're under no pressure to listen to me. Even though it's a sleep podcast, you're also under no pressure to fall asleep because I'll be here about an hour uh, to keep you company. And I'll keep rambling. I'll keep talking. I'll keep bedtime storying you or Trek talk tonight. 
while you drift off at your leisure. A structure show, we're already a bit into it, but the first five minutes or so is uh, to cover the bills and uh, eventually keep this podcast going forever. Uh, so you got, it's important to listen to that part, but then now we're in an m- intro. Intros are usually 12 to 14 minutes where I'll try to make a metaphor about how the podcast works. And it'll, I guess it'll be about grouchy answering of phone calls and something about this Star Trek episode. And then I'll be talking later after this about a episode of Star Trek, the perfect mate. And so, yeah, you have this new thing when it's not a blocked call. I mean, usually I don't, I don't really like answering the phone. I think we've established this. It's not my strong suit. Uh, seems to just take too much courage. And I realize that for a lot of people, it might be like, what are you afraid of, Scoots? I don't, I don't really know. I can't put my finger on it. Also seems like answering the phone seems like a lot of work to me. So I guess start to get, ex- as soon as the phone rings, they start to feel exhausted. So I say, well... But today, but when I do, but then I have the other part of me. These are the kind of things that keep me up at night. There's that, there's that camp or that, uh, you know, set of thoughts. And then there's the thoughts, what's wrong with you? Why can't you answer the phone like a regular human being? A little shaming. You could you, a taste of shame in there. And then there's the aspirational part. Well, geez, I wish I could be a normal human that just answers the phone like, uh, yippee, yay. <laughs> Hooray, glad to get your call. What can I do? Scoot's here. Or whatever normal adjusted people. I don't know how they answer their phone. I'll tell you how a non-well-adjusted person answers the phone because I just did it. And it was a person's birthday. And it was a, like kind of a business call, too. And I answered, I said, what is this phone number? And it, but I said, well, let me answer it. Uh, and I answered it, and I, what I do is I use a very grouchy voice, uh, like, so that if it's a tele, like, then I don't have to change the tone. If it's a telemarketer, and that happened to me two nights ago, so I guess I should give myself some leeway. First off, if you're a telemarketer, don't call and say you knew when I stayed in a hotel. Like, that is just, like, I, I should have just hung up immediately on the tele. They said, hey, did you stay at this? And I said, you got to be kidding me. Did it, like, is this about the hotel? Like, and then they said, and then they're trying to sell me some crap, you know, but that's off topic. This poor person, this poor young person, I think, uh, she called and I answered it grouchy, but she, and she did, she was in a very good mood because it was her birthday and it was like, like, uh, Hey, I got this idea. I wanted to pitch you on. Very positive call. So it took me a few seconds to change gears from total grouch, uh, like to, uh, like, I can't imagine being on the other end of that call. Uh, cause as we're talking, I think she was headed to her birthday party with a couple boxes of cake. And then I answered and it was calling, like I said, it was a positive thing. Like, not only working, with positive stuff and the birthday stuff. And I said, hello, like, hello. I didn't say it like that. I have a more aggressive answering and too aggressive for a sleep podcast. Like subtextually, what the heck, you know, what the heck you calling me about? I don't like the phone, but I'm trying to grow. And I don't know if anybody else relates to it. Like something like that goes through your mind at night, all those things. And they say, well, geez, when, and then you say, and then another part, well, when did it all go wrong? I think I probably write out like just an autobiography about the phone. When did it, when did it, maybe I could just interview myself. When did it all go wrong with you and the phone, Scoots? Well, there was a time when I liked talking on the phone, uh, I think. Uh, 
Anyway, it's not important. What's important is that, that, that that's the kind of stuff they give you. So I'm going to try to take your mind off that to distract you from that. But also, you know who's running the show here? Like, uh, someone that is only qualified uh, to ramble. I guess it would be a, like, a, like, I used to work at this company where we sold iron-on patches and buttons. And we had a couple buttons, one of which I probably, like, not boyfriend material. Uh, which I think that like this, this Star Trek episode's called the perfect mate. And I say, well, that, that's probably saying you're not a perfect mate when you can, uh, when you can talk for just about six minutes about, uh, and barely scratch the surface with your phone issues. And this is, it is pretty efficient to handle stuff by the phone. I, I wish I, like, I, I guess I don't wish I can, I, I can get better. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. The, like maybe I need to get one of those children's books about like the the little little engine, little phone call that, that Scoots could take. And I guess this was good data collection because I did answer the call today, and it was positive. It was a double positive because I got to wish this person a happy birthday, and engage and and hear their pitch and say, "Well, I love it. I love your ideas. They're they're wonderful." I don't think I've ever said those things in my life, but I was probably thinking those, these are really great ideas. Uh, one day I'll be able to communicate those things as well. Uh, but tonight's episode, I guess what I thought the intro was going to be, about was this, so the name of the episode is The Perfect Mate, which I mean, Jean-Luc Picard, uh, he's, you know, depending on how you like your mates, if you like them uh, steeped in uh, Earl Grey, you know, he's a pretty sweet dude. Uh, like He's got a lot of pro- positive qualities. But I was going to try to make the intro about the xylophone, because at some points he's playing like a synth, a synth xylophone, like a, a, like a, I don't know how to describe it. You'd have to watch the episode, like a xylophone that looks like it's made from bamboo, but it makes synth, synth sounds, like a, a whatever you call it, electric organ type stuff, you know, like, a, like the 80s. Uh, like the kind of music you like to listen to while Ryan Gosling drives in a movie. That's like synth, but this was a xylophone. And it was always confusing for me, xylophones, because it's like, like it's like I think this was what the original intro was going to be about, me pondering, like, spelling lessons, and, and then people have to learn English, and they say, what the heck is that word? Well, it's xylophone. Just say it's xylophone. You see, what is it like? X O X is Y E L M Q or something? Xylophone doesn't make any sense. I mean, other than the phone part, I don't know. It's I guess that connects. So I was talking about the phone, and I guess it was like maybe to me. I'm trying to figure out how to tie it together. Like it's I don't know. I guess like I feel I feel like a xylophone. No, that doesn't work. Uh, but you know, like. Uh, I guess you can make beautiful music. This situation was part of a peace process in this episode or a peace-related ceremony. Uh, so that was, like, that's sweet. And maybe I could, so maybe I can make peace with my, I mean, that's what I kind of tried to. And that's what we really need to at bedtime. Say, hey, you listen up. I just want to go to bed. I realize uh, we don't got a handle on this telephone thing. And, you know, they switched it over the years. Uh from a landline uh, to a flip phone to a smartphone. 
you know, so, so but, but it's the same, I get, I get, it's the same basic concept. I just, you know, I'm just a little, I, I need a little more work on it, but tonight I'd like to go to sleep instead of talking about, uh, you know, where did it all go wrong with the phone? I think I'm doing my best actually. I'm, I did pretty good. So I just like to go to sleep. And sometimes when you're alone, it, it can be hard to step outside yourself, do a little, uh, like whatever that is, loving kindness, uh, self-compassion, and say, hey, you, you know, you're doing a good job. Being human is not an easy task. I mean, I tell you what, you you like you, whatever the heck, I don't think it's a betazoid. I think that's what Troy is, but I can't remember what the character. But, you know, being a human's not easy, and we're all doing the best job we can. But sometimes when you're in bed and you're you're trying to get to sleep and you had a long day, it can be hard to say that to yourself and then hard to kind of take your mind off of the phone stuff. So that's where I come in if you're new. I'll be talking here. I'll be here keeping you company because I care. I've been there sleepless, clearly. But how, how do you think I'm going to get to sleep tonight and be like, what you, what's up with the phone? So I, I, I don't know. I guess that's what I should say. Like, I, I've been there in the deep, dark night sleepless. So that's why I make this show. You don't need to listen, but but I hope it takes your mind off of things. And, you know, don't, don't, don't feel like you're under pressure or be in a hurry to fall asleep. I'll be here talking about Star Trek for a while. Uh, and as I always say every episode, you know, if you're new, it, t- it can take a few times. If you read through a lot of our reviews... A large percentage of people said I was skeptical or took two or three times. But, but you know, it might not work for you. I hope it does. Uh, I appreciate you trying the show. I'm glad you're here. And, and not only do I hope, I work very hard. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. All right? Thanks. Uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it to bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's giving you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts uh, running through your brain, uh, physical or emotional feelings or sensations, noises, a partner that's uh, sound asleep but also making an incredible amount of noise. Or, you know, you could have stuff creeping up from the past, uh, thinking about the stuff going on in the future. You could be going through something. You could be de- you could be dealing with something, you know. Or it could just be like a, the, 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 like somebody moved in with a freaking parakeet collection. I don't know. I hope not. I hope not. I really do. Uh, nothing against parakeets, you know, like uh, just, just, I'm just, you know, that, that, like uh, that could happen. It wouldn't stay. I mean, I, that's the kind of thing I lose sleep over. Like, is that a flock of parakeets? Do parakeets travel in flocks? One, where do, like, uh, and then I'll start thinking about it. I say, well, where do parakeet? Where where do parakeets? Sit? And then now I'm like, have I done? Now I'll be losing sleep tonight. I said, did I have? Have I done an opening about parakeets before? I think I've done ones about macaws and parrots. Uh, also, is that a parakeet that I'm thinking of? They're the little birds. Uh, they're multicolored. Mostly I'm picturing the yellow ones with the rosy cheeks and uh, some gray ones with yellow faces. And those ones make a lot of noise. Like, uh, so you don't want to, so they could be keeping you up at night. Uh, but whatever it happens to be, I'd like to take your mind off of that. Here's what I'm proposing I do. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to try to create a calm 
comfortable, welcoming, safe place where you can come on in. And I'm using my creaky dulcet tones, my wings of pointlessness, my ab- abs- ability to observe things that, that are best, that best go, you know, my ability to bring into the foreground stuff that should remain in the background. And, but still, I bring it into the foreground. You see, it's, well, it's, when you talk about stuff, Scoots, it's kind of out of focus. And I say, yeah, man, that's my, that's one of my skills. That's the skill set. It developed, that's my, that's the art of my craft. You know, that's how, that's those interviews that I do. They say, well, tell us about honing your craft. They say, well, I like to dull it down. I take, like, just like my knives, say, I, I, like, I, like, I go to a knife sharpener and then they weep, much like my piano teachers. And then I take the knives home and I dull them down. And they say, well, what technique? So, so you hone your craft by dulling it down. And they say, well, that's kind of the simplistic version. It really just happens, you know, uh, I'm not sure. I just started using the knife, and I say, when did this thing get so dull? And then, you know, the, 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 the knife smith or whatever is too busy weeping, you know, saying whatever in the name of Hetchler Croft or whoever, uh, Victoria Rocks or whoever makes knives nowadays that, uh, you know, they're just like they're overwhelmed with emotion and they might stay up at night. So I, I also have to get them to sleep. But if you're new here, here's the structure of the show and a couple of things so just to, to give you a basic before I disorient you. Uh, a podcast is about an hour long. It gives you plenty of time to fall asleep. So you're under no pressure to fall asleep right away. This is more of a sleep offering than a sleep solution. It's out there. You could try it and see how it goes. The show opens with five minutes of business. That's how we keep the podcast free and uh, keep the archives free and stuff. Uh, then there's about a 12 to 14 minute intro, which we're in the middle of. And then I'll, I'll try to pull some stuff out of the Star Trek episode and make a metaphor about the podcast. Uh, intros, they're rambly and they don't make a lot of sense. It's kind of a show within a show that some people use to get ready for the podcast and some people use it to ease them into bed. And then I'll talk about Star Trek, the next generation, uh, uh, episode, the measure of a man about, uh, it's more of the measure of a ma- android, I think. Uh, I don't know. I get maybe it's like hearkening to a book. I, I don't know, but it, like I'll talk about that for about forty minutes as well. So you're under no pressure to listen. You can kind of listen to the podcast. Should take your mind off of it. I'll hold your hand or stand in your vicinity, or you could just hear my voice and uh, try to escort you or accompany you as you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. But you could drift away any time. But if you can't fall asleep, as some listeners can't, I'll be here the whole time giving it my all to keep you company. Because I've been there tossing and turning in the deep, dark night, unable to sleep. Now, tonight's episode of uh, Star Trek The Next Generation has not only a great quote, but also a great vocabulary word. At some point tonight, Data will be talking to Commander Bruce Maddox, uh, and uh, Data's talking about the ineffable quality of memory. And Maddox says, what do you mean, the uh, ineffable quality? And Data says, you can't reduce memory uh, to just a, a fa- mere facts of events. The substance, the flavor of the moment could be lost. And first you might say, Scoots, how do you pronounce ineffable? Uh, I don't know. E-E-I-N-E-F-F-A-B-L-E, ineffable? 
according to the Merriam-Webster, incapable of being expressed in words or not to be uttered, uh, as in the case of uh, taboo. So if you're playing the game to do taboo, everything's supposed to be honored, but uh, can't be broken down into words. The ineffable qualities of memory. This podcast is kind of made up of broken down words. They can't be. They can't be broken down into anything. They say, what kind of words? Do you well broken. I got some broken down words, it, it, but the words themselves are fine. It's just my. It's just like my knives. I don't know how my knives get so dull. And I don't know how my words get broke. You know, I try to maintain them. Uh, well, actually, I don't. I, I have them on my to-do list to maintain my words. But, uh, you know, take them in for their, tw- you know, 12,000, whatever, 12,000 sentence uh, you check up. But then I say, well, I, so then my words break down. But there isn't, this podcast, there is an ineffable quality to me. It's a WTFable, I guess, instead of ineffable uh, this podcast is more WTFable. You say, what? I don't know what he's talking about. Like, I have no idea. They say, honey, what was Scoots talking about last night? Was he talking about, uh, was he comparing, was, was he comparing something with something else? You say, I don't know. Like, he I, I, he, I, this was one where he couldn't even remember what he was talking about earlier. And then he tried to bring it back, and and then he like, but then he started talking about Plaid and Paisley, I think, and then Brad Paisley, and he was wondering if Brad Paisley wears Paisley, and then if that's like a thing in country music, like what's the country, what are country musicians, where do they stand on Paisley, Paisley, Plaid versus Paisley, because Scoots likes cowboy shirts, and those are mostly Plaid. And I think he was saying that he doesn't look good in Paisley. And he's, he wasn't 100% sure if he could picture Brad Paisley in his mind. He said Toby Keith just kept running around his brain up there in a plaid shirt and white white cowboy hat. And it was really distracting. I think that's what he was talking Maybe he said he had a dream about Toby Keith. Maybe that was just it, that Toby Keith was wearing Paisley. I don't know. It was like I was totally WTF-ed. So huh, I try. So that's like uh, those are the ineffable qualities. You see, this podcast, it does, it, you don't need to listen. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep. My voice is not exactly. When you first listen, you might be skeptical. You say, this is a podcast called Sleep With Me. It's supposed to put me to sleep, eh? It's a, well, it could put you to sleep. I don't know if it's supposed to do anything. Not supposed to make any sense. Or it's supposed to, it depends on what part of me you ask that question to. It more drone my craft than hone it. Uh, so, what was I talking about? So, yeah, so, 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 I guess it's a bit different. Uh, but it's a friendly thing. It's like, hey, like, I don't know if this is your type of thing, but, uh, you know, here, here, I hope it helps you fall asleep. Uh, one of the main reasons I make it is because as a kid I had terrible insomnia, and then as an adult I've dealt with sleeplessness on and off. And I said, Jesus, you made me me telling some bedtime stories, keeping you company, maybe making you whatever's before laugh, you know. Like in this episode, Data, oh no, that's the next, uh, like, but Data, you know, Data doesn't do a lot of laughing. But he, he's amused, you know, so, so like something like that, uh, mostly just to keep you company. And to say, hey, if this is running through your brain, why don't you listen to me talk about, uh, you know, 
like again, you see Brad, Brad Pay. Like every time I say Brad Paisley, Toby Keith pops in my brain. Uh, do I know why? No. And or you know, I guess the main thing when I say Paisley, here's the test: Does Parame? Do, do you see Toby Keith, Brad Paisley, or Paramecium's? Which one? Because isn't that like a? How come no one no one talks about that? Is that like a controversy? Like, do Paisley and Patriot Paramecium's have anything in common? Because they look a lot alike. I've always thought that my whole life. Also, I think, I don't know if when Paisley was in fashion, if it's, uh, so maybe no one even, they say, well, what's that? Like, uh, I think most people know what, if not, you know what a Paramecium looks like. That was like, I think that was like, uh, pretty sure Amoebas and Paramecium's were the only things I learned between grade two and grade uh, seven. Uh, you know, gold. Ja- I look into my finest box to check my status of the Golgi apparatus, and uh, you know, my mitochondria. Of course, they're misfiring. Correct. Uh, so you know, but that's just so I can make you know cellular level jokes. Anyway, so obviously I get off track. I get distracted, and that's kind of what. Uh, so I, so I, that's what I say. I'm I'm glad you're here. I give this podcast a few tries uh, because I make it because and I work hard at it because I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. And I I really appreciate you trying it out. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that is here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking, thoughts running through your head, physical sensations, you know, feelings, noises, travel, changes in routine, whatever's keeping you awake. It could be one of those things. It could be a multitude of other things. Uh, but whatever it is, I'd like to take your mind off of that. I'm going to create a safe place and distract you from whatever's keeping you awake. That's what the podcast is. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to talk uh, like slow and languid, I think, if my usage of language is correct. And pauses, you know, I'm, I, 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 the, the, like I'm impregnating pauses every minute of every day. Uh, I guess because, well, I'm not like... Uh, because I don't know, because usually, yeah, that, like, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. And that's, you know, that like, I do, I know what I'm doing, but I don't know what I'm talking about. I guess that's the other thing. But you could, the idea of the safe place is that I'm glad you're here. You're welcome uh, to be here. Uh, everybody, this is for everybody that it can help, because uh, they know what it's like uh, being there. In the deep, dark night. And the idea, the concept of the podcast is I'm going to ramble and take your mind off stuff and distract you while you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. I'll keep you company, whether it takes you 10 minutes or it takes you an hour. I'll be here uh, kind of like your boyfriend, like a sleepover party where you don't got to deal with the person sleeping over because uh, they're just there to kind of talk you and, and, and uh, be your companion. Yeah, now, if you're new, structure show, we got five minutes of business at the top. It's kind of critical to kind of keep the archives and the show free. We've got about 500-something old episodes you can listen to. Uh, then we have an intro, 
It's about 12 minutes, uh, kind of a show within a show. Some people skip ahead. Those timestamps should be in the, where the story starts, that should be in the um, show notes. Uh, but the, like this part is kind of like a long uh, description and metaphor about the podcast. Tonight, and then tonight we'll talk about Star Trek The Next Generation, uh, the episode The Game tonight. And that's like a virtual reality Google Glass uh, episode. Uh, also, I don't know if it's Wesley Crusher's first love or his first kiss, to be honest. I'm not a TNG historian, but we do get some Wesley Crusher. I don't think it, it, he's been on the show for a little while, so that's nice. Ashley Judd's in this episode. but So we'll talk about Star Trek for about 40, 45 minutes. We'll have some thank yous, and that'll be the show. So the podcast, you don't need to listen to it. It's a little bit silly. The idea is to make you look forward to bedtime or to take some of the seriousness out of bedtime, to put you at ease, to make you feel welcome and at home in your own bed. You know, where else do you deserve to feel rested and safe and at home than your own bed? Uh, and I'll be here to kind of take your mind off of whatever you're feeling or thinking about uh and, but you don't need to listen to me. I'll kind of distract you. But you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. You can fall asleep on your schedule. Take your time because I'll be here for an hour or you can set up multiple, you know, multiple episodes to play. I mean, the reason I make the show is because I've been there in the deep, dark night having trouble falling asleep, uh, tossing and turning. So that's the kind of, that's the, uh, if, you're, if you're new here. And it takes a couple tries for a lot of people to get used to it. You know, I'm not a... This isn't a normal podcast. I'm not a normal person. Those are just uh, facts. But I, I try to be as kind-hearted as I can. And, you know, I hope this show helps you. And let's see. So let's talk about tonight's episode. How is it a metaphor for the podcast? So tonight's episode is about a virtual reality, like Google Glass, VR-style game. Not fully immersive. It's like an overlay. What are those called? Uh, augmented reality? That never took off, really. I mean, at some point that will. That's like a benefit. I think that was the whole idea of Google Glass, right? Uh, for those of you that don't know what Google Glass was, uh, it was like a thing where you put on clear glasses and it would have like an overlay, like kind of like a RoboCop or, uh, you know, it's in a lot of sci-fi movies and science fiction. You could say, uh, you know, geez, how much does that cost just by looking at it? Or how, I guess you wouldn't really know, need to know. It would have been good for that episode of Mystery Show. It would have, would have cheated us from knowing from that episode of Mystery Show if it was just like, well, this is how tall he is because I have Google Glass on or locate belt buckle. Uh, but, it, it, like, I don't know, like, uh, if we're, the technology is quite there for, like, because I, I don't know. But this one, it's like that, except that it also gives you the game. The trick of the game is that it gives you... Uh, like either mental or at least uh, it releases a lot of dopamine or something. This game in the Star Trek episode, where it may, where the people when they score or whatever they they clear a level, they feel really good. So yeah, I don't know if that's like a great example. For some reason, when I started thinking about that, I just started thinking about Mario Kart, which is way more relatable than any of that. And I think they're getting ready to put out a new Mario. I don't have the Nintendo Switch, but I think they're getting ready to put out a new Mario Kart for that. And that's a pretty beloved game and a fun game, all-ages game, but very competitive. 
I'm not very super good at it, except against little kids, and even then, I can't always win. But a lot of times at bedtime, it could feel like that, the uh, the racing, like your, ra- your, your mind's racing. That's what happens for me a lot of times. And sometimes it could be, like, especially if you got, like, the one with, that has the throwback ones. You say, well, dude, what am I going to, like, uh, am I, what's the cow one? Whatever that one is, the farm, Moo Moo Farms, or am I, like, at, uh, you know, La La Land or whatever, Luigi's uh, House of Stuff. You know, or the thing, the place where Wario lives, like, uh, you, you find yourself going in down these alleys and, you know, maybe it's about high school, maybe it's about work, maybe, and it, it can be tough to get out of. Uh, and you feel like you're on a circuit and you're like, well, geez, I just want to stop and go to bed. But I don't exactly know where the off switch is. Or as soon as I feel like I'm getting ahead, you got a Koopa Trooper. I don't think, are there Koopa Troopas? People are throwing Koopa Troopas. I don't know how the like, how the Koopa Troopas feel about that. Like uh, those are the turtles, right? Maybe I don't, or maybe are Koopa Troopas the mushrooms? How can you can you racism? Um, how about that? I, I know it's too late because the game's probably already finished, but it's like uh, how can you can be everybody and a kid version of everybody? Uh, but can you be a turtle? I don't know. Maybe I'm. I'm uh, I mean, I guess so, like some of those are more advanced turtles, like. Uh, Whatever that one is, whose name I just said and now I forgot. Not Wario, but the the big turtle. But I would just like to be Koopa Trooper number one, you know, or Koopa Trooper two. Like, uh, but I guess like, do they feel like they're fulfilling the purpose? Or like, finally, someone's throwing me my shell in a car, so I can, you know, knock them out of first place. Or the ones that are like, like, like uh, the red ones, they can. I mean, the green ones, they're kind of just live a life of randomness. They get thrown, they bounce around. Maybe they do something, maybe they don't. Have I proposed any books by Koopa Troopas? Uh, my life is a Koopa Troopa. It, you know, then maybe something with a Drupa. Because, you know, my, my, you know, I don't know. My life is a Koopa Troopa it does have a nice ring to it, but I would want to set it, you know, something. Uh, to really make it pop. I think game, I, my brain just said, what about game over? My life is a Koopa Trooper. I said, well, that's probably, that's a little uh, all or nothing and probably game over. has probably been used in a bit, about a billion different books. So I don't know if your brain feels like it's got turtle shells bouncing around on the inside of it and, you know, Wario. Or what about if you just have somebody like Luigi says, Luigi, like over and over again. Uh, or Wario, or whatever, um, you know, that could be get on your nerves. And so this bike is meant to take your mind off of that stuff, whether it's figuratively or, I mean, this has happened, like where you live in an apartment building and one, you know, then, I mean, I bet you this, you know, get a hold of me, Nintendo. What? How about offering me some funds for Offset? Like when uh, Mario Kart gets released again, there's going to be a lot of apartment places where people are playing Mario Kart all night. And then somebody's in the next apartment over trying to sleep and, you know, they're just hearing that, you know, all that stuff. You could hire me. Like, I, I could put those people to sleep if if somebody's playing Mario Kart, uh, you know, because there's a lot of sound effects and stuff in that game, which are great if you're playing it. So anything not Nintendo related or Nintendo related, 
you know, whatever it is that's keeping you awake. I, I don't know if that's the best metaphor, and it had nothing to do with Star Trek. Um, I don't even know how I got to Mario Kart, to be honest with you. And my, you know, then being a pen, you know, I'm a ghostwriter for Koopa Troopas now. Koopa Troopa Poopa. That, if you need to make a kid laugh, just say that. Uh, you don't even, that's free. That's on the house. Uh, any, next time you're in an awkward situation with any child, say Koopa Troopa Poopa and see what they do. You could, you could have that one. And it's the person making this podcast. But the whole idea of the podcast is uh, make you feel welcome because you deserve a good night's sleep, all right? And uh, it doesn't work for everybody. Give it a few tries. If you're skeptical, why wouldn't you be? Uh, but from here on out, we'll be talking about an episode of Star Trek. And just like I say every single time, like, I'm really glad you're here. And I really hope, I really work hard, and I yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And uh, what I'm going to do, or what I'm going to try to do, is create a safe place uh, where you feel safe and welcome. I don't know if I want to be heartwarming, but you know, the, like the heartwarming commercials you see. I want it to feel a bit like that, a little more genuine. A uh, safe place where you can come in, just like the person, whether it's a coffee commercial or an oatmeal commercial, or you don't, you see, what are they advertising here? Right? Like uh, where the person comes in the door, it's winter outside or it's raining outside and it's a warm, safe place. And they said it, usually they set aside, you know, whatever the, the, it could be an ad. So it could be, well, this is the good world. You know, you just left that one. Sometimes they could be setting aside their coat and their hat or whatever. And I don't know, not many people have hats anymore. Raincoat, umbrella, boots, whatever. Usually that happens pretty fast on a commercial. This podcast, I could take, you know, 20% of the episode, me talking, describing a commercial in an attempt to describe a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, uh, physical sensations, uh, feelings from something from the past, present, or future. Could be something you're going to, your life stuff, uh, noises, uh, changes in routine, travel, weather, whatever it is. Uh, what I'd like to do is distract you. Uh, to tell you a bedtime story, I guess it's more of a bedtime, bl- you know, bl- I'll be doing some blathering, the, the good kind of blathering, if it works for you. But really what I want to do is I want to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these uh, kind of lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones and pacing in an attempt to escort you or uh, accompany you or, you know, just be in your presence uh, blathering towards you while you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. Uh, I don't think I transport you. You know, that's probably one of the issues with these sleep solutions. This is more of like a sleep stuff. Like a, I guess you can't say it's sleep stuff because uh, that doesn't really make any sense, but it's like a sleep, I, I call it a sleep offering because it's here for you to use and to test out. I mean, not that different than a good, like a good pillow, you know, that you fluffed and you say, okay, well, that's my good, that's my favorite pillow. You know, if you listen to this podcast a lot, you know, my pillows are named, of course, one pillow, I forgot its name, Doris and Boris are my two pillows that are, uh, 
And then I have another pillow. Oh, man, this is going to make for a long night. From Could you imagine your podcast that puts people to sleep, and then you go and record a podcast, and you say something that keeps your pillow up all night? I got a pillow. I forgot its name. It's going to be the whole, I can't believe he, he sleeps on me every single night. He doesn't remember my name. I mean, what what else do I got to do? I support it. You know, he wants to stomach sleep. I get under his shoulder. He wants to side sleep. I get, you know, I'll go between your knees. Uh, whatever it is you want, Scoots. Can't even remember my name. Of course, he remembers Doris and Boris's names. I, I, and I don't uh, like I like I'll be honest with the audience and I hope you're not listening. I mean, these walls, I do have a lot of moving blankets on the wall. So maybe the pillow can't hear me. It can sense it, though, like just like why your, your pets wait at the door for you. They think pillows. Oh, now he's saying I'm just like a pet. I'm a pillow. What else? I'm not a dog or a cat. I'm a pillow. OK, why well, don't I, I really don't need to be kept up tonight with pillow guilt, uh, pillow shame. I think that's a whole, okay, let's keep a, let's keep on track here. But I was going to tell the audience, uh, if you could cover your pillow ears, I don't even think I, like, sometimes I forget stuff on this podcast and I say, well, I'm pretty sure I'll remember it. I, I don't even, like, that part of my, those brain cells are gone. Like, I can sense the part of my brain, even the synapses and stuff that are going there. And they've gotten to the the storage point, like that's a it's a bad sector, whatever you, whatever they say with those old spinning hard drives. They say, yeah, we can't you can't defrag that. Uh, you can't no no clearing that space back up, Scoots. And I say, well, that was where that pillow's name. I, th- I want to say it's Otis, but I know that's not correct. So I mean, I, I'll have some apologizing to do, uh, but, but so hmm. So this is I guess like it's a sleep offering. I found myself in a pickle here. I really feel bad about forgetting this pillow's name. I mean, here's here's some advice. Don't name your pillows. I mean, if this is what comes out of it. But I guess this is an example of why I make the podcast. I have, I am, I'm an overthinker. I got an underperforming brain that overthinks. And that's a bad combination. And also, you know, it, it misfires a lot. It's like more, my brain's more of a contraption, you know, than a, uh, I think that would be the exact way. You say, well, they said, what do you, when they were producing me, they said, what do you got left for that, 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 this, this, this cat's brain? They said, well, he's a human. No, yeah, we, we, well, he's got fur. We already put fur on him. We know he's human, but we didn't put human hair on his head. What what kind of what do you got left in the brain department? You got any of those prodigy brains? No. What about any of those uh, like extroverted uh, lover of life brains? We we got one of these contraption brains. The thing about them is we never know how we gave one. You know we've given them out. You know and and it's it's gone good. Some very small percentage of time it goes real good. Most of the time. But we got he's moving on that belt there. Just put the contraption brain in. We'll see how. So my brain's a contraption. Um, I hurt my pillow's feelings. Unintentional. I mean, I guess it's my fault. I can't remember. I guess it's my brain's fault. But I don't want to start, you know, dodging responsibility. It's my fault, and I'll deal with that. But so I have trouble falling asleep. Ever since I was a kid, I had a terrible time falling asleep. But the main message is whatever it is that's keeping you awake, whatever the spectrum of things... Uh, you know, I might not have experienced it, but I can relate to lying there in the deep, dark night, tossing and turning, staring at the ceiling and other stuff. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. If you've had trouble falling asleep, it's not pleasant. 
And I'm sure my pillows could be telling me that later when they say, hey, can we like, like, talk about a spurned, like, you could, like, uh, you know, we all have our romantic quibbles and things, uh, but I've never, I've actually never gotten into an argument with a pillow before. I've never had, had a spurned pillow. I've had many a spurned of other thing. So it's going to make for a long night tonight for me. Uh, <laughs> anticipating, because what if the other pillows, the, the like, imagine they're going to pull me aside and they're going to say, we really need to talk to you. And they say, well, are cushions and pillows in it together? Because I'll just sleep on the couch. And they say, oh, yeah, we're cushions. Well, cushions. Did you just say cushions and pillows are the same? No, I just said, are you, like, are you all going to be mad at me? Like, are anything full of stuffing is going to be, oh, yeah, just, uh, so I've managed to, uh, oof. So, yeah, underpowered, underpowered brain, a bit of a contraption brain, overthinker, though. So I have trouble falling asleep, and, and I know how it feels. And I really believe that everybody deserves a good night's sleep, and it's not easy. Uh, for some of us, it can be elusive and frustrating. And so I've been making this podcast. I guess you'd say it was in my spare time. It's pretty much it takes up all my time other than, when, like, a lot of my time, but... uh I started making about three and a half uh, years ago. Because I said, Jesus, like, uh, maybe some people would want, like, a distracting bedtime story to put them to sleep. A boar friend, a companion in the deep, dark night. Now, not everybody is looking for that. You know, and there's a lot of other stuff out there, a lot of other sleep offerings. Some are titled Sleep Solutions or whatever. This is, a, like, in the milder, you know, you, you look at it and say, well, geez, I don't know if I want to buy this or what, you know. Uh, but like, uh, so, so this isn't for everybody. And then the, 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 the general idea, but then you get to me and you say, did you say your ba- brain's a contraption? Did, could you, do you have trouble pronouncing the word brain? Yeah, I do. Creaky dulcet tones. It's, it's something like a sense of humor. That's strange and rambling, stuttering and nonsensical. Yeah, got all this covered. So so this is what I do, and uh, like, uh, so I hope it works for you. It works for the people it works for. Sometimes it takes a few tries. And, I, I mean, in all honesty, like, uh, I hope it helps you because, like I said, I've been there, and I'll be there tonight. I mean, if you got it, I mean, unfortunately, I'm recording this way before it goes out because it's got to get edited and everything. So I've already grappled with this pillow stuff, but if you have any advice, I see she's uh I really don't have time to scroll through the archives and li- oh, I almost I almost saw it in the name of the pillow. I think it was like an episode a long time ago where I had a pillow. I mean, this makes it worse probably, and it didn't have a name. And we took it to the place in the sky where pillows do get names, and it was such a meaningful event for me. I forgot the pillows that the pillow was named. Uh, like I said, I don't think I forgot it. I think those brain cells they just are on. Uh, sabbatical or something per maybe permanent sabbatical and i guess that would be the fault of my earlier lifestyle choices so maybe the pillow could be and i guess i'll say i'll accept it i'll say you know what pillow i'm sorry i hurt your feelings i guess i should have spent more time i maybe i mean i guess i don't appreciate my pillows like i should so maybe i mean and how about this you know you got mother's day you got father's day you got bird you know maybe this would be a place tonight uh and it doesn't have to be a grand, I mean, okay, now the pillows are coming in. They're saying, yeah, have a grand holiday for us. Well, maybe we'll start, let's start small. 
Tonight will be Pillow Appreciation Night. I mean, Pillow. Well, tonight will be Pillow Apology Night. Then we'll have Cushion. Then I'll do my Cushion Apology Tour. And then tomorrow night I'll have Pillow Appreciation Night. I'll, I'll fluff my pillows. I'll change, you know, I'll give them a nice washing of the uh, pillowcases and the pillow, whatever the other thing I put on them. Pillow encasements are. Maybe I'll pet the pillows. I'll, you know, I'll compliment them. I say, wow. You you know you know usually people don't say you look so lumpy like that but you do you are so lumpy deliciously lumpy might I say I love your lumps uh whatever what was your name again so and you know I'll do some I'll do some pillow arranging how about this I'll I'll tell you what I think I'm on a roll here like I'll ask my pillows what movie do you, we'll watch a movie what do you say they say, hey, jerk, we don't got any eyes unless you didn't notice. And I say, well, I could just, I could describe the movie to you. I do that all the time with the podcast. Uh, I just want to, you know, I just want to make my, I want to make you feel comfortable just like I do with the podcast. The podcast, it puts pillows to sleep. We do it with the pillow fluffing and petting and, a you know, a celebration of pillows. I don't think that's a good book title, but it kind of, uh, I guess it would be a poem. Uh, celebration of pillows, uh, fluffing, stuffing, duffing, bluffing. Maybe I should write the pep, you know, maybe I should do that. An ode to pillows. Uh, oh, a pillow uh, under my head. Uh, oh, I wish you would rise like bread. Pillow, 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 you mean so much to me. Pillow, pillow, pillow. I could never set you free, though, so so maybe this is a strange relationship, and maybe I should just move on with the intro. You're right, so I'll be doing my pillow, pillow apology and pillow celebrating later. But tonight, I'll be trying to take your mind off, so tonight we'll be talking about a, a, a Q episode from Star Trek The Next Generation, Deja Q. And you might be having a case of Deja Fugue right now, because you say, what in the heck? Uh, Scoots talked about his pillows before, but never like this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I could tell you, like, I wish I could say this isn't the first time I've had to apologize to my pillows, but most of the time I'm glad I found out tonight they don't have eyes. Thank goodness. So I guess I could take back all those apologies. Uh, but, um, anyway, main message is I'm glad you're here. This is a podcast. It's, it's good natured. It, it might, it uh, might not work for you, but I hope it does. Structure of the show, we're already pretty deep into it. Five minutes of business at the top of the show, 12 to 15-minute intro, which we're on the end of here. That sets the mood and, and helps put people to sleep. Some people fall asleep during it. Uh, and then we'll have the episode proper where we'll talk about Star Trek. I'll be here for about an hour uh, to keep you company in case you can't fall asleep or in case it takes a while. And you don't really need to listen or pay attention too close. I mean, clearly, I can't even remember the name of a pillow I sleep with every single night. And, you know, and if you can't, I mean, I think you can relate to I'm really having a feeling about this because I say, well, I don't know if I'll be, I'm going to really feel bad about this. I may have to, like, I guess a good thing, I don't have to look my pillow in, my, in its eyes. But, uh, so that's it. Uh, hope that makes sense. I, I, at the least of all, I hope I, I can make you feel welcome here. And I say this at the end of every intro because I mean it. I say, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you found your way here. And the next thing is I, I really hope I really work hard and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by.
Hey, patrons, this is a secret message from Scoots here for just a few let's support the show on Patreon. If you're listening to the Patreon feed, uh, you know, let me know you got this and uh, tell me because one of my legs is asleep right now. Um, and I hope you'll soon be asleep, but I appreciate you supporting the show so much. Couldn't do it without you. And that's the end of uh, this. Uh, this is transmission uh, by by Scoots. I'm just already my brain's thinking. I'm like, should I put the music bed under this? Uh, but we'll see. You'll be listening sometime in the future. Good night. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts uh, feelings, you know, time, you know, time passing, time, clocks, ticking clocks. That's the worst. Uh, like, but, uh, you know, I'm going to distract you from that. So just listen to me. It could be physical feelings, emotions, uh, thoughts about things I'm saying, or, you know, the past, the present or the future, whatever is keeping you awake. Like I'm going to distract you. And here's what I propose. Uh, like I said, I'm going to try to create a safe place, a safe place where you could, if I could, you know, a place where it's safe enough for me to mispronounce uh, things is ideally also a safe place safe enough for you to say, oh, I can, I can breathe here. There's plenty of space uh, with this podcast. I, I guess like, uh, I don't know, is it limitless space? Is space limitless? Let's not, yeah, let's not, uh. Let's not let's not investigate any of that kind of stuff. Holy Nietzsche. But uh, like uh, I guess there's a limitless space within this podcast for you to breathe. And I'm sure I send I'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm gonna use these creaky dulcet tones, a slow, languid play, pace, uh, you know, like the thick August air. You know, those two the when you the memories of a thick August air. It's humid, you know, because those are the ones where you're like, wow, it's so good. You know, when it's August and the air is thick, you say, this is what it was Scoots talking about. But right now you say, wow, yeah, languid like that. Yeah, because I want you to feel welcome. I want you to feel at home. If you're new, welcome too. Like double, I want you to feel doubly welcome. So let me tell you, this is a podcast to put you to sleep. Is by by podcast, it's like uh, I'm gonna be talking here, which you don't really need to pay attention. Whenever you feel like drifting off and falling asleep, go right ahead. So I won't. I don't want you to feel any pressure to listen to me. I'll try to get your attention and draw you in, and then just like humidity, you know, you'll trickle right through my fingers. You know, when the humidity's so thick, even when it's that thick. Uh, you know, that it relaxes your elbows and all those things. You really can't grasp it, uh, but you feel like you can. That's kind of like this podcast, listening-wise. So that's one. Also, so you don't need to listen, but you're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour, and we'll talk about Star Trek later. There'll be plenty of time for you to drift off at your leisure. Uh, the structure of the show, usually there's five minutes of business at the top of the show. That's kind of essential to keeping the show 
out at 12 times a week, 12 times a month in free archives and all that. And that's why we put it at the top of the show, because ideally you'll be asleep after that. But important to listen to. Then we have an intro, 12 to 14 minutes of me rambling and introducing people to the podcast. Uh, Then about 40, 45, 50 minutes of Star Trek talk and then some thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. You you know, if you listen to the top of the show and then you want to skip the intro, the timestamp is in there. And usually you say, okay, well, so I'm not, I'm not with you so far, Scoots. Tonight we're going to be talking about Star Trek The Next Generation. And usually I'd like to kind of draw, tonight we're talking about um, uh, The Offspring is the name of the episode. It's about uh, Data and his daughter, Lal, L-A-L. And in this episode they're having a conversation where Data says, uh, he's talking about struggle and purpose, and he says, uh, until I realized the struggle itself is most important, we must strive to be more than we are, lol. And I'm, you know, I'm paraphrasing. The effort yields its own rewards. It doesn't matter if we reach our goal. And lol says, you are wise, father. And Data says, it is the difference between knowledge and experience. And then Lal says, I learned today that humans like to hold hands. It is a symbolic gesture of affection. And so let's run through that. So, you know, like a lot of times you could, you, for me, I'm an overthinker. You get in bed, your head hits the pillow, and you feel like it's a struggle to sleep. But it's a strange paradoxical struggle because the more you struggle, the more elusive sleep is. We all know that. It's something that's really difficult to wrap, you know, wrap your head and your mind and your body around. And also, a lot of times your brain will get going. But what is then you'd be like, okay, I'm just trying to go to sleep. What's our greatest? What's our purpose here? Is our purpose just to struggle? You know, what about our true potential? And they say, well, the effort does the effort yield its own? What's when are our rewards coming? Do you, what is your experience? What is your knowledge? Let's run through our knowledge and experience of our, you know. He said, well, I just like to go to sleep, actually. I'd like to um, it just, and you, this is where kids used to suck their thumbs. You say, man, I wish I could just do that, but I know it's bad for my teeth. And then you think about the wall and data holding hands, and that's a nice thing. And you say, well, I can't suck my thumbs, but I could think about wall. That rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Wall, or maybe not. It kind of, it, it makes the tongue roll. It doesn't roll off the tongue. It rolls the tongue. And my tongue has never been on a roll, but uh, it's, been, it's been around a couple rolls. Uh, it, it, this seems to me really funny, even though it's totally honest. honest uh, you know, my tongue has been around. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Like, I, I'm trying not to crack up, but I just cracked myself up internally. But thinking about lol and data holding hands, this podcast is a little bit like hand-holding, you know, because when I say I'd like to help you uh, scorch you while you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep, a lot of times the image I have in my mind is an elusive one. You know, not that different than I'm talking about the humidity in August. But I do picture the two of us hand in hand and you kind of drifting out of my hand and across into this, uh, into the arms of Morpheus, uh, either figuratively or actually into the, to a nice deep sleep. And the reason is because you deserve it. You know, it's a lot of work being a human, being, an, being an android or daughter of an android, an android daughter that's an android sounds like a lot of work too. 
And you deserve a good night's sleep. You deserve some rest. You deserve some respite. As I said earlier, you deserve a vast expanse where you could breathe and rest easy. And that's what I try, what I try to create here. Now, it doesn't work for everybody. Uh, you know, I do my best, and I'll be here, you know, so if you have trouble getting to sleep, I'll be here the whole time. Uh, so, you know, I hope it works for you. Because yeah, I'd like you to have a spot where you could just chill out, you could listen to me, and then I'll start to drift away. And you'll say, well, Scoots went from making no sense to making sense not at all. You say, what did you, maybe I'm already falling asleep because he talks and his words don't. They say, well, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's it's like para-English. Uh, it's like paraphrasing an entire language. I'm paraphrasing the entire language. Yeah, poorly, and, you know, alliterating it, too. Poorly, poor, poorly paraphrasing. And it's paradoxical, too. In cheap, oh, cheap, the only form of alliteration we use is tawdry. Tawdry, you try to think of a T word, a TW word. Tight tawdry. Uh, in, uh, I don't know. Just trying to think of something that would turn it back in on itself and uh, be self-deprecating. You know, tight tawdry tangents, mostly that are like, but whenever I can make them a litter, if I will. Also, I don't, I'm, I, I'm pretty, I'm 65% sure I know what alliteration is, but only that much. So there's a truth to it too. And they could be tawdry, you know, a senseless sleep podcaster misusing alliteration. But, you know, when I say this uh, at the bottom of the show, or the opening here, I'm glad you found this podcast. Don't know how you worked your way here. I don't know if this is your 800th time listening or your first time. But it really it, it, it matters to me that you're here and you got the space to relax. Uh, I appreciate you coming by or trying the show or you heard about it. And you said, well, let me give that a shot. Or maybe you said, I got to get to sleep. Let me try this. Whatever it is, I say this uh, every time that I remember to say it because I mean it. I'm glad you're here. I really hope I work hard and I yearn. And I don't know if strive and yearn mean the same thing, but I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by. All right, good night. Uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever has been keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, you know, thoughts, thinking stuff, uh, physical feelings, uh, sensations, emotions, past, present, future travel, you know, whatever's keeping me awake, I'd like to distract you from that. Take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do is create a safe place, and the, my attempt to create a safe place will be uh, send my voice across the deep, dark night, use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, and, you know, so like uh, like uh, you know, extra words, just like you just witnessed there, unintentional uh like, uh, what do you call it when you're in a cartoon, when you're carrying too much, like this whole podcast is pretty much like a cartoon character when they're carrying too much stuff. Uh, cause when you're a human and you're carrying too much stuff, either 
you, you know, drop it or you get to, I mean, sometimes I do accidentally do comedic stuff uh, like a cartoon character. But I think if you look at the method, it's a me- more of a metaphor. Like cartoon characters, a lot of times it's boxes. Sometimes it's like bowls of soup or, I don't know, cartoon characters still carry too much stuff or now do there's so many, they have, well, I got a pack for that now. But where they're bobbling stuff and then moving it and then uh, moving it around, uh, I do a lot of that, mis- like bob- mismanaging and bobbling I don't think it's called Bob. Maybe it is. Is that bobbling? Hopefully you like, uh, I mean, also I think I'm like, uh, I don't think I'm very much like a bobblehead, but uh, my sentences, they tend to bob. I guess like, oh yeah, I knew I'd get to something because uh, like bobbing in the water. Now that is a smooth motion. So we'll come back to that. Also Bob Bobberan, but I don't think that's, that's a B.A., but if you're new here, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, a few things you need to know. I'll tell you about the structure of the show and the fact that there's no rules. The structure of the show, there's five, six minutes at the top of the show. That's the business and the credits and stuff. You know, if you're new, if it's your first few episodes, you can kind of skip over it. If you're a regular listener, kind of critical to keeping the podcast free, the archives free, and the show going. So that's an essential part of the show to keep it going. After that, we do a 12 to 14 minute intro, which is kind of like a show within a show that we're doing now. And it's kind of like a, to explain what the show is, introduce you to my bobble, the bobble method, you know, so you can you, you get your feet wet. Some people are brushing their teeth or rubbing their feet, ideally having their f- feet rubbed. Hello, are you listening next to me, partner? I'm talking to your partner right now. Uh, but you know, it would like, uh, I mean, I, I'm not sending them subconscious message. It's more of like a, a indirect subconscious inference or something. I don't know what that even means, but, uh, so then we 12 minute intro. Then there's a, a to, to, we talk about Star Trek for about a 45 minutes to an hour. And then the end of the show is the thank yous and the good nights. If you're also new, uh, you don't need to listen. This is a podcast. You don't need to listen to it. Don't feel any pressure. It's supposed to t- engage you kind of and distract you and kind of like be like, okay, I can listen to this. It's way better. I mean, the whole idea, I don't think I've explained this. The whole idea, one of the ideas, uh, definitely not to, there's no holes in this podcast or this podcast is full of holes with H, but very few holes with the W. Other than the whole, the whole is like greater than the sum of its parts because I don't even know all the parts of the podcast. But, uh, I, oh, the idea that you can't really think about and focus on two things at once. And it may be like this by focusing on my rambling and it's meandering and it's a slow, welcoming, calm, friendly pace. That's moderately funny and entertaining. Maybe that's like a little bit too much, but my ego's just going wild here. But this idea to put you at ease and you can kind of listen to me as opposed to like, for me, I'm an overthinker and I have a pretty big internal critic. Uh, so as opposed to listening to that and focusing on that, you just listen to me ramble because I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you don't need to listen to me. <laughs> I mean, I think that's like something we can both agree on, right? Uh, but I hope you listen just enough uh, to put you at ease, maybe to make you smile, maybe just to make your lips uh, put them in a neutral position. 
Uh, and then also, so it's a, it's also a sleep podcast, not a sleep solution. So you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep or be like, well, am I using this right or whatever? Uh, just listen and see how it goes. And ideally it will uh, help you fall asleep or take your mind off stuff. And, and I can be a kind of a presence to escort you while you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep into the sweet uh, uh, pillowy arms of Morpheus or whatever sleep god you prefer to um, spend your time with. Uh, you know, uh, what is, was that, a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man? That could be a modern uh, sleep sleep uh, sleep deity. So it's a podcast you don't really need to listen, and it's a sleep podcast that you don't need to feel pressure to fall asleep to. That's why I make the shows an hour so there's plenty of time to drift off. And uh, you shouldn't feel obligated to like the show or like me. You should just try it out and see how it goes. And I just realized I said should four times, which is like a no-no. So I guess, I mean, you can. You're well, welcome to see how it goes if you're new. The majority of listeners say, I didn't quite get it till episode two or three, my second or third listen. So just see how it goes, uh, like, uh, and, and I hope it helps you. So I say to you, close everything. But bobbing, I think like, well, there's bobbing for apples. Bobbing, the motion of bobbing is one of, I guess it is a gentle, sleepy motion. You have bobs. Uh, we have haircuts that are bobs. But I'm thinking more of like water-based bobs. Like, uh, I think those are things when you're fishing. Is that called a bobber or a floater or something? Or uh, the things between a boat or that you hook a boat up to. Those bob, and when they bob, it's a nice up and down motion with the motion of the water. You sometimes makes a nice a slopping sound. Uh, they can be able to feel gentle and easy. So, so that's a nice thing is bobbing. And uh, you know, you, you like it's it's a bit like rocking. You're right. Uh, so this podcast. Uh, I don't know. I, I just I just like bobbing. You know those bobs that you get. I don't know if they're called bobs, but they're the red and white things that you go fishing with. I don't fish as an adult. Uh, once you had to pay for a license, I think I stopped fishing because I, I didn't really do it that much anyway. Uh, but uh, I remember those bo- I remember those things. I think I don't know if they're called. They're sinkers and floaters, maybe when you fish, maybe. But I think those things are called bobs. Uh, they bobbed in the water, I'll tell you that much. Uh, I mean, that would be like my life is a bob. Like, uh, you just you sit around floating. That'd be pretty sweet. Uh, so, so you know, I guess that's the end of the bobbing thing. Also, this episode tonight's a TNG episode, Sleep with TNG. I do like to quote some Star Trek. Tonight, uh, Data said, uh, it's traditional to say goodbye to your friends, uh, and he goes, I never knew what a friend was till I met Jordy. He spoke to me as if I was human, and he treated me no different than anyone else. He accepted me for what I am, and that I have learned is friendship. Uh, and I think that's an important thing to think about at bedtime, and it is really one of the uh, lower-level philosophies of this podcast. You know, I use the term brain bots. I think one of the listeners came up with that, but unfortunately I don't know who or whom. For grammar brain bots, but you know the the idea that there's these droids running around in our brain. For me, a lot of them are hyper vigilant or hypercritical, and really they're just these unifunction uh, personality parts. Or if we just view them externally as brain bots, 
and they they're they're really in this protective role, but they're maladapted. You know, like uh, like you say, what do I, I got a brain? What do I need all these droids up in there? Well, we just run around in your brain worrying about stuff or criticizing. You know, sending out a lot of alerts and apps and and stuff. And they say, well, I'm going to go to bed now. They say exactly. So it's quiet. We want to read you our reports. Uh, and you know, tr- you know, we, we like uh, most of our. Well, do you have any good news? Like, do you do you do do, do, do brain bots do bedtime stories? They don't. Uh, but I think it can feel a little uh, antagonistic, at least for me, at bedtime when you got all these parts. You getting on your case, we'll say lately. And then you can, then I can fall into a trap uh, where it's like a you know debating or battling or shaming and say, "Well, geez, I wish you just leave me alone. I just want to go to sleep." You know, in the, in the, like, but this podcast, I try to take a different uh, tactic with that uh, of friendship uh, and say, hey, well, maybe it's, it's, maybe it's tough being a brain bot and only having this one function. And your function is this hyper vigilance function. Uh, for some reason, I have like 45. You'd think it'd be uh, one of those would be too much. Uh, but I don't know if it's my DNA or whatever. I said, well, we, Scoots needs about 45 of those. How many shame brain bots does a normal person need? 0. 0.5. All right, let's see if we could get scoots about 76 of those, too. So, but it can be hard, I, I would imagine, uh, like being a brain bot. And you say, well, I just got this one hypervigilance function, and that's what my programming's for. So I try to take, say, hey, well, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to help your brain bots uh, fall asleep, too. I'm going to be here to keep you all company. And I'm gonna be your boyfriend, like, cause you, you, like, I'm gonna try to put you to sleep, but you don't need to really listen to me. You can just kind of listen to me. You don't really have to fall, feel pressure to fall asleep, cause I'll be here till the very end, in case you can't. And, and like, I'll be working the whole time. It's not like at some point I stop and I just, uh, you know, read something like, like, like it's always. Like, I don't know. I, I do my best. I guess that's what I really mean. And I do my best to, because I care, uh, not just about all of you that are listening, but those little parts of us that are like uh, mosaic, like uh, like made from little broken pieces, you know, and they want to be part of this larger sculpture or whatever, you know, metaphor. Do you like that metaphor, Brain Bats? Because then I can put you in sleep. I'd have to put you in sleep mode, though, so you wouldn't be moving around at bedtime. I guess we could. We could just make a mosaic of bots, a bot mosaic. Uh, we could do that with a Raspberry Pi. Oh, you want to eat a Raspberry Pi? Well, are you a droid? I don't know. Sorry, I'm engaging your brain bot right now. Well, let me get back to your humans. I'm going to tell talk about Star Trek tonight. I'm hoping all of you are going to listen, the brain bots. Uh, you're human, though. So you can listen. I'll, I'll be keeping your brain bots in your company. Just drift off when you can. You know, I've been there in the deep, dark night, sleepless, clearly. So when I say this, I mean it. I'm glad you're here. I hope, I strive, I work hard, and I yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, so thank you so much for uh, giving the show a shot. Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, I'm going to try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, 
you know, stuff like uh, physical sensations, emotions, whatever's keeping you awake. I'd like to distract you or take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use creaky dulcet, lulling creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, like overindulgence, uh, long-winded descriptions, uh, friendly banter, a lot of things. Uh, like uh, if you're new here, here's the kind of structure of the show and a few heads up. And uh, so the first five minutes of the show, if you've been listening for a long time, uh, it's kind of critical to listen to because uh, that's how we pay our bills and keep the podcast going. If you're new here, it's just kind of the business part and the people that help out on the show. Uh, then there's an intro. Usually intros are like 12 to 14 minutes. Uh, tonight I'm going to try to make it a shorter intro just to um, uh, just because I just recorded the whole episode and it was pretty long. Uh, so I said, well, geez, let me try to keep this around an hour. Uh, then after this, uh, like I'll talk about Star Trek. I'm going to talk about the episode Imaginary Friend. And so maybe this won't be a short intro. Like, uh, but if you're new here, like, I guess, like, some listeners say bore friend. And I guess, like, I'm like, a, like your friend on the edge of the imaginary or something. Because uh, the whole idea of the podcast is you don't really like, like, the idea is that I engage you just enough, uh, so that your mind's like, uh, like you're not thinking about whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's, uh, you know, any of the things that could keep you up at night. You know, instead of focusing on that, just focus on what I'm talking about. Pretty good episode of Star Trek. Uh, lots to talk about. And imaginary friends are always a rich thing to talk about. But uh, also you say, well, Scoot's kind of, he talked about a 48-minute episode of Star Trek for 55 minutes. I say, yeah, well, uh, yeah, so you have, uh, you probably say, well, I don't know if I need to listen, because uh, obviously he's not just covering the interesting parts, he's covering everything. So it's a podcast that you only kind of barely have to listen to, you can only barely listen to. There's no half does in there, except like when there's extra half to like that one I just almost took out. But you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. These episodes are about an hour. And I'll be here the whole time. We come out three times a week, Tuesday, uh, Thursday, and Sunday. And we have a huge archive. Uh, so there's plenty of stuff. Uh, the whole idea is the podcast keeps you company. And I guess that kind of is like an imaginary friend. I did have an imaginary friend growing up. His name was Bill. And I have a whole episode where I kind of talk about imaginary friends. But, uh... I mean, for me, the imaginary, uh, the whole aspect of an imaginary friend is, uh, it's strangely and paradoxically, much like this podcast, the opposite of loneliness. Uh, like, uh, even when you're with your imaginary friend, uh, I don't know, like, and I, I guess you'd say, well, is it a cure or a symptom of loneliness? I'd say probably neither. That's why it's kind of a paradox. Uh, because your imaginary friend kind of, I don't know, it is this weird kind of sense of insight when you're looking back at it as an adult, I guess as a parent, maybe grappling with it, like it's maybe a different thing. And, and, you know, if you didn't have an imaginary friend, maybe you had something else. Uh, but I don't know, all my memories, when I look back, they're kind of vague and I look back at my friend Bill and, 
you know, asking my mom to move over, you know, please don't, Bill's sitting next to me, mom, or hey, what could you make an extra bowl of soup for Bill? Or, you know, Bill likes to go to bed at nine o'clock, not at seven o'clock or whatever, you know, uh, I don't know. I wonder how, you know, it happens with uh, the way our brains develop and stuff like that. But it's something uh, that made me feel safe. It, I can only speak for myself. Uh, that brought me security. And even though it made me feel less alone, I mean, that's a fact, uh, however you want to analyze it. And that's kind of the job of this podcast. Again, it's just a podcast. It's coming through your earbuds and you're not even in a position where you really need to listen to it that much. But I do work very hard on this show. And one of the things, like, is because I want you to feel less alone, uh, if I can, if that's something you're feeling, uh, like your companion in the deep, dark night. Because uh, it's just, I guess, and the reason I want that is because for me it was, uh, like, not the best feeling I don't know why I never called my imaginary friend when I couldn't sleep. I guess that's the thing. Like, uh, probably because we would have stayed up talking and got our flashlight out and read some comic books or something. But, uh, you know, when when I was a kid, I had a lot of trouble sleeping. Maybe the same time I had an imaginary friend, and I guess I never made that connection for it. Geez, so we could have used it. Bill, where the heck? Bill was out on the town, I guess. Uh, but I like, uh, when you, when you can't sleep and especially when you're tired and then you've got like a rigmarole going on, keeping you awake anyway, and you have maybe for me, I have like a lot of critical messages or whatever that I might be telling myself, uh, you can, even if you're not actually lonely and isolated, it can feel that way in those moments. And I guess that's the, the spirit of this podcast is that spirit I had with Bill where it's like, geez, like, uh, I don't want you to feel alone. I want to be here for you, your boyfriend, uh, this, uh, like, uh, a digital friend of yours that comes in and rambles, uh, keeps you company. And a lot of times this question comes up anytime I do a podcasting interview or talk about the podcast with other podcasters. Uh, like anyone that's a non-listener, listeners, I think get it, but like they say, geez, you work so hard. Like how many hours does it take you to make one episode? I say, well, an hour episode, all 20 hours of work probably, uh, they say, well, geez, but people don't even listen to the whole lot. And I said, no, there, there are some listeners that do listen to the very end and, and make it all the way to the end for them, but also like a, there's like a reassurance factor in there that the podcast is an hour. So I'm here to keep you company, whether you fall asleep or not. I don't know because that's what like a, that's what I, I want this thing to, to be special. I mean, I've been making it for 500 something episodes, and that's part of what what what, the, what makes it feel special to me is that it's here and it's kind of complete, not put together right. You might say it's complete, but maybe I didn't follow all the instructions. But yeah, I always get that. Like, how come, like, what's it like making a podcast and you work on it, but people only hear like the first 20 minutes or something. And I, I kind of like, uh, I guess that's a paradox too. I guess one of the few paradoxes I actually understand or maybe kind of get, I'm like, well, it doesn't matter if they fall asleep because it's there for them. I mean, the, the the metaphor I sometimes try to draw, which is usually a misparaphrased metaphor, is like, didn't like Walt Disney, 
And like the Pirates of the Caribbean, like say, uh, you got to put the pupils on those pirates' eyes. And like whoever said, well, you, they can't see, no, the people in the boat can't see their pupils from this distance. And Walt Disney kind of either said, well, either you, you don't get it or it doesn't matter. Like, uh, they can see it. Trust me. They might not be able to see it with their eyes. And that's what this podcast is like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. I think if you get what I'm saying, you do get what I'm saying. And that's why when I, when I make the show, I always say it's an honor because uh, it really is uh, to be your companion. Uh, to to be to try to help escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep to attempt to, to do that uh, to attempt to create a safe place a welcoming place uh, where everybody's welcome and it doesn't work for everybody like it's a bad guess to put you to sleep uh, and if you're new you might say well geez these are creaky dulcet tones this dude what's up with it and I'd say yeah give it a few tries I, I wish it worked for everybody. Uh, but it doesn't, but I hope it helps you. And I appreciate your time. And as I say at the start of every podcast episode, like, uh, I'm glad you're here. Not only do I hope I strive, I yearn, and I work very hard. Uh, so I hope I can put you to sleep tonight. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, physical sensations, noise. Uh, well, you know, a partner that's uh, perfectly asleep except for the drool they're drooling on your pillow that they somehow wrangled away. Uh, it could be bird, you know, bird, bird calling. Uh, it could be a bird called you. That's kind of baffling thing that would keep me up at night. Uh, you know, whatever's keeping me awake, whether it's any of those things or a bunch of other things that I've heard from listeners, uh, Whatever scheme you wake, I'd like to take your mind off that to distract you. That's what the safe place is, uh, distracting, welcoming. I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. I use a pace, you know, a pace, a pace I only use on this podcast. That's a good thing to bring my, my walking speed. I talked about, uh, racing thoughts, uh, Maybe I'll talk about that I walk too fast. I think I've talked about that on, on the on the show before. But let me get to the new listeners first. If you're new here, welcome. I'm glad you're here. I just want to kind of give you a structural thing. If, if you've listened this far, thank you. The first five minutes of the show, those are housekeeping and business. Uh, so if you're new, it's not too essential. If you've been listening to the show regularly, it's kind of essential that you hear that part of the show. Uh, and, and, you know, all the links and stuff are in the show notes. But that's the business. That's how we keep the show going. And then we have an intro, which we just started. Intros are about 12 to 15 minutes. Then we'll have, uh, like, tonight we're talking about Star Trek The Next Generation, Rascals, I believe. And so that'll take about 40, 45, 50 minutes. Then we'll have some thank yous at the tail end of the show. So that's the structure of the show. 
And the intro is extra long because some people use it to get ready for bed and some people fall asleep to it. It's become a show within a show or more of an example of, like, say, well, what skills, like, how do you put people to sleep? I said, well, let me just demonstrate. And actually, I don't put people to sleep. I, like, let me just, uh, let, me, let me tell you about the rules of the podcast. That's a good segue. Thank you. I don't know if that was a John August level segue, my, one of my favorite podcasts, uh, script notes. But uh, now I got, like, I got distracted. Every time I talk about people that I, like, I, uh, have an affinity for, I, I start blushing. But so, if you're new here, this is a podcast, which you normally would want to listen to the whole thing. Now, this one, you can have it on the whole time. You can just set a sleep timer, whatever works for you. But you can you only need to kind of listen. Like, kind of like, and I mean, let's be honest, our guard's down here. You're in bed. I try to be honest with everybody. There are times when you, like, you're not in the mood for listening. And usually, that's the kind of thing... They either you like a couple of things that maybe you feel guilty about it. Maybe it's an, an ad- adaptation thing. You say, well, I just want to, I don't really, I don't think this person actually needs me to listen to them. They might want me to, but you know, they're talking about whatever in, you know, maybe you get a lot going on. Maybe your mind's racing. My mind's always racing. So that's one reason I have trouble listening, but let me tell you my expectation right here. You don't need to listen to me. You can listen to be distracted but you don't got to feel bad about not listening you you don't have to feel bad about not, not having any idea what i'm talking about this podcast is here for you to take your mind off stuff so you can do with it what you will but it's also not a podcast to put you to sleep it's a podcast to keep you company maybe put you in a little bit better mood it to pull you out of the rigmarole of the whole the, i guess i can't i don't know i've overused like a the struggle to sleep or whatever you want to call it, the hassle, and maybe make bedtime feel a little bit le- less like that, a little bit less serious. Ideally, if I really, if, I, if I'm bringing my A game, or I always bring my A game, what, I don't even know what that means, but like, uh, like ideally, in a perfect world, I'd make bedtime feel delightful. I mean, it doesn't work for everybody, and this is different than a lot of stuff out there, especially because they say, geez, it, it's a... Uh, it's here to distract you, so ideally, like, I'm keeping you company, but you're not listening to me, but you're distracted because you're just listening to me enough and not to think about whatever's keeping you awake. And we're kind of walking side by side, but at some point we cross over the threshold from wake to sleep and you drift into the arms of Morpheus or whatever sleep deity you prefer or just, you know, giant, you know, giant bed. So if you're new here, those are the things. So tonight we'll be talking about rascals. Uh, and I think I wanted to talk about how I walk, my, my pacing of my walking. I don't, like, I don't pay, I, I don't do a lot of pacing, but I walk very fast. I'm, I'm not good at walking slowly. But despite case, I always try to stay, you know, stay remembering, <laughs> stay remembering. I try, I try to take my time, like, and, and go at a slow pace, uh, so this episode, Rascals, that's an interesting name because it's not really any rascal, rascally behavior in there. And there's the Little Rascals, which I think was it was a black and white thing, but it was on WPIX when I was a kid. And so I'd watch that. Usually I think the episodes consisted of them building, I think, I'm not sure if every Little Rascals episode had a, uh, 
like a soapbox derby car or whatever you call that. Go, what do you call those things? I think that's what it is, a soapbox derby. But I do think the majority of them involved that. Newspapers and, like, uh, you know, adults being— the Adults were always the rascals, and I guess that's the world we live in, you know. And whatever it can—what keeps me up at night is a little rascally, these rascally-like thoughts— I don't know what I could call them other than, like, little rascals. So that's one thing is, like, uh, they're always up to stuff. And I think uh, the little rascals were always up to stuff and not, nothing I can remember. I don't know. I think they were in a time before it was called precocious. Uh, I don't know when that word. And, and uh, now I think, like, uh, I think with the, the last Dennis the Menace movies, that went out of uh, the... Uh, vernacular precocious now it's a more of a i think it's a passive aggressive word and so we try to avoid those things here but i guess like uh it sounds very nice i guess that's why people use it in passive and say oh, that kid is just precocious and you could say that you scooch you know and i say you're right i may not be using it correctly i did like the little rascals uh, but like, I don't really remember much about it. And so, but this episode doesn't have to do with that. It has some child actors. And I guess if you were, whatever those, I can't remember the, the names of the, the other, like whoever takes over the ship. I want to say the Mitochlordians, but you think that's, uh, what gives you the force. Ferengi. If you're a Ferengi, you'd say the kids in this episode are rascals. And I would say to talk, I'd say that would be like a good quality of the Ferengi. They're rascally in a good way. Like they, they're rascally like behavior. Really, like that's one of the things I love. Like you'd say, like if you if we're having your gratitude list, talk about changing the subject. But uh, Ian, I did live in the age of the USS Enterprise, Star Trek Generation, Next Generation. I don't know. It's that twenty fifth or twenty sixth century. Like, and then I, like, and I had a podcast then, like, maybe I, maybe I was the gratitude officer. I mean, I wouldn't be on the Enterprise, be on the, uh, be on the, the, I wouldn't be on the USS, be on something, something else spanky, Uh, like held together. You'd say, well, yeah, but I, like, I could be the gratitude officer and I'd say, okay, gather round crew. It's time for gratitude time. Uh. We're, we're we're thinking of things we're grateful for for the Ferengi who keep annoying us, but uh, you know they have green they have sparkly green uh, highlights on their outfits. That's one thing I'm grateful for. They I like how they use their hand their hands are very expressive. Also their faces, but their body you know you could really see a lot with the Ferengi's hands. Uh, also, I'm grateful because they just crack me up. Uh, I don't know if it's the ego or what, what their ego or their it is, but they're usually in it for themselves. Also, if the Ferengi didn't have such a great impact on us, I'd say they don't know any better. If it, you know, if it didn't affect us, if we were, uh, if I was Q, if I was in that continuum. By the way, if anybody's listening from that continuum, I don't know if you've gotten my letters, uh, but you could just respond. You don't need to, like, unless all these strange things, you know, all my bad luck is like a letter from you. But if we were in the continuum, we'd just say, Ferengi, what, what do they get? What are you going to do? That's what they do. So I'm grateful for that. Uh, I don't like, uh, sometimes I guess like, uh, grateful for their boots. Um, 
Yeah, so th- that could be something. Um, like, so that could be something that comes up in this podcast. It doesn't come up in this podcast episode, but you know, those are things to be grateful for. And who would have known that tonight we will be talking about a Ferengi and it's like a, the way it's studying a fish tank. So that's the kind of like uh, things I'm going to be doing to keep you company. So if you're new here, I realize this podcast is like in the abnormal range. Uh, like here's a person who's, you say, what are your dreams, Scoots? Well, what, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I won't get into the academy. We've covered that enough. I don't think I would belong on a, on a starship except maybe to visit, but I could, you know, I could, like, I could see myself, uh, like, like having a podcast about, uh, one episode, maybe in the present day about things I'm grateful for from the Ferengi. You say, great, uh, you know, yeah, it's right beyond the stars or whatever they say, uh, space, the final frontier. So if you're new here, uh, that's what we're going to be doing, uh, like tonight. And then the show comes out Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Tuesday is usually like a story made up on the spot. Thursdays are written stories. They all have same long meandering intros, but the timestamps are usually in there so you can skip ahead. But the whole idea of the podcast is uh, that I've been there. Uh, I might not know exactly what you're going through. But I know what, you know what, you deserve a good night's sleep. And, uh, geez, it's rough when you can't sleep. And, and I feel bad. And for some people, this podcast works for, I could keep you company. There's some people that listen, they never fall asleep. I'm just here for them. Their boyfriend, their companion in the deep, dark night. Uh, but for a lot of people, I can be the one that takes your mind off stuff while you slip into slumber. And that's a, a role it couldn't be more honored to, to do. So, as I always say, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time, and I really hope I really work hard, and I really yearn to help you fall asleep, so thank you. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's giving you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, thinking, you know, thinking going through your head that's giving you awake, uh, feelings, uh, emotional uh, or physical, uh, to-do lists, uh, stuff that your brain says you didn't do, travel, noise, whatever's giving you awake, I'd like to take your mind off that. I'm going to create a safe place, as I said. And the way I'm going to attempt to accomplish that is by uh, sending my voice across the deep, dark night using these uh, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, wings of pointlessness uh, or paintlessness, uh, paint, I guess paintless wings, uh, and uh, like uh, meanderwear. I, I wear a special kind of undergarment called meanderwear, which enables extra meanders. And, you know, clothing has its own meanders anyway. It's not like, uh, otherwise you just wear like, uh, like, a, I guess a poncho. What's the least clothing that has the least, uh, here's a question. And, and I guess it, maybe I've asked this before. What's a pleat? P-L-E-A-T, I believe it is. I remember when I would buy pants for school or on the rare occasion I had neat pants to wear to some event, uh, 
I would go to a store, and for men's slacks, there would be a choice between pleated and non-pleated. And I always found that incredibly confusing. And even to this day, I do. I would be like, well, what is it like? Uh, and I think for a while I bought pleated, and then at some point I went pleat-free. Because I think it was just like, it seemed like like in the middle of, like uh, right where your hips are, there was just like a folded over stitch or something. Also, I don't fold, like if I iron my pants, I'm not ironing them down the middle. I don't know if it was just to assist in that, uh, like if you ironed your pants that way. I prefer my pants ironed uh, along the side seams. Uh, yeah, like, uh, I get enough, you know, my pants are going to get wrinkled anyway, so I don't need a natural wrinkle down the middle. Oh, going off topic, that's another way I create a safe place. But main thing is, uh, the way the podcast works if you're new, it's meant to take your mind off stuff. The idea is you can't think about two things at once. So if you listen to me, instead of thinking about or processing whatever's been keeping you awake, I'll try to tr- create a... Like, be just interesting enough to take your mind off of that and just soothing enough uh, to make you feel comfortable, to make you feel at home, uh, to make you feel welcome, to make you feel like a, a human being that deserves a good night's sleep. That's important. You're important. You're important enough not to have to listen to me for very long. Uh, so you, this is a podcast you don't really need to listen to, and it, it's to help you fall asleep uh, but it's kind of a paradox, too. Like, you deserve a good night's sleep. I'll be here to talk and distract you and take your mind off stuff and accompany you, just like we were walking side by side, until you drift off into dreamland, however long that takes. That's why these shows are an hour. They're also a complete episode. I mean, sometimes the shows are two parts. Tonight we're talking about Star Trek. Uh, because I also make the show for the people that can't fall asleep. That's where I was when I got the idea for this podcast. Uh, like lying in bed, just feeling alone and, and wanting a little uh, something to, to, to feel like, uh, I don't know, to, to change that feeling, to, to take me away. So for the people that, that can't, can't sleep, I'll be here the whole time. But that's also, I'll be here the whole time to give you, that gives you permission to, to not listen or to stop listening. I think that's a paradox. And if you're new here to the structure of the show, here's how it works. The top of the show is about five or six minutes, the very beginning. That's the business portion of the show. If you're new, not that essential. If you listen regularly, that's the most essential part of the show. And, you know, ideally, you, you maybe you listen to that tomorrow again or something so you know how to support the show. That way we keep it going. Uh, then we have an intro, which we're halfway through maybe. Usually the intros are about 12 to 14 minutes, kind of me demonstrating, you know, that uh, to give you permission not to listen and, you know, know, set the mood, I guess. I really uh, work hard to make you feel welcome and at ease. You know, probably give you a pretty good idea if the show is going to work for you, like uh, the second or third time. Most reviews say it takes two or three times, but this gives you an idea that the show's like lighthearted, a little bit silly, not very straightforward. I've got creaky dulcet tones. I don't make a lot of sense, and I'm a bit goofy. Uh, then tonight we'll talk about a great episode of uh, Star Trek Elementary, My Dear Data, and we'll talk about that for 45, 50 minutes or something. Then we'll have intros or uh, thank yous at the bottom of the show, at the end of the show.
So that's kind of how it works. Like, pleats or no pleats. You you know, like, this is the only podcast that, that uh, it has optional pleats. Like, otherwise, you got to buy your pants and you're stuck with the pleats. This one, and I mean that because you can listen all the way to the end. I'll be here. Or you could fall asleep during the intro. I'll be here to help you fall asleep. Uh, but it's a sleep podcast, but there's no shoulds. It's not like this is a like a a structured, rigorous thing where it should work for you by then or you should use it this way. You know, kind of like, uh, I guess that's how pleats work. I guess Johnny the Johnny Pleats or whoever invented the pleat is probably, you know, up there at Big Farm saying, I can't believe he doesn't know how to use the pleats. Uh, they said, well, if you made them optional, like, uh, you know, whatever, like button, button, you know, button pleats or something. Anyway, let's get off of pleats. So tonight we're talking about elementary deer data. And, and a couple of things I wanted to talk about in the intro, uh, Dr. Pulaski, Data, and Jordy are having this interesting conversation. And Data said something that plagues me at bedtime. He says to uh, Dr. Pulaski, are you able to cease thinking on command? Uh, and, uh, like, cause the, it, it, it's applicable to their context, but I said, well, no, I'm not, I'm not data. I mean, I do talk to data and the other characters a lot. And I said, that's, that's why I make my podcast. Cause that's one of the reasons I can't sleep is cause I can't just say, stop. Th-. I mean, that's what my parents would say when I was a kid and I could, well, why don't you stop thinking about school? I'd say, well, I can't, I can't stop thinking about school. That's why I can't sleep. Well, you, you could sleep if you stopped thinking and I'd say, well, I can't do that. And so that's kind of where the podcast comes in to take your mind off of stuff. In this episode, Dr. Pulaski said, in medicine, I'm almost uh, often faced with puzzles I do not know the answer to. And I think at bedtime, that, that could be tricky. Like, like this podcast, it's a puzzle you don't need to know the answer to. But a lot of times that's what drives my thinking is like trying to figure out the answers to all my puzzles and get certainty. Uh, but Pulaski also had this great little thing, uh, the dark flex, flex, F-L-E-C-K-S, that drive us. The dark flex that drive us. Flex is a great word, F-L-E-C-K-S. Uh, and they can be, you know, different than thoughts. But I, I, I don't know. I enjoyed those things about uh, that conversation. And I feel like, you know, I guess like my thoughts are fleck-like in this podcast. They're fragmented. Uh, they come in waves. Uh, they're a little bit, a bit tough to put together, and, you know, because you, you like flex. You can't use paint flex to f- paint, you know, though there's probably a way to create art out of them. I'm sure people are doing that somewhere. And it's tough to puzzle a solution from your fragmented pla- flex. Uh, now I'm the plex flex. Also, if, you, if you're in any rhyming things, remember flex, F-L-E-C-K-S, you can rhyme with X words, so that's good to know. You know, I'm no rhyming dictionary, but I, you know, I do, uh, I do notice obvious rhymes when they're out there. But I think that's it. If you're new here, give the podcast a few tries. Like, uh, I hope the show helps you fall asleep, because uh, I make it because I know what it's like lying there, uh, struggling to get to sleep, and... I also know the other thing, like, uh, my sleep's been on and off lately. And I also know that other feeling when, when you wake up with a good night's sleep, uh, and you slept through the night or, or at least you, you, you got to sleep and, uh, it, how good that can feel, uh, how, how much relief it can give you. 
And I truly believe all of you deserve that. And uh, it's one of the things that drives me to keep making this show three times a week and to keep going, uh, to be here, to try to help. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. If, if this is your first couple of tries, you know, give it a few shots and see how it goes. It doesn't have to work for you. It doesn't work for everybody, but I hope it does. And I say this almost every episode. I'm glad you're here. And I work hard. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Uh, well, this is time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is attempted to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts uh, running through your brain or, you know, whatever the thoughts do, the, the, your thinking stuff, uh, feeling stuff, emotions, uh, physical sensations, he, any, any of your senses. I don't know if we, we have five or six senses. I'm not sure. And uh, here, here's a quote. We'll, we'll get back to this. Is extra like is ESP based on another sense, or is it just you're really good at all your senses, or is that like a debatable thing? Maybe we'll talk about that for this intro. Uh, but so this, if you're new here, welcome. So this is a podcast of what you sleep. I'm going to try to create a safe place to distract you from whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, and the way I'm going to attempt to do this, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. They can be an acquired taste, uh, so and it is a taste you may acquire. So don't worry, give it, give it a little time if you're new here. There's no pressure. This is this is a pressure-free podcast, and let me tell you what I mean. If you're just stopping by, no pressure to listen to me. You you don't got to pay attention. There's no quizzes, no scheduled quizzes, no pop quizzes. And, you know, you know, you know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, nonsense in this podcast. So how could I quiz you? It wouldn't be fair. And you say, well, if we had an open book, you, my handwriting's illegible. So if we had an open book test, you'd say, I can't read your writing, Scoot. So see, I can't give you a quiz. And plus it's to help you fall asleep. So no pressure to listen. But this is the other thing that that's quite a little bit out of place. This is a podcast about you sleep. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. This isn't a sleep cure, not a sleep solution. I, I don't believe it's a sleep band-aid either. What it is is a sleep offering. It's something out there you can listen to uh, to take your mind off of stuff while you fall asleep. Uh, and and if, if you've been, if, you, if you're like me or a lot of listeners, uh, you've tried a lot of stuff and. Maybe you've had varying levels of success with those things. Well, this is like a bedtime story. Like if you called your friend on the phone or you had your friend over or your roommates or your partner or your be- bo how do you say that? Beau, B-A-E-U, you know, or your bae, is, is a bae, is a bae a formal relationship? I know that's like a few years old, but or is that like a bow? Are a bow and a bay interchangeable? Or is that like a more serious thing? You say, well, you're my bae. And they say, hey, no, 2012 calling. But we just like a, but, but whatever it is, like, I'm just your, your boar friend. Actually, I have your boar bae. <laughs> that never came up before, but I think that's what I am, your boar bae. If I'm using bae correctly, I could be your boar bow. It could be your boar bow. 
uh, your bow call, gentleman caller. That's too many. That's too much. Uh, but yeah, like, and what I mean by that is I'm here to talk, uh, to, to try to barely amuse you, uh, barely engage you just enough to take your mind off. Like I said, whatever's keeping you up or, uh, provide you with some company, some companionship, uh, so you can take a few breaths. You can sink deeper into your bed. You can say, hey, this kind of silly thing is here to here, here for me. And maybe to d- deflate some of the seriousness around bedtime. You know, that's what the goofy part of the podcast is, o- other than me just being myself. Uh, so no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour. Structure of the show, just in case you're new or you've been around. Five, the first five or six minutes of the show are, are the business section. Obviously, we got to have that up front. If you're new, you, you could kind of, you probably were like, what is this? Uh, but if, you know, if you listen regularly, it's pretty critical you listen to that part either tomorrow or you pay attention. That's what keeps the show going and keeps our archives free. But if you're new, don't worry about it. Uh, then we have an intro, which we're into now. And it, those intros tend to be like, uh, like around 12 to 14 to 18. Like they're, they're, it's a show within a show. There's some discussion on the Facebook group when I'm recording this around the intros. And I, I mean, I think it's just a mood setter. It, it, like, uh, I think a big part of the spike is when I say a safe place, I mean it. I'm trying to craft out a, it's not an audio environment, but, but to create a sense of safe place. And I think this intro, you know, some people start listening to it while they're brushing their teeth, while they're winding down. Uh, but the whole idea is to kind of set, set, say, okay, like not set your expectations because you, you, there's not much to expect here. Expect you don't need to listen and expect you're under no pressure to fall asleep. And expect like halfway through the intro, right around six minutes, I'm going to go off because remember I was talking about ESP in the senses. I mean, this podcast is full of senselessness. But what, So the five senses, give me a second because to touch... Sight, sound, taste, it feels the same. I only have four, smell, touch, sight, sound, smell, and taste. Are those the five senses? So then you have uh, ESP, they call it, extrasensory perception. Does that mean you have an extra sense, which is, or is it just a, like you got extra, like you got a, like a, you're like really extra sensory, or it's, I guess it's perception beyond the senses. Oh boy. Whoever came up with that must have anticipated people like me trying to figure out what it meant. So it means perception beyond the senses. Man, I get, and I, and you know, I did take four semesters of Latin. Isorum is, you know, that's what my professor would say. The poor, poor professor, poor Latin professors. Uh, so I guess I, I thought that would take up the rest of the intro, trying to figure out if ESP was referring to having an extra sense, but I guess it's extrasensory perception. But what's perceiving then? I don't want to get into any existential questions, but how do we perceive, if if it's not a sense, what's what's the, you know, so I don't want to uh, call uh, Garbanzo on this one, but uh, also anybody with ESP probably knows that this may be the first time that word was used in this context, but that's fitting. I don't want to call Garbanzo on it, but you could start using that tomorrow if you want, or yesterday if you have ESP. But if you don't have a sense, how, how do we perceive things, uh, right? Like, uh, it, 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 hmm, I think I'm on to something. So 
you're if, if, like because uh, it would be so there's probably and there is a sixth sense they say that i've heard that term used in movies uh in other discussions the sixth sense so then it would be perception like extrasensory extra sense sensory essp it should be extra an extra sense a a e s e s p but then you probably wouldn't need the second an extra sense uh, perceiving via an extra sense pv perceiving via do we need an a for the an or can we just skip that pv pvs uh, per, perceive perception via Oh, e e v s p p v e v s or something. I wonder the like uh, instead of the X files, it'd be the question mark files. The sco- scooter, the question mark files. Perception via an extra sense is. I mean, I don't like. I, again, I'm not a. I'm not a, a, like. A, I'm into alliteration, but uh, is it, do I have a point or am I off point here? And what, here's a question that raised some controversy. You think our lymph systems involved in this sixth sense? Uh, you know, if you listen to podcasts for a long time, you know I, I love any systems in the body that start with limbic system, your lymph system. Uh, but like, is that still a thing that we don't know what lymph? They've heard that people tell me that we know what lymph does and stuff. But, uh, you know, I still don't, uh, I'm still not positive on that. I still have to read the data on that. Uh, that could be involved in, in, in my imagination, at least. Uh, I think also the mitochondria probably have to do with the, the six and seven senses. And I'll tell you what sense I'm always looking forward to, to is the sense of delight. That is what I'm striving for. And I know I realize I took a bend and now I'm trying to drive the car back onto the main road. But, uh, so like, uh, yeah, that's, uh, like, uh, like, what was I talking about? Well, yeah, well, I guess that's what I strive with the show in, in strive means, uh, shooting for the stars, it, like, like a, a pinnacle I don't always reach, but, but my dream would be at least occasionally to make bedtime feel delightful for you, whether you listen regularly or you're a new listener or you're like, yeah, I already loathe this guy. This guy, and I say, well, okay, I, I can respect that. Uh, believe me, my hobby's self-loathing's at the top of the list, so do, don't worry about it. But, but 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 I really work hard and shoot for that. Is a sense of delight, and when I like, uh, and the reason why is, I think these podcasts we go back to, whether they're whoever they make them, whether it's a feral podcast, a Radiotopia podcast, a Night Vale podcast, independent podcasts, a Max Fun, Earwolf, whatever network you prefer, your public radio or TV or movies, uh, and I think of a show that that does it doesn't get made anymore, mystery show, and I'll point it out because it's not getting made anymore. That means it makes it easier on me. Is there's just a level of delight that was brought to me by stuff that I like sometimes, but I think it's like one of those things you can't quite put into words. Or Doughboys, it's a podcast. When I listen to it, I find I, 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 maybe not every time, but most of the time I feel delighted. So uh, I don't think I get there too often, but that's where I'm trying to go, because then you can say, "Whew." 
Oh, maybe you don't know. If you, boy, I guess with this bag, you see, geez, I don't know if I felt delight. Uh, and I'd say, well, groove is in the heart, if you don't mind me punning up some music. <laughs> you say, but, uh, oh, boy. I'm totally, and I said, oh, boy, a bunch in here. But I think you know what I mean. And I think that, like, uh, I don't know, that's what I want for you, because I know how hard it is to fall asleep sometimes. I know what it's like tossing and turning. And I kind of want to shoot for the opposite of that, because uh, you deserve it. You, you, you know, being a human being is not easy work. And it's, you know, fraught with stuff. I think that's what, I don't know if Immanuel Kant said that or who, but they said being a human being is fraught with stuff. Maybe they said fraught, I think that sounds more like Walt Whitman, frothy with stuff. Oh no, that's what he, that's like the one time I was with a Walt Whitman character actor and they, they said, uh, I would say, well, let me buy you a coffee. And they said, they said, I'm not ordering a coffee frothy with stuff. And the flex of humanity, I said, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, so anyway, enough philosophy. Uh, as they say, everybody gets, if you're new here, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. I mean, holy macaroni. I've got, you know, garbanzo, you know, I'm pulling a garbanzo here. I'm gonzo for a garbanzo, and that doesn't even mean anything. But what means a lot to me is, is, is trying to help out who I can. And here's what I say every intro, because I mean it, except for the times I forget to say it, but I still mean it even when I forget it. I'm glad you're here. I really work hard, I yearn, I strive, and I hope I can help you fall asleep. Thank you so much for coming by. All right, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you... To sleep, we do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, things that you're thinking about, uh, so thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, like either emotions that, that you, you know that are traveling through you, or uh, physical sensations, noises, changes in routine, travel, uh, stormy weather. You know, that could be something like uh, in the summer season. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off that. The, the, the safe place I'm going to try to create, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. To, to, like, I won't be tuning up. Uh, I don't know, I guess, like, I'm slightly out of tune. But, but, like, it, it's been that way. I guess because I'm not a musician, like it, like I'm, I'm both undertuned. Can you? Is it called overtuning and undertuning? This isn't j- a joke either. Like when you say, but you pluck the string and then you move. You know, whatever you go, bing, 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 and then you move it. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, I know some people do that by ear, and some people use a device. I mean, I would say I'm out of tune, but then I would never know. Like I could be sitting there all day, like like be like, okay, now I'm overtuned. Now you're under too taut, not taut enough. Uh, T a u, that's a podcasty word. Taut. Uh, also, I guess that's a good end. It, like if I wanted to talk, like one of my aunt, my aunt from long, taut. I thought I taught you uh, how to tune this thing. I didn't realize that's a good N word for that particular uh, 
voice. Uh, anyway, so if you're new here, I've got a bunch of different techniques. No, like they're all so ineffective uh, that the, the, I'm effective in my ineffectiveness, uh, and I'm affectionately ineffective. That's just, that's the key to the podcast. To be honest. I try to bring some affection, some plutonic safe affection with plenty of boundary space uh, because I've been there, sleepless, uh, so I know what it's like tossing and turning. In this podcast, it doesn't work for everybody. It's a little bit different, a little bit silly, trying to make bedtime a little bit less stressful and fun. And also take the take the load off. If you can't sleep, I'll be here the whole time. And my affection springs from that to be like, geez, I know what it's like lying there. And if I could relieve that at all, it's you totally may honor because I've been there uh, as a kid and as an adult. Uh, so if you're new, I guess that's it. Affectionate ineffection, the Sleep With Me podcast. Uh, it, that doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Ineffective, affectionately ineffective uh, and ineffective, whatever. And I'm not even sure what invectives are, but I might have a few of those as well. But if you're new here, let me set the structure up for you. So the show opens with about five or six minutes of business because we do that mostly at the top of the show and the credits. And that's how we keep the show free and the archives free. So essential part of listening, if you listen to more than one episode, if you're new, you know, not as important. Then we're like a few minutes into an intro, which usually the intro is around 12 minutes uh to demonstrate my affectionate infectiveness or, you know, maybe hopefully it is a little bit infective, uh, you know, not like in, in the thought way you say, okay, I can relax here. Scoots is trying to carry me off into dream. Well, I'm, I'm not actually carrying you off, uh, like physically, like I'm more escorting you and you can drift off across the threshold from wake to sleep whenever you're ready or whenever you, you, it just happens to happen. So the intro is kind of like a, like a lot of people. Some people use it while they're getting ready for bed. Some people fall asleep during it. Some people skip it. Uh, and some people listen to it during the day. Or some people use it when they wake up in the middle of the night. So there's really no prescribed way to listen to this podcast. I mean, it's like, uh, so like uh, there's not a lot of shoulds around here. It's a podcast that you don't need to listen to. You only got to kind of listen it's a podcast where I'm doing my best, but my, you know, my best is affectionately ineffective. Uh, and you don't need to listen to it, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. That's why the shows are an hour, because I'm here to keep you company. I'm here to be your companion, your friend in the deep, dark nights. Uh, and tonight we'll be talking about Star Trek The Next Generation, the episode The Tapestry. And there's a great good quote in that episode uh, at the very end, actually, because I said, why did they call this the tapestry? And John Lucas says it at the end. He goes, uh, he's talking about the past, which can come up at bedtime for a lot of us. And he goes, geez, there's parts of my youth I'm not proud of. Uh, loose threads, untidy parts of me I would like to remove. Who can't relate to that, right? I don't know if you could hear that. My hands were clasped and my wrist cracked. I was so I was so emphasizing that point, uh, and I'm still clasping my hands. Uh, I don't know. I'm in a hand clasping mode. Uh, but when I pulled back to Jean Luc, uh, but when I pulled on one of those threads, it unraveled the tapestry of my life. 
And I'll tell you, for me, at bedtime, it does feel like there's a lot of uh, pulling of threads, uh, like uh, w- like with the different parts. Maybe say, okay, I'm ready to go to bed now. And all these little, like all these little strings, they start pulling themselves. They say, hey, hey, remember that? Remember this? Why didn't you do this today? You never got that done. You never followed through on that. What about tomorrow? Oh boy, let's think about that. Don't mess with that. You know, all these different, uh, like a litany of string pulling. I like using the word litany every few who, uh, they just like that word. Uh, I don't know why, but, uh, anyway, like, like where it's, it's a lot of things tugging at your, uh, not just your thoughts, but your feelings and somatically for me, like my physical body almost. And that causes the tossing and turning, which causes it like, well, should I try to resolve these problems? Should I just tell my brain to be quiet? Like, for me, that that's the rabbit hole I descend down. This podcast offers an alternative. Uh, uh, like, let's take a breath here and picture just a fuzzy, friendly rabbit. Because uh, you could listen to me and follow my rabbit. Because like, you hear about these rabbit dens. Uh, and I hear, I hear they have a lot of twists and turns. But they also have nice den-like areas that are nice and warm where all the rabbits can snuggle and rest. And ideally, the story and the intro both do that. Like, uh, So I'll be talking about Star Trek coming up in a few minutes. Uh, but I'll go on a twist. I'll go on a tangent. I'll over-explain. I'll slow down. I'll do, do talk about the dialogue. At any point, you might say, well, I'm not going to follow Scoots. Any, you know, I'm going to check out this... Uh, Look at all those, I wonder if I could put my head on that rabbit's side. Oh, this is nice here. Nice r- rabbit breath. And, uh, and ideally, you don't even notice. You're listening to me. You stop thinking or you've been distracted. As you think about, like, how about, I wonder if they sell any tapestries of Jean-Luc Picard, because I would like to have one of those on my wall. Uh, especially one, or actually on the wall of my castle. That would be cool. If if you had a castle and then you have a tapestry of Jean-Luc Picard, like that is, uh, I don't know if that's, is that meta or ironic? I don't know, but it would be cool. You'd have it in your, like, the Great Hall. You'd say, yeah, this is, what's that giant tapestry on? What's Jean-Luc Picard? Enterprise, you know, to, to Star Trek The Next Generation. And yeah, in the halls of heroes, they have other tapestries of, you know, Data, Worf, uh, Roe, Riker, uh, Guinan, you know, all my peeps. Uh, they say, okay, interesting. And I say, yeah, I like a little bit of, like, I like a, like a, like a great, I like to live in a castle, but with tapestries from uh, modern TV shows. Uh, so yeah, where do you buy your tapestries? Well, I I, I like at uh, tapestries, tapestries, tapestries. This is where I usually shop. Uh, that's where I, you know, that's where I like to do most of my tapestry purchases. Uh, anyway, anyway, so I guess I got off tangent there, but uh, I was on a tangent. But so if you're new here, that's the structure of the show. We talk about uh, the next generation on Sundays. On Tuesdays, we have. Uh, like a bedtime story or something like a bedtime story. And then Thursdays we have like a bedtime story based on that, like on a, that's part of an episodic series. And this podcast a little bit different than other bedtime stories, bedtime stories for grownups, uh, just my particular brand bedtime story, which is like a, like a oddball 
meandering, if ineffective, uh, it maybe has invectives, but it's infectious, infectiously, hopefully like the, the boar giggles part are like infectious where you say, wow, like think about it, like, uh, like, uh, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people are listening to this at the same time you are. So you're not alone, and while not everybody that's listening might be dealing with the same thing you are, uh, almost everyone that listens is struggling somehow with with either getting enough sleep or getting rest or, or, or just feeling a sense of safety and quiet. So as, 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 as alone as it can feel, you know, there's a lot of other people right this moment listening to my voice right now uh that are that are with you in some way and uh so i don't know if that helps i i thought that was one of the words that rhymes with infective or vective connective it's connective uh it is uh and most of those people like me can relate to how it feels uh, we may not know exactly what it is uh but we can relate and that's why i make this show because i tried other stuff for me like, you know, all the other sleep stuff. And I said, geez, why isn't there something a little bit like a, a bit? I'm a bit of a goofball. Why is there something like that? And I, I said, why? Well, I have fun telling stories like that. Let me try it and see if I can put people to sleep. And it took a few hundred episodes, I think, to get it, get, get a good groove on. But we, you know, we worked our way there. And some people have been along for the whole ride. And, and if you're new, I'm glad you're here. You know, give the show a few tries. It doesn't work for everybody, like I said. But most of the people that write reviews say, geez, after the two or second or third time, you know, I, I was able to let down my guard and, uh, you know, it, it started helping me out or, or made me smile or I couldn't fall asleep, but, it, but I, I, I could listen to it and it kept me company in the deep, dark nights. So whatever it is, like I said, like I say, every, almost every intro, I'm glad you're here. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. So thanks so much for coming by. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast. It's here to put you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, you know, th things you're thinking about, uh, physical feelings or sensations, emotions, you know, changes in routine. Summer can do that to you. Ups and downs, upsy daisy. What is upsy upsy daisy? That's when okay, we'll go we'll 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 touch on that. We'll get back to that for this intro, believe me. Might even have to put out my pull out my soapbox for that. I mean, once I figure out what it means, uh like is it how's it how did a day you sometimes these things boggle me. Oh, you old phrases, you so can you confuse me even more than normal phrases. Is that are you upsy daisy? Are you a colloquial colloquialism? Upsy Daisy, how do you feel about me talking to you? Are we talking in the first person or the third person? Anyway, let me get back. Upsy Daisy's here live in studio now. Uh, Upsy Daisy, excuse me, I got to reset for the new listeners. Well, not even reset, set, set. 
excuse me, new listeners, I don't realize I just had a, uh, I don't know if it's a colloquialism or a saying or something trite, whatever. Uh, what's the other one? Is it? Are you an idiom? I, mean, I think Upsie Daisy just called me an idiom, but replaced something with a T. So if you're a new listener, here's a, I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's giving you wake. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, you know, slow, over, you know, over exp- explanations, over easy, extra long, over, not over hard, uh, over medium. Hey, Dale, Dale Cooper likes his eggs over hard, I realized. Uh, uh, but anyway, not important. Uh, not important stuff. There will be a lot of that filler. Actually, there's not a lot of filler, but it's, you know, the podcast is filled to overflowing, which you, you say, what did you put it like? Just like when a kid or when I was a kid, and I liked filling, I like filling stuff up, like containers uh, with stuff. And then it would be overflowing, usually liquids and solids, sometimes inside. That was about worst ideas. I think I talked about it a while ago. But Upsie Daisy's here. It, like, I just like it. But I'm going to fill this podcast overflowing with stuff. Uh, stuff to the brim. Filled to the brim. I'm the first person to stuff it to the brim and then fill it to the brim. A bolt. Uh, usually people don't stuff it to the brim, but I do. And the whole idea is to send my voice across the deep dark night to keep you company while you fall asleep, to distract you and escort you, walk side by side with you while you cross over the threshold from wake to sleep, hopefully floating into the arms of sweet, sweet Morpheus or Barky, you know, my fa- one of my favorite old gods, old and new. Uh, but if you're new here, here's the structure of the show, just so, just so I could set you up uh First to five or six minutes of show or business. If you're new, not that important. If you're a regular listener, it's essential, you know, to keeping the show free and the archives free. So make sure you check that out, you know, to, 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 you know to, before you fall asleep or tomorrow. Uh, then we have an intro. Intros are about uh, 14 to 12 to 13 to 15 to 11 minutes or so, or somewhere in between there. And, uh, then we'll have, uh, like, I, I don't know, this, this is, a, I'm, I'm, there's some, this will be for the Game of Thrones season, this intro, but our Game of Thrones episodes are so big that it, like, uh, I have to record them in, in chunks, uh, but usually for the Game of Thrones we'll have, we'll talk about, we'll have an intro first for 12 or 15 minutes, we'll talk about the episode, well, 45 minutes or so. We'll talk about facts that came up in the episode for 10 minutes or so. I'll talk, check in with Tom and Pounce, and then uh, we'll hear from my prayers to old gods in the new. And then we'll do some thank yous. So uh, the Game of Thrones episodes are pretty epic lengthwise. But you don't need to listen. This is a podcast that you could listen to if you need to. You can listen to it right now as it takes your mind off of stuff. But you're under no pressure to listen, uh, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. This is a podcast to put you to sleep that, that may put you to sleep. It'll be your companion here in the deep, dark night. If you can't fall asleep, I'll be here the whole time. And uh, that's it. But I'm a little distracted uh, because uh, that we have Upsy Daisy in the studio. Now, Upsy Daisy 
I was just in the middle of a podcast intro, and somehow you came up, and I, uh, when I say you, also I've never had a phrase in studio before, or saying, or, or you know, a collection of words uh, just sitting sitting on the stool here. Like, do you mind me saying, uh, since it, since I like uh, like you, you look fabulous. Uh, yes, like uh, Upsy Daisy, you sound fabulous. But when I picture you in my mind, your meaning, I'm picturing someone tossing a baby up in the air for for fun, and the baby like smiling and stuff, uh, and saying Upsy Daisy. Is that what is that what you uh, okay? I guess phrases can't really speak. They can only, uh, yeah, so I don't think that's a good idea. I guess that was my whole point. I don't know why I asked, no offense, I don't know why I asked you in the studio. Oh, I do know why. Excuse me. Sorry, I didn't mean to have you stand up, especially for a phrase. That's not easy. But I was saying, like, as soon as I thought about that, I thought about that, um, that thing. I don't know if it's a nursery rhyme, rocking. A rock by baby on a tree. How'd that baby get in the tree? I've been meaning to ask somebody. Do you have any connections to Mother Goose? Was that in a Mother Goose treasury? You don't know. Let me just, in case anyone tuned in like this, I'm here uh, live with uh, Upsy Daisy. A collection of words or letters, depending on your, or two words, Upsy, Upsy, Daisy. Not positive upsies a word, uh, but it is a lovely collection of letters here. And we're talking about uh, getting to the bottom of this baby uh, that was getting rockabied up in a cradle on the treetop. Uh, do you know who left the cradle in the treetop, Upsy Daisy? You don't have anything to do with that. Well, that's suspicious. Did you change your name from, like, uh, since Upsy, we're pretty sure isn't a word. I'm not even sure. Is it S-I-E-U-U-P-P-S-I-E? Okay, you're not answering. You're not going to answer all my questions. Uh, maybe I could get this on the daily. I could see if uh, Michael Barbaro really could get you on what, 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 uh, saying it wrong. Okay, well, back to you because this is where the pressure's on. So, Upsy Daisy, you don't know about that. Do you know? Do you have any bedtime tips for our listeners that are trying to fall asleep while you're here? Uh, oh, that does help. A comforting fun for a baby with steady motion does help. Okay. Well, let's imagine, uh, Upsy Daisy, do you mind if I put you live asleep, to a sleep? Uh, collection of words and letters getting put to sleep live on the air here in studio with Upsy Daisy, pretending we're live on the radio just for just to seem more professional since Upsy Daisy's here. And Upsy Daisy, I don't know if you have eyes, but I want you to close them in the listeners. This is a podcast that puts you to sleep, and it doesn't work for everybody. A little bit strange, a little bit off the beaten path. But I want you to imagine you're a little sailboat, Upsy Daisy. And there's gentle waves, but there's big ones. But you're not doing any crashing, but you go up one wave, Upsy. And you go down, so I don't know why they say Upsy Daisy. Do I have the right phrase? Did I invite you in studio? Uh, like, uh, is it really Upsy Daisy? Like, why is it Daisy? It's just your name. Okay. I don't think it's your name, though. It's actually like you have a meaning. Maybe. Or maybe, I, maybe I'm the mixed up one. Well, I definitely am the mixed up one. You're right, Upsy Daisy. But I think that would be good. You're up on the wave. You're Upsy. 
You're going down your daisy. Yeah, that's very sleepy day. Up sea, up the wave. And down daisy. Hey, everybody. So I have Upsy Daisy. He's asleep in the studio here. So if you're new to the podcast, this is a little bit strange. Uh, I'm, I'm also petting a set of words. I feel like I'm on Sesame Street now. You know, when you're in front of the rock wall and the words come by sometimes, uh, or at least it's Sesame Street in my brain, which is uh, probably Sesame Street Junior. They didn't have that, but they, like if I like they would have it for me. But if this is a podcast to put you sleep, it's a podcast to put you at ease, just like up see Daisy. Sorry, I moved in my seat. I was afraid I woke up see Daisy up or up see Daisy up uh, see up see Daisy up up see. Sorry, I'm having trouble getting out of this. I'm in a word circle. See Daisy, don't say up, up, see Daisy, don't say P-U backwards, Scoots, thank you. So it's a podcast to which you put you at ease, take your mind off stuff, doesn't work for everybody. If you're new, give it a few tries, no pressure, no pressure at all, no pressure to fall asleep, no pressure to like the podcast. It's here for you to try out. But give it a few tries. A lot, a lot of listeners say, hey, for the first time, I didn't know what was going on. There's some, uh, this is fine to call me, this uh, some buffoon talking upsy-daisy nonsense. But then then the next thing I knew, I fell asleep. So maybe that'll be you. I hope it is. You know, podcast is free, you know, free to try. And then optional to support it via our sponsors or, or, or listener support. So no pressure at all. Upsy Daisy is so calm here. Makes me feel lazy, Upsy Daisy. See how see I did that? So give it a shot. Give it a try. See how it goes. I appreciate you coming by. I say this every time. I really work hard because uh, I really want to help you fall asleep. asleep uh, like not a streep. A Meryl a streep. Uh, Upsy Daisy, were you ever pay, played by Meryl Streep? Upsy Daisy's asleep. Okay. Well, uh really yearn i really work hard and i really want to help you fall asleep uh so thanks a lot uh, good night uh hey you will night tossing turning mind racing trouble getting to sleep trouble staying asleep well welcome this is sleep with me the podcast that's here to put you to sleep we do it the bedtime story All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what am I going to attempt to to, to do is say, uh, what am I going to is first pronounce it going to attempt to do. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, uh, physical feelings, uh, emotions, you know, changes, travel, schedules, uh, temp- temperature. That's one, you know, t- temperature, temperature fluctuation, not a temp- temperature fluctuations or non fluctuate, you know, just a steady temperature. Whatever's keeping me awake, I'd like to take your mind off that. What I'm going to do, or the way I'm going to try to establish a safe place, one, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use these creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, like natural or what's the difference between natural and organic when it comes to uh, accidents? 
the organic accident. Uh, the the uh, what was the other word I said? Accidental to because there was the accidental tourist. Yeah, that was a movie like uh, when I I think when I was a kid, or maybe not. I don't. But anyway, like uh, organic or natural mispronunciations. I, I guess you could say accidental. And like, uh, if you're new here, let me like one. I hope you're. I, I'm glad you're here. That's one thing. Welcoming. I'm patting it. I haven't said this in a while. I'm smoothing. I'm rubbing. I'm smoothing. I'm patting it down. Safe place. Uh, it's a safe place. It's here just for for you. And structure wise, if you're new, I'll do this one fast. First five minutes, six minutes of the show is business because we got to got to have it up front. It's a sleep podcast. If you're new, you maybe you weren't even listening. You were just kind of like, "What is this?" Uh, if you're a regular listener. Tomorrow, when you put your hand on the fridge or your finger on the coffee maker, uh, see, geez, what was, who sponsored sleep with me last night? Let me look that up on my phone or try to remember the mystery bard song. That way you could, you, that way you could keep, you know, that's what helps keep the show going, pays the bills and keeps our giant archives free. So it's the first five or six minutes. Then there's a 12 to 15 minute intro, which we're a few minutes into here. Kind of a show within a show. At the beginning of a show, or towards the beginning of a show, about a show, where I can explain how the podcast works. It's familiar. You know, it's part of establishing a safe place. You know, I'm like, even though I don't always say I'm patting and rubbing it down, you know, it's kind of important. You know, like, no offense. Like, uh, this is like a concierge-level safe place. It's been patted and rubbed down. And I, even when I do it, I do it with a flourish. I say, safe place, you know. So that's another part of the say. I don't know. What was I talking about? Like, like establishing a safe place. Oh, that's what the intro is. And usually I try to find a metaphor that explains the podcast. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, then we'll have the episode proper where we'll be talking about Game of Thrones. And then we'll have... Uh, Maybe some facts about the episode, Tom and Pounds, and prayers to old gods in the news. These are pretty long episodes. And then some thank yous at the very end. So you have plenty of time to fall asleep. Those are the two things about this podcast. It's a podcast that you only kind of need to listen to. You know, you don't have to, like, really pay attention. And uh, what else? Uh, it's a podcast you only need to kind of listen to. And... Like, I already got mixed up. Oh, and it's, you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here the whole time to keep you company. Ideally, you know, I'll distract you from whatever's keeping you awake and kind of escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep or be in your presence or, you know, just be the breeze on the wind. Uh, you know, some breeze taking your mind or whatever, you know, blowing through the candles and your, you know, whatever, however that song goes. You know, I'll be here to keep you coming. I'm your boyfriend. And so that's it. You don't need to listen, but you don't, you're not under any pressure to fall asleep. Um, I'm here to create a safe place, a metaphor for the podcast. So those are the, that's the only thing I don't have handy right now. Uh, so let me try to explain, like, uh, like this podcast started when, because as a kid I listened, I couldn't sleep. I really, uh, I've been an overthinker. And I don't think it's proactive, actually. Like, I, I, I still, as a, like an adult, I still haven't totally gotten 
you know, I'm trying to develop the tools I need uh, to live, uh, like, to flourish and, and be like a, but, but I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm, working pro- I'm a work in progress. For a while, I was think I was I stagnated. And, you know, that kind of happens every two, two or three days. And I say, okay, let me get back on this. Uh, but when I was a kid, you know, I didn't have, I didn't, you can't, when you're a kid, you know, you can't, you know, you're kind of developing toolbox, you know, without knowing how to make tools or whatever a healthy, say, you know, whatever a person that knows what they're talking about would say, you know, you're dealing with some limitations. And so I couldn't sleep because I had, and one of the main reasons I couldn't sleep was because I had a lot of challenges at school uh, because uh, I just did. And that would keep me up at night. And then I, what would keep me up was like, okay, now, now I'm going to be tired for school. And then I'd be like, well, why can't I just, why can't you just flick a switch and go to sleep? Isn't that what we're all dealing with right now for, for a lot of times? Why can't I just flick a switch and go to sleep? And then I would like start thinking about what, you know, I don't want to put any ideas in your head, you know, but like, uh, it was a challenge for me to sleep even as a kid. And there was this radio show called the Dr. Demento show. I've talked about, I talk about it in intros on and off. It was a comedy radio show. There was a lot of parody songs and uh, Dr. Demento was kind of a silly DJ and they would have guests. And honestly, the, 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 the show itself, the content is kind of, uh, it's gotten a little cobwebby in my mind, but I'll never forget what it did for me because it made me laugh. It made me feel relaxed and safe, and it transported me away from my bedroom uh, to a silly place, uh, my, you know, where, where uh, Weird Al, you know, floats on the air with an accordion. And I was so grateful for that, and it was only on once a week, and it was on Sunday nights, uh, but it just gave me something at bedtime to not dread, to look forward to, uh, to distract me and to inject some levity, uh, I think. And, and that's the kind of things I hope to do with this podcast. Uh, you know, say, hey, like, uh, maybe give you some space to breathe. Because if you're having trouble falling asleep, it's tough. And uh, like I said, I wish I could just, like, I wish I was like, okay, I'm going to start counting down from 20. And it would instantly work. That would be the fair thing that you deserve to say, okay, when I get to one, you'll hear a ticking clock. And then, you you know, tomorrow you'll wake up at whatever, 645 or whatever time you're supposed to be up. I wish that for you. But this is an alternative. And this is what worked for me as a kid, to, to take my mind off stuff with silly bedtime stories. And when I discovered podcasts, uh, one of the things I use podcasts for, I don't think I've talked about this in an intro. Let me see if I can talk about it in three minutes. You know, right away, one of the things I use, two of the things I use podcasts for is one, being in the car. I've always had a lot of delivery jobs, delivering things or driving things. And then two, running. Two things, if you're stuck in traffic, nothing better than a podcast. Even back in the beginning of days of podcasting, and then running, I loathe running, but, uh, you know, when I'm doing it, it's something that I can do, uh, that, uh, helps keep me healthy, but I just uh, dis- greatly dislike it. And very similar to bedtime. One of the reasons is because I'm thinking about, geez, I got how much longer do I got to run for? Holy freaking, ca- am, I, am I running fast enough? Am I running too slow? It w- then w- how's my pace? What like, it was, uh. And I'm thinking a lot. So having a podcast listen to, Script Notes is my favorite podcast to run to. 
though it only comes out once a week. So sometimes they can listen to it for two runs. Uh, but it just gives me something like my brain can still chatter, but it can chatter as I listen to script notes. And, and it just distracts me. It gives me, I don't know, gives me a little relief from myself, I guess is what I mean. And so to be honest, I don't know if the podcast can serve those roles for you. Be a little bit silly, add a little levity. You make bedtime something, you say, hey, well, at least I got Scoots. Scoots is going to be there with some silly stuff, and that'll take my mind off, keep me, keep me company. And I hear from listeners, and I make this show complete. I mean, believe me, the Game of Thrones episodes, uh, they take like two or three times the work of a no- normal Sleep With Me episode. Because uh, there's a lot of work on, on the last uh, two or three segments. Uh, and I know people listen to them because I was that little kid in that room listening to Dr. Demento till the very end. So if you can't fall asleep, I'll be here to keep you company and to give you a little bit of fun. So, you know, I, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. It's different. And it's a little bit strange and, you know, a little bit odd. And like a lot of listeners uh, say, Gee, it took two or three times for me listening to even, uh, you know, to, to, to get a handle on what it was. So I hope it works for you. Give it a few tries. It doesn't work for everybody. If it doesn't work for you, I apologize. I'm sorry. I wish it did. Because uh, they appreciate that you want to get a good night's sleep. I know what that's like. I've been there in the deep, dark night tossing and turning. So I appreciate you coming by. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. It's your first few times here. And I appreciate all of you that come back every single night. I love all of you. And I work very hard. I strive and I yearn from the deepest. What is that? The y'alls or whatever's deep, the deepest part of me to help you fall asleep. So thanks for giving me the opportunity. Uh, good night. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts uh, feelings, physical sensations, emotions, travel, changes, you're on a trip or someone else is on a trip or you're just, you know, you just can't get comfortable. Uh, whatever is keeping you awake, that's what the safe place is. It's a place where I can distract you uh, via, you know, uh, rambling, uh, talking about Game of Thrones. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, you know, like uh, I'll do like that. I'll, you know, uh, word tripping, sloppy words. If I if I ever said that before, I got words. I think I've used word slobber before, but sloppy words. Uh, Mouth, you know, speaking with like uh, my mouth's empty, but uh, too many mouthfuls of uh, of uh, word, you know, like uh, <laughs> I've got so many words I can't even come up with one to explain what I'm trying to explain. But if you're new, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use these creaky dulcet tones. I'm going to try to use a slow pace, and I'm going to try to be here, uh, be at your bedside or across the room in your earbuds or. 
across your speaker, under your pillow, whatever works for you. I'll be here to keep you company until you fall asleep or whatever, you know, however best I can serve you, you know, via this strange uh, digital thingamajig we got going. Uh, here's something that has nothing to do with anything. Whatchamacallit. Let's get, maybe I could talk about that. Uh, that's a candy bar. But if you're new here, let me set this up first. So if you're new, here's the structure of the show. At the top of the podcast, we got five or six minutes of business. That's how we keep the podcast free and all the archives, 560 something episodes free. Uh, without the, the patrons and the sponsors, uh, there wouldn't be a podcast. Uh, but if you're new, it's not super important. You know, test the podcast out. If you listen regularly, you know, that's what keeps the podcast here is the people that participate in those things. But if you're new, that's the beginning. It's kind of a necessity for a sleep podcast to have that at the top. Then we have an intro. This is not a necessity. It's like a 12-minute intro or so where I ramble and kind of display my, you know, my ability to not make any sense. And you can kind of say, huh, this kind of takes my mind off of stuff, uh, but I don't really need to listen. So then you can say, well, okay, this is a podcast that keeps me company that I don't need to listen to that's kind of barely entertaining. Uh, okay, I think I get it, or maybe I need to listen a few more times. If you want to cut straight to the um, Game of Thrones stuff, the uh, timestamp, like an estimated timestamp, is in the uh, show notes. Uh, but yeah, tonight we'll be talking, then after the intro, we'll talk about the episode of Game of Thrones, any facts that came up. Uh, Talk to Tom and Pounce, old gods and the new, and we'll say some thank yous. Uh, but that's that's the podcast. It's a podcast to put you to sleep, but you're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here to keep you company. And it's a podcast, so like I said, you don't have to totally pay attention to. But yeah, there was there's this candy bar called Whatchamacallit. I think some people might know it's it's in the U.S. and. Uh, I think I like it. It's not like, uh, it's not the most, po no offense, whatchamacallit, but you're not the most popular candy bar. Let me just see if I can guess. I think it has, it's a chocolate on the outside. I think it has rice crisps in there and caramel. And, uh, like, um, hmm, maybe that's it, like rice crisp and caramel, maybe some nougat. It's made up of, like, a lot of rice crisps, though. Like the crunchy stuff, like I think puffed rice is what it is. And I don't know anything about the history. That could be a podcast, The History of Candy Bars, uh, brought to you by Hershey. We've never heard of those other candy. You say, well, what about this kid? Never heard of it. Uh, this is the uh, Essential History of Candy Bars uh, by Hershey's. You say, well, what about this one? I had it and never existed. That candy. No, no, it's an NPR style show where we talk about the essential history of candy bars. Uh, and then uh, I was I remember I was watching a taping of uh, We Got This Podcast, and, and someone was, one of their guests was talking about how milk chocolate in Europe is much more tasty. So, But we wouldn't talk about that on the Hersh you know, the essential history of uh, candy bars. We said, oh, no, no, only our, you know, Never heard of that European milk. We're talking about milk chocolate. The only milk chocolate that's good is the ones covered in this history lesson. I guess it could be branded content. So, but, but one episode, I guess, would be dedicated to the whatchamacallit, you know, depending on how much they pay. 
But this podcast is free, so we don't have to worry about it. And also, I don't have any facts. Even if they were branded facts, I wouldn't know. I don't even know what the ingredient is. It's like a strange label, too. It's like a grayish-brown uh, package, and then it says whatchamacallit on there, and then it's a company that owns it, which I assume is the big H, but I'm not positive. And I think I, I mean, I know I like that candy bar. I don't know if I went through any, like, phases. Uh, I love saying it, whatchamacallit. And I think in the 80s they did have an ad playing on that. You say, well, what's your favorite candy bar? Uh, uh, whatchamacallit. It would fit just in with this pie. They should be a sponsor, actually. So, uh, whatchamacallit, that's my favorite. It likes to play, play on, like, the who's on first humor. And I don't know if it was a witty branding thing or, like, maybe a celebrity. You know, because they think of, like, a lot of candy. But now, this might be based on just my ignorance, more than likely. But uh, I think, you know, most candy bars are named by baseball players that were on, like, the New York Seals and the uh, Brooklyn Dodgers. Like, almost all candy bars were named by uh, baseball players. You know, like, baseball players like Soupy Sam and Tin Can Foil. And I think that's so that that probably is how it got its name. It said, Tin Can, Soupy, you know, Tin Can, what did you just pitch to no hitter? And they'd be smoking also. I think they usually smoke cigarettes and had, had a cocktail. And it was like, I say, well, and I'm having this, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, they freaking paid me to eat this. Can't, and they say, change the name. If Tin Can Soupy or whatever, uh, you know, that's the name of the candy bar now. Who would have thought you would turn into a sleep podcast for fake news about candy bars? So like, uh, holy moly. But I do, like, I was trying to think, like, I, 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 like my candy bar obsession, I was just obsessed with the score bar. I don't even know how to spell score bar, S-K-I-O-R maybe. Uh, and then I burned myself out of that one. Like, I was obsessed with it when I had a paper out and I could afford to buy them. But then I ate too many. So I'll never, I don't know if I'll ever have one of those again. And then uh, in high school, I was, like, when I, or maybe middle school, uh, the, there was a corner store by our school, so they had Charleston chews. I ate a lot of Charleston chews, uh, but it, like I do, I think I do have an affinity for what you might call it. So there's also a hundred grand. That's another underrated candy bar. And uh, like, you, here's the thing about candy bars like that. Like, something you know how how often you get a what you might call it on Halloween? I mean, come on, like how about that? Uh, you don't, you can't get a snack size, uh, whatchamacallit, not that I know of. Like a hundred grand you occasionally would. And then some of the other ones, we'll cover all this on the history, the, the uh, official, what did I say? The essential history candy bars, uh, recorded live at Big H Park. Uh, uh, we cover all the history, the, all, all the history candy bars, uh, but yeah, so that's the podcast. So, and ideally, the whatchamacallit commercial would be kind of like the breakfast conversation about this podcast. But for real, you'd say, well, what was that thing Scoots was talking about? I don't know. He kept saying, you know, whatchamacallit, the, uh, the thing you stick in your feet to get your shoe on. He kept, he said, whatchamacallit, that thing, uh, you mean a shoehorn? Yeah. And then he was pretending, then he was talking about foghorn leghorn. And then I think I fell asleep. I don't know. You look so, like, devastating today. Oh, boy, you look great. I say, oh, thanks, honey. You do, too. I, 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 I didn't even know. He was talking about Foghorn Leghorn, huh? 
Yeah, he was saying he would like to create a foghorn, leghorn, shoehorn. And I think that's what he was talking about. Though he could have been talking about uh, uh, paper planes. I can't remember which one. Or, uh, or I think maybe he was talking about a bottle brush. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, boy. Let's go. What a day I'm so ready to take on today. Because I slept so good because I had scoots. And I can't wait to drive to work and listen to that candy bar podcast he was talking about. Oh, that doesn't exist because the uh, scoots actually fought. He used that. He's coming out with the the, uh, inside the essential. Like he's that was a a strategy because he was trying to break up the uh, candy monopolies. So he was undercover doing that podcast. And now he's going to do a podcast about that. What's he going to call it? He's calling a candy bar undercover. Well, I think I thought he already wrote some uh, erotic fiction about that, about candy bars. Uh, or maybe I was asleep. Maybe that was a dream. Oh, that Scoots, he's having you dream erotically candy bars. What a what a gem. And by the way, uh, excuse me, couple. Enjoy your breakfast. Thanks for that uh, great podcast. Uh, but by the way, candy bar undercover is uh, going to be trademarked. And just to reassure all you, it will be in, available in both forms. Uh, my undercover investigative podcast, it's imaginary. And, you know, Anna is a uh, after dark story, candy bar undercover. Uh, that, that's all I have so far, but I'm working on it. And that's the that's the intro. Like, uh, so if you're new, give the podcast a few tries. This isn't for everybody. You know, I got creaky dulcet tones. And I talk about strange stuff. I go off topic. I take forever to get there. You know, I'm I'm usually sorely mistaken when I, t- you know, but it, like uh, it's done with the greatest of heartfelt uh, desire to help you. Like the people this podcast can help. I'm so happy it does. A lot of people say it starts working on their second or their third try. So I hope it helps you because I've been there unable to sleep. Uh, so as I say in every opening, I appreciate you coming by. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn off the lights and press play. We're going to do the rest. And what we're going to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, uh, physical feelings, uh, sensations, stuff that you're dealing with, uh, like, uh, you know, snoring people, a drool, you know, drool, whatever's keeping you awake. It could be, it could be a lot of stuff. I know, I know, I've heard from a lot of you and I feel for you. And I really believe in the deepest of deepest uh, places that uh, you deserve a good night's sleep. And so part of the safe place is putting you at ease and making you feel welcome. I'm glad you're here. And the way I kind of try to do that is I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, over-talking. Uh, over-explaining, overuse of words, uh, over-the-top uh, failed attempts at humor, 
over uh, overtones, uh, over, uh, oh, I don't even, I, I wish I had more, because uh, I could, you could keep going over, I could just keep going over and over and over and over. Uh, also, uh, goof, goofiness, uh, but if you're new here, let me just explain structurally what to expect. Tonight's a GOT Game of Thrones episode. It'll take a little while to get to that content, but uh, if you're new, here's the structure of the show. First five or six minutes is business, and, you know, for a sleep podcast, we got to put that up front, and that's how we keep the show free, but also the, the, the sponsors particularly allow us to, to keep all the archives free, uh, like 500-something episodes, so you can kind of pick and choose what works for you. If you're new, you know, see if the podcast works for you. If you're a regular listener... No, check out our sponsors, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsors, or listen to the episode tomorrow or whatever. But uh, if you're new, it's not that important. So there's five or six minutes of business. Then there's an intro. Intros are about 12 minutes or so. And when I say or so, it means it could be between 10 and 20 minutes. Uh, and then we'll move into the Game of Thrones content. If you want to get straight to it, uh, it should be in the show notes when the GOT content starts. And structurally for the GOT shows, we talk about the episode, we talk about any facts that came up in the episode or stuff I was curious about. We have a visit from Tom and Impounds, uh, then prayers to the old gods and the new, then the thank yous. Uh, so the Game of Thrones episodes are, tend to be like supersized. Uh, and actually, t- like I started making the game, I don't know when you're hearing this, but I started making the Game of Thrones episodes in May. So yeah, they tend to they 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 tend to take like there's a supersize just a tradition. Uh, but so if you're new, that's the structure of the show. The rules of the show there aren't any rules. Uh, but here's the like kind of uh, I don't know like uh, I don't I don't know. I'm at a loss for words. That happens a lot too. But like uh, you don't need to listen, but you you don't need to be any pressure or hurry to fall asleep. Uh, the Game of Thrones episodes are really long. And I'll be here the whole time to keep you company. And I put a lot of effort into all the shows we make, whether they're the Game of Thrones shows that come out on Sundays or Tuesday and Thursday or more story-based episodes, uh, you know, to, to, to take your mind off stuff, to keep you company until you fall asleep. Or if you can't fall asleep, uh, you know, to be your boyfriend in the deep, dark night. And, you know, I've been someone that struggled with sleep and I struggle with overthinking and let's just call it non-positive thinking or, you know, analyzing or whatever it is. Uh, And and the idea of this podcast, uh, one of the ideas is that uh, I don't know if it's impossible to think about two things at once because a lot of times it feels like my brain's thinking about 99 things at once, none of them good. You know, other than dessert or something. And they say, well, what about that? What if we put some whipped cream on that? And they say, that's all you get to say. Like, I was just getting yelled at by 40 different parts of my brains. And you're talking about whipped cream. But then I said, well, wait a second. That distracted me. The idea of this podcast is maybe you can't think about two things at once. Or ideally, you know, I can take you out of whatever narrative is going on with you or whatever you're thinking about, or physically sensing, or, you know, emotionally stirring, or you're hearing with your ears, or whatever, that I can take you to a little bit different place, that I can kind of take your attention over here, and I'm your boyfriend, 
And I'm going to try to use these long, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. And, you know, story, like we'll talk about the Game of Thrones episode and, and I'll kind of descri- over-describe stuff and get distracted. And then we'll have Tom and Bounce and that'll be pretty goofy. And, you know, it, it, it's just like a, it's like a variety show, especially the GOT episodes, uh, that, uh, that the variety is like, uh, colors of pea green. You say, okay, so it's a variety show. I don't know if I could sleep to that. Well, it's like a variety of pea green shades. You know, there's pea green, then there's fresh pea green, then there's aged pea green, uh, then there's, uh, pea greeny. I don't know. There's like, uh, uh, pea green ask, uh, yeah, there's pea green pond. There's deep pea green. There's a light pea green, of course, uh, unless I already said that. Uh, there's pea greenish, and uh, there's pea of green, and there's green of pea. That one, uh, yeah, that that's another one. You know, there's matte pea matte pea green, pea green glossy, pea green shine, pea green morning, pea greened. Yeah, that's my favorite color, the pea green. So, so that's a variety in this podcast, you say. Uh, what are, what's the difference in those colors? They say, well, not, you know, it's, it's all shades of pea green. And uh, even I can't, even I know that's a book title, but I don't know what it would be about. Uh, I guess it would be like the Kermit the Frog story if it was super boring. Is Kermit the Frog isn't pea green, though? Didn't he have a sidekick, though? That was a kid, or maybe it was a kid on Emmett Otter's Jug Band. Oh, no, he was an otter named Emmett. I guess I'm thinking of one of the, uh, do, I think it was like, uh, there's a frog in the uh, uh, River Bottom Funtime Band, I think. Maybe that was, maybe that frog was pea green. Does anybody know? Is it like, uh, that's the variety of this pack. It's, it's uh, supposed to be familiar. Like, that's one of the parts of the intro and kind of me letting you know what to expect. Uh, but then the show's different every time. The intro's different every time. It, it, here's what's, it never makes a whole lot of sense. Because uh, somehow over 12 minutes, I try to distill what the podcast is about. And I end up talking about, pea, you know, pea, pea green or bone broth or bubble. I don't think I've talked about bubble machines, but maybe at some point I'll talk about bubble machines. I mean, it could be another variety show I could do, like, you know, talk, that might be too interesting to talk about. We've got bubble, bubble machines, bubblicious, bubble yum, uh, bubble league chew. There's big league chew. They should have called the bubble league, big bubble league chew. I guess that would be, like, that would be, who would have thought it would be easier for me to list pea green colors than bub, bubble, 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 uh, fun and Fun on the double, as those uh, fine young women used to say around that cauldron. But so that's it. Like I, I want to help if I can. Now this podcast doesn't work for everybody. I mean, one, I'm strange, and it's a strange idea. It's a good, like, uh, I guess it's not that strange an idea. I mean, to me, it made, it always made perfect sense. That's why I started. I said, uh, you know, sometimes people like to chat on the phone and. Uh, just hear a voice uh, to keep them company that's there for them. And, you know, I don't like, uh, like I'm not really there, but even if I was there, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm just going to ramble until you fall asleep. I'll keep you company. 
And to be honest, I don't want to go too deep, but that's what I desperately wanted uh, as a child when I couldn't sleep and I was alone. I didn't want answers or solutions. I just wanted somebody to sit there and say, wow, that must be really tough. Uh, You're having trouble falling asleep. I can see it on your face, and uh, I don't even know how to help you fall asleep, but, but I could keep you company. I could be here. I could pat your back, or I could, in this case, I could tell you a goofy story. And I don't know if you can hear the emotion in my voice, but it, you know, this is when the podcast is really an honor. For those of you that I can't help fall asleep, like I said, I can't help everybody. And not everybody's going to fall asleep to this show, and I'm glad for that because I'm here the whole time. And, and, and it really brings me joy to be able to keep company, the people that are listening an hour and 15 minutes in. Or the people that listen during the day for daytime distraction. Or even the people that are listening while they're multitasking or coding. Or the other things that people do. that They say, well, this real this podcast really works uh, as a pseudo background noise. It really is an honor. I'm, not, I'm laughing because it's so funny to be titillated by something like that. But it, it, to go back to that, like, it's all I want to do. Is sit there and keep you coming because I know how tough it is. Uh, to be in bed and you know the hours are looming as the clock tolls or whatever you want a poetic spin you want to put on it uh it can be a grind and you deserve a good night's sleep and you deserve uh someone to be there uh, to keep you company and and i'd like to uh, fill that role if i can so i guess that's it like if you're new give it a few tries that's what most of the reviews say if you're skeptical who wouldn't be is a kind of a goofball uh, telling adult bedtime stories. Uh, so give the show a few tries. I hope it works for you. If it doesn't, you can always email me. I've tried just about everything. So maybe I could recommend something. I mean, I always recommend uh, LibriVox, uh, but there's probably other stuff out there. Um, but thank you. I appreciate it if you're new, you're testing the show out and saying, sleep, what is this? Uh, and if you're still unsure, you know, give it a listen or try a Tuesday or Thursday show. Give it a listen or skip ahead to the story and give it a listen. See how it goes because I'm glad you're here. I work hard and I really yearn. I really strive uh, to help you fall asleep. So thanks so much for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. Uh, I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, you know, changes in routine, life events, weather, uh, anything, you know, uh, laundry, laundry, laundromats, laundry lines, laundry lists. Uh, maybe you're still, maybe you're still like, maybe you have, uh, like overstarched shirts, uh, also alliteration. I've alliterated my, like, uh, I've tried to launder, launder my alliteration. Actually, they accused me of that. They said I was wandering words uh, to alliterate, and I said, I am. I, I am, I be, I do, love, 
to launder uh, in order to alliterate. Uh, and also, I like to change alliterate, uh, alliterate so I can alliterate it with laundry, literally. That was low. I'm not sure what, it, anyway. It, oh, so you're new here. Well, okay. Uh, I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. And the way I'm going to do that, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these crawl, cr crawling, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, which aren't for everybody. I'll just say that right up front. Uh, uh, but give them, a, give them a try. I'm going to send them across the deep, dark night. And I'm going to try to keep you company. And tonight I'll be talking about Game of Thrones uh, for a while uh, to keep you coming, to take your mind off of stuff. And believe me, it'll be a meandering, uh, like a version where I say, hmm, oh, what about that over there? Uh, well, you know, Bravos. Do they use Brave and Bravos? Who put the Brave and Bravos? Who put the Bravo and Bravo, Bravos and Bravo? And one time I was at a tapas place, I ordered potatoes bravura. I believe uh, so. So that's some stuff that that I could do. I won't do that tonight, but that's something I did, just did. But I'm gonna try to take your mind off. So if you're new, let me give you a little structure for the Game of Thrones in all our episodes. First, five or six minutes of podcast is business, since it's a sleep podcast, and that includes a welcome, the credits, and any like the way we keep the show free, so sponsors and listener support. And all our archives free. So if, if Game of Thrones is in your cup of tea, Tuesday and Thursday we have more uh, story-based episodes. And then we have over 550 free archived episodes in our RSS feed that you can find in your podcatching app. So if you're new, that's the first five or six minutes. Then we have an intro, which I've just started, or I started a little while ago. Those are ideally around 12 minutes. Uh and that's me rambling, trying to explain the podcast and not doing like, do, you know, going off on tangents, getting distracted, indulging in alliteration, changing words, mishandling words. You know, I said like almost like a short order cook. Uh, like I say, how did you want that? How did you want that? Uh, that word? You want it over easy? Oh, boy. It's, it's over. Uh, you wanted it over medium, right? Yeah. Uh, Sally, I don't understand when you say, like, I don't understand the diner terms. This is my first day. So when you say squeegee me those potatoes uh, with a lemon five, I don't know what that means. I don't know the diner codes. Oh, my, oh I'm doing a podcast. I'm not a short order cook. Sorry about that. So sorry, new listeners. Uh, oh, also, that's another technique I use. It's something similar to humor, but not as humorous. Uh, I use that. Uh, Uncomfortable, comfortably, comfortable, uncomfortable silences that feel comfortable. Uh, that's what I attempt to do. So, if you're new here, that's the structure of the beginning of the show. After the intro, I'll talk about a Game of Thrones uh, episode. Then I'll talk about any facts or stuff that came up. Uh, then we'll have a visit from Tom and Sir Pounce. Then we'll talk to the old gods and the new, and then I'll say some thank yous. So pretty long uh, episode. You can fall asleep whenever you want. You don't need to listen. The whole idea is uh, it, it kind of distracts you, but it doesn't. it's not so interesting. You say, well, he's really talking about those. He, he's going to go back to that Bravos jokes, isn't he? And he's going to wonder, is, was it Potatoes Bravura? And then he's going to, like, he said, B-R-A, he's like, where does the V, the U, and the E, and the A go in bravura? 
potatoes bravos. I, I would eat that. Uh, also, what's a cockle? I hear cockle shell. And like, what is a cockle? Is it like, a, is it a, okay? Here's because is it a bivalve or is it a shellfish? Because that would be important for me because I don't, uh, I'm allergic to shellfish. So if you're a new listener, I'll be here to keep you company. That's the main message. Uh, and you don't need to listen. So, and also you should, there's no pressure to fall asleep. Sorry, I don't want to overwhelm you with shoulds, uh, because there really isn't any, but it, like, uh, there's no pressure to fall asleep because I'll be here like a like an over an hour to keep you company. And I guess I'm still like the cockles. I really like that. I don't think, so I think I've probably done, I don't know, 560 something episodes when I'm recording this. I don't know if you've used the word cockle before. And I don't know why I haven't. I mean, well, one, I don't know what a cockle is. I assume it's, I've heard cockle shell. Like I already said, I already said that too. And I kind of picture it like a, like a diamond, no, no, star-like circular shell that I've only seen in movies and TV. Usually it's in like a Dickensian situation. And then I've heard cockles, uh, and yes, no, 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 it's much different. Hold on, Milton fans. Is that Milton? No, no, it's not Milton that did, uh, that loved cuckolds. It's the other one that's not Shakespeare, that whose name should be right at the top of my head, but uh, I don't, you know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but uh, it, my mind's drawing a blank, so I should probably move it. My, actually, that's, the strange thing is I love the word cockles. My brain's full of cackling cockles, but not the intimidating kind of cack, cackling cockle. Cack, they're cuckolded cock, cockles, and they're cackling in my brain. Yeah, how did I not make that association? Catholic cuckolded cockles, cackle, consistently. Uh, You're right, when did this become a uh, tongue twister cast? Uh, I got got cackled into this, uh, now I feel like a contrarian Catholic cuckolded cockle shells. Cackle consistent constantly. You're well. That neither one of those works, but that's like the closest we're gonna get. Could we, could we fit capricious in there? Would that work? No. Okay. What can I get? Can I get back to you? Cockles. Can I get back to you later? Okay. I'll be back. Uh, sorry, sorry, listeners. I got distracted by the those things in my brain. Suddenly, they they've decided that they're a uh, what? What is it like a coven of cackles? Uh, there's a book title. It accidentally, not only, how about that? You say, uh, if this podcast doesn't work for you, where else are you going to get that? You're going to get it like 48% of a tongue twister. You could complete the rest tomorrow and impress people at work. And they say, geez, geez, Jim, I've never heard a cackled based, uh, I've never heard a tongue twister with cockles in it. Uh, so timely with last night's Game of Thrones with all the cockle shells uh, that were in the background of that one scene. Well, I didn't even see them. I just, I guess it was in my subconscious. Uh, you don't even have to give me credit, you know, because, uh, and then what was the other thing I thought I did that was just impressive? It was a tongue twister. And then I forgot the other one. I thought I came up with two new things. Uh, when I tried to move on from the cockle, the cackle that, uh, oh, a coven of cockles, uh, uh, that, that's, uh, 
so that would be like a, a bivalve uh, uh, magic users, or uh, couldn't be a coven of cockle shells. So it could be it could be uh, like a cauldron of that would just be a soup, a cauldron of cockle. Now I've tongue twisted myself, but uh, could be a book title or yeah, like a booyah base. Uh, would you have in front? Well, we we ate this uh, Halloween themed restaurant called uh, the Cauldron of Ca- 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 Cackling. Oh, because covens do cackle. That's what they're most famous for. Oh, cockles. I couldn't think of it. Uh, anyway, so if you're new, uh, I apologize. I uh, like I rarely get this. Actually, every intro I get this distracted. By the way, sorry, but uh, this is just what happens. This is how my brain functions. Or, you know, in a clinical setting, malfunctions. Or uh, they say, hmm, that's interesting. That's usually what they say. They say, oh, another misfire in my brain. They bust it. They say, hmm, let me write that down there. Also, just in case, clinicians, if you if you really are under, like, uh, even when you're behind those slide, those uh, one-way mirrors, I can hear your pencils. Just so you, just so you know, like, because if like there's a whole team of you in there writing notes. Uh, simultaneously about cock cackles cockles 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 uh i can hear you writing even through the podcast but that's fine uh bill me (laughs) yeah but go ahead and bill me um so if you're new here welcome i'm glad you're here this podcast doesn't work for everybody most reviewers uh most people that come to listen to the show are skeptical why wouldn't you be it's a podcast to put you to sleep that was a weird thing but, uh, you know, I've been there sleepless, so I, I, I tell these silly stories. I do these recaps uh, with superfluous words uh, to take your mind off stuff and keep you company. So I'll be here. So give the show a few tries. I hope it works for you because, you know, I know how it feels. I, I believe you deserve a good night's sleep, uh, and I hope the show can help you achieve that. And that's why I say at the end of every opening, I'm glad you're here. And I really hope I really earn. I work very hard because uh, I hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you're only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, you know, stuff on your mind, stuffing. While it's not the stuffing season, you know, you could have, like, what if someone's just walking around with a box of, like, uh, the dehydrated stuffing? Well, one, I don't even know if it's dehydrated. Plus, is that a weird way? Did I just say, did I just say dehydrated weird? Dehydrated. Is it dehydrated? It's dehydrated because the hydration's been de right out of there. Just like I've been desensed. Uh, desensed. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me get back to, this, to stuffing and dehydration. Somebody remind me. Uh, if you're new here, welcome. So I'm going to create a safe place. I hope you feel welcome. I'm glad you're here. You know, I try to distract you from whatever it is that's keeping you awake, whether like any of the stuff I just mentioned, which I almost just repeated. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. 
like obviously, clearly, if you just heard the last four seconds, pointless meanders. You know, do, 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 distra- I'm distracted. Uh, focused distraction, like that's also unfocused. Uh, in wa- waffling, no, no waffles, but waffling. How about dehydrated waffles? Is that that was probably breakfast cereal? Okay, now, like when I try to remember something, I cross my fingers. So now I have two sets of fingers crossed. Uh, Descriptive, like it's describing things that you like are, you know, describing things like crossing my fingers. Indulgent descriptions, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's not the right word. But if you're new, welcome. Uh, tonight's episode's about uh, Game of Thrones. If you don't listen to Game of Thrones, if you don't watch Game of Thrones, uh, there may be some spoilers in there, but it's a really lulling, uh, meandering, uh, a tamed down episode recap, and then like a bunch of extra stuff. Uh, so you know, check it out. Uh, structurally, if you're new, here's the structure of the show. You've made it thus far. It starts out with five or six minutes of business. That's how we pay uh, to host the show for free. Keep the show free. Also, host our giant archives uh, for free. And like, uh, that's how we bring you the show with, with listener support and sponsor support. So if you're new, not super critical. And if you want to skip that, uh, that was the timers and the, the time is in the show notes. Uh, if you're a regular listener, please tomorrow, when you put your hand on the fridge, remember uh, that that's how we bring you the show for free. So say, geez, what were the sponsors last night? What was the, uh, the jingle about? Uh, do do I want to support the show? Just re- remember that. But uh, if you're new, it doesn't not, not not that important. Then we're in an intro. The intros are about twelve minutes uh, that where I ramble and try to uh, explain what the podcast is. You can skip those. A large portion of the listeners uh, like the intros either to soothe animal so their animals know to get in bed or their stuffed. You know who you know who loves the intros? Stuffed animals. Uh, what about, okay, here's, I don't have enough fingers to cross, but what about dehydrated stuffed animals in a, in, in a cereal form? Holy cow, I hope my lawyer's listening, uh, Quinn, because they think we need this. Anyway, so, um, let's see, now I'm distracted. Uh, yeah, like, uh, so if you're new, oh, the intros are long, long and rambly. You could skip straight ahead to the Game of Thrones content. That's the timestamp that's in the show notes. Uh, but yeah, a lot of listeners like this to get ready for bed or to fall asleep to. So it's kind of a show within a show. And I think that's it. About the, And then we'll talk about Game of Thrones. So Segment-wise, we'll talk about the episode. It'll be vanilla and rambly and ridiculous. Uh, then we'll talk about any facts that I had questions about in the episode. Uh, then, oh, this will be a recap, actually. This is going to be a recap of the season, I think. Uh, Recording this intro ahead of time. So actually, we'll probably just run through the, the, my thoughts about the season and see, like, or any facts that came up that I didn't like. Uh, then we'll have a visit from Tom and Sir Pounce. Then we'll do the prayers to old gods and the new, and then we'll thank some people. So that's the structure of the episodes. And yeah, the, 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 so I'll be here. This is a podcast. You don't really need to listen to it. I'm going to try to distract you. So you just kind of bear, you say, hmm, oh yeah, that, uh, even if you don't listen to watch Game of Thrones, you say, hmm, okay, I can pitch, I've been to a Renaissance fair, I'm with you, I've seen soap operas or whatever, okay, you say they're brother and sister, huh, hmm, okay, well, 
like uh, he, like most listeners that are like that, like list couple listeners that are in a relationship that I hear from. That's like the breakfast conversation. They say, "Hmm, what was Scoots talking about last night? I think he bought a food food dehydrator, and he's trying to dehydrate breakfast cereal." You say, "Hmm, really, really? You, that's what he was talking about? Maybe, or maybe he just kept saying Cheerio, like uh, in doffing. I think he was doing his, you know, he doffs his cap a lot, and that's only it's the only podcast with doffing of caps." Well, honey, no, I listen to the Capcast, and they doff their caps there. But now, like, you said he's, do you think he's, so he's dehydrated? I thought breakfast cereal was already dehydrated. I wonder, maybe we could dehydrate, so, do you think that's how the Lucky Charms got so lucky, is he dehydrates, do you think those are dehydrated marshmallows? Oh, honey, I have, you really are brilliant. Holy cow. You're saying we should try to dehydrate marshmallows. I think we should. I think, what about the mini marshmallows and cocoa? Those are dehydrated. I never would have thought about this. Wow, that scoots. Uh, sometimes he's onto something. So you probably shouldn't, but we should probably get a hold of him and tell him not to dehydrate the cereal part, just the sweet part. Well, honey, you know, scoots, he probably shouldn't have a vegetable or food dehydrator anyway. You know how he gets. Well, you're right. Maybe we should dehydrate some marshmallows and uh, maybe we should just do, de- you know, you look great. Did you, you must have slept great. Oh, I did, honey. It was great. I slept so good. I was dreaming of, uh, I don't know what I was dreaming of. I think I was dreaming of cobblestones and someone saying cheerio to cobblestones. I think that was scoots. Oh, that, you know what? That's strange. I was dreaming of hobblestones. So I think Scoots might have been calling them hobblestones, you know, because when you're walking on cobblestones, you're kind of hobbling. Yeah, I wonder if he said hobnobbing when he doffed his cap. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, let's get to, let's go into the like the, the 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 garage and get that food dehydrator out, and let's go to the store and get some marshmallows, and let's get to it, and let's get okay. Hey, hey, everybody, I'm back. Sorry about that. So if you're new, that's what you have to look forward to is, uh, like those kind of conversations at breakfast, well-rested. Did you hear how well-rested that generic couple was? And how, I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I heard the kind of things that would make Gottman smile. I really, like, I don't know. I wasn't really listening to what they were saying, to be honest. I was thinking about those marshmallows and that I, that they were right though, that I like, I shouldn't have a food dehydrator. So yeah, those, they seemed nice, though. I liked the, the way that couple sounded. So if you're new, I guess that's it. Like, so it's a podcast to put you to sleep. But, oh, here's the other thing. You shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. Uh, I'll be here for these Game of Thrones episodes. They're long, and I'll be here the whole time, giving it my all, my A-double-L, which is, you know, which in other every other context on the planet Earth and in Westeros, any continents on any planets would not be, like in this context, it, when I give it my all, it really works. Other places, clearly, I mean, I just had an imaginary couple that lives in my mind to tell me I'm not capable of using a food dehydrator in the right. I mean, let's, you know... Uh, also, don't send me any food dehydrators. I know there's like jokers out there. 
I mean, if you do have one and you can risk it, dehydrate some marshmallows and send us some pictures. I, want, I would like to know. I mean, finally, the, the great cereal barons, we could break their, like, uh, we could break the monopoly. You know, we could get, like, no, how about this one? No ad cereal. The No Ad Corporation is not responding to me since I talked about uh, coming out with No Ad Europe, uh, No Ad EU. I think probably because they're, they're secretly owned by the sunscreen barons, but this would be the cereal barons. Uh, you know, the generals in the, uh, are the Parker, are the Parker brothers, they're board game barons, not cereal barons. Uh, whoever else, you know, that tiger and the rest of them. We can do, and the cocoa baron. I think, there, I don't think there are any cocoa barons anymore. I think what happened, this was another book I was thinking about writing, the hot cocoa glut. Uh, but it turns out I didn't know what glut. It's as, as soon as you start being able to get a hot cocoa at breakfast buffets at hotels, uh, you you just wait. Me and, this is going to be on me and Robert Reich's podcast, the imaginary one. You know, when we trace this back, uh, sponsored by no ad. And, uh, like once they started giving away it, once you could get as much, like once you could take as many hot cocoa packets as you wanted, the bottom fell out of the hot cocoa market. No one talks about this stuff from me. And if you're new, you probably know why, because uh, it hopefully took your mind off whatever is keeping you awake. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to bet it did. And you say, I wasn't thinking about stuff, but I don't even know what this guy's talking about either. And it almost kind of makes sense. And that's kind of the key. Like I said, contextually, like this is the place where that works. I'm not an inventor. I'm a near inventor. I nearly have invented things, and most of them are within my imagination. Yeah, what do you want to do when you grow up? Be like a faux inventor. You're misusing faux. F. Okay, a near inventor. Can't, that's right, teacher in my brain. Can't come back from that one. So anyway, if you're new, I hope you feel welcome. Uh, I hope you don't feel any pressure, because this podcast does not work for everybody. Clearly, you know, if you hold a majority stake in cocoa, Serial or board games, you know, you may, you may consider me uh, your uh, nemesis. Don't worry about it. I'm incompetent. So, also, I spend a ton of money on those products. So, if you're new, I'm glad you're here. Give it a few tries. The podcast doesn't work for everybody. It's, it's silly, strange, and you know, like a like. But most of the listeners have said, well, after two second or third time, I realized. Uh, the harmlessness, senselessness of this podcast. And I can't, you know, then I started having those conversations. Also, I'm just looking on my phone here. Uh, food, de- even though this podcast is recorded, food dehydrator uh, sales have shot up by uh, 0.4% in my general vicinity. Oh, that's because there's a lot of garage sales today. Okay. Anyway, so if you're new, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I really yearn. I work very hard to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts uh, feelings, physical sensations, you know, life events, mysterious things, mysterious poses, you know, 
like travel, changes in routine, you know, summer and school and all that stuff. Whatever it is that's keeping me awake, I'd like to, to take your mind off of that. This podcast is to distract you. So what I'm going to do is, as I said, is create a safe place. And what I mean by that, uh, what I mean by it is I hope this is a place where you feel like you can let your guard down, where you can, where you feel welcome, because I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you found your way here. And on the deepest level I could possibly yearn, I hope this podcast grants you some relief uh, via distraction, uh, via like a companionship, or mostly just really via, via via mispronunciation or via via. Yeah, but don't do these porky pig things on purpose. But by by, uh, by silly stuff or whatever the other thing I was going to say that I forgot when I couldn't pronounce it. I want you to be able to breathe and rest. Uh, I want to create a place, a place that enables that, uh, you know, kind of like a little mini fortress uh, where you feel like you could have a little vacation. That's uh, Captain's Holiday is the episode we're going to be covering tonight, you know, where you have a little holiday from your day and a little holiday from your sleepless nights. Uh, and uh, the way I attempt to accomplish that, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones and uh, friendly, you know, friendly banter like stuff. Uh, pauses, you know, maybe like uh, mis- brain mis, you know, my brain miscalculates and misfires. And, you know, positive attitude. I, I try to keep my, I check my critic at the door and my brain bots actually. Like I, I, can, I can bring my brain, the things that keep me up at night. Actually, the weird thing is, I guess this is a paradox. The things that keep me up at night are welcome uh, to be here in the podcast studio when I'm like to sit around me, like little children listening to a story. Here, like, like uh, I, I wanted to say, I check them at the door, but I bring them in with me, and I feel like at bedtime I don't feel very welcoming. I say, "Can you just leave me?" Like here, I'm like, "Hey, gather around. I'm going to tell another bedtime story." And I hope everybody's good. Does everybody have their cushion? Like, uh, for what I, what I, if you're new, brain bots, I call the different things that keep me up, you know, all the different thoughts and, and feelings and stuff. Uh, so when I do the podcast, I try to be as welcoming and as open minded and, uh, empathetic or compassionate, whatever, whatever it is to say, Hey, geez, it must be tough being a brain bot. It must be tough being a person. That's why I make this show. And I want to help you fall asleep. Now, if you're new, let me go run through the structure of the show. Uh, at the top of the show, we have about six minutes of business. Uh, that's how we keep the podcast free in our huge archives, over 500 and uh, well, I think over 550 episodes uh, that you can choose from to listen to to put you to sleep. And the sponsors and the patrons enable us to do that. So if you're new, not that important. If you're a regular listener, kind of critical that you check out that part. But after that part, you don't really need to listen. Um, like then we do an intro about 12 to 15 minutes that we've started here. The intro is kind of like a show within a show. Some listeners get ready for bed and listen to it. Some listeners fall asleep listening to it. And some listeners skip it right to the Star Trek talk or the stories. But it's kind of meant to set the mood and create the safe place. Uh, like, uh, like it's the ante room, I guess. Like if, if this is a fort, uh, 
you know, you got to climb in, you know, where you climb in, where you say, oh, I'm going into a fort. You know what I mean? That's kind of important, the entry into a fort, even a pillow fort or a um, tree house. There's a moment where you cross into it and you say, okay, I'm in a special place now. And this, I guess, it takes 12 or 15 minutes to cre- create that, I think. Uh, so uh, so there's an intro. Then we'll start talking about Star Trek, uh, and then we'll have some thank yous and good nights. There's also non-Star Trek shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, it's every week, you know, so, you know, maybe sometimes during the holidays it will run a rerun. And, uh, you know, each show takes about 20 hours of labor to make uh, – because uh, I want it, like I want it to be as feels free and easy as it, it can, uh, and to, to bring the best quality lulls I can possibly bring to you. So that's a structure show. There's really no ways to misuse this podcast. I mean, I guess like playing it loud out some to annoy somebody that would be a misuse of it. But this is a podcast you don't really get to listen to. You can kind of listen to it. And you're not under any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here to keep you company the whole time. I never start dialing it in. You know, this is my one level right here. And it's 100% total goofball. Goofus, I, I would I, I would embrace that term. Uh, not sure what it means exactly, but I'll take it. Dunce, I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll take, I'm taking dunce back. I'm taking that dunce, dunce cap and uh, we'll probably... Don't give me a like if you give me a cap like that, it's going to get stained and ruined anyway. But you know, I'll reclaim that word, word for positivity. I'll be the dunce, uh, positive dunce, uh, my 50th autobiography, positive dunce or dunce positive. But that would be more like a uh, that would be more of like a child, you know, like a coming of age uh, story, seventh or eighth grade. I, I could probably write a story about my seventh or eighth grade experience, call that dunce positive. But uh, so if you're new here, so tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about Captain's Holiday. And did say this podcast idea is to kind of put you in a like a vacation like space. Uh, whenever I think of holiday, I think of the Madonna song holiday. But then I think of La Isla Bonita. And I don't know if she was on holiday when she was on La Isla Bonita. Because uh, like most of the lyrics, I, I don't remember ever. I, I really don't remember very many lyrics from anything. So strange. My daughter has like a very good memory. I've never had a good memory. Like I, it would take me like uh, I remember I would try to memorize songs to impress girls I had a crush on because that's what the dudes that were successful at my school would do. But I, I would always have trouble remember, you know, remembering the words and memorizing them performing them and making people laugh. I never had a problem with that part, but I think it was a different, uh, like that adoration I never got. But anyway, not important. Not about me. It's about you. What am I doing? It's about the captain's holiday. And it, but it, like, if I, like to, 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 to quote Madonna, to misquote Madonna, it's a place where you could feel all right. I think we can all agree on that. Uh, and that's what I want this podcast to be. We're not just you uh, feel all right, but all those things that are monitoring you, the brain bots that are trying to keep a track on your vigilance and your efficiency and your health and your your diet and your career and the past and your relationships and 
it seems like you get in bed and all of them have clipboards or pie charts or valuations or regrets or they have different tools they use with you. I want them to feel welcome, too, because they have a tough job. Uh, you know, they just have these unipurpose functions and... Uh, you know, then they think, well, geez, I'll just get their attention at bedtime. I'll get all, we'll get all this efficiency stuff ironed out. We're totally moving to the Pareto principle with uh, we're combining a tomato timer and a Tabata timer. And tomorrow our workday is going to be so efficient. Uh, I just got to convince them of that before they go to sleep. You know, they don't realize that that's like the worst possible time to cover efficiency and we need to buy these both these apps and then see if they'll work in 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 tandem. Okay, well, can I do this at another time other than bed? You know, like I was on YouTube half the day today. Why didn't you bring it up then? Well, because we were laughing at those cats. Uh, we we had other things to do. Yeah, but that was so. That was your idea to laugh at cats. Uh, and now you're on my case. Yeah, but those were cats. We were laughing at them. Remember the cat jumped? That was great with the fish. Remember that part? You remember when they added the effects in with the lasers with the cat? That was great. Okay, but so you're on my case about efficiency, but then you want to watch cat videos tomorrow. How many? Well, yeah, if we get those timers, we will need to watch the cat videos. It'll fix everything. And I, to be honest, I wish you were better managing me. Yeah, but it was your, like, uh, okay, I just want to go to bed, though. I don't want to cover it. So this is where Scoots comes in, because that's tough for a person to uh, debate yourself. So I come in, I give you a little bit of silly stuff. We talk about uh, Star Trek, and uh, I'll talk about some details. I'll try to drone on. It'll be a spirit of to be here and keep you company, and to know that uh, whether you're a human or brain bot, whether you're on the road or you're at home dealing with something, or you just have a snoring partner or a sick child, whatever it is, I, I want to be here for you. Now, this is, a, this is the way I do it, is this show. So, so it doesn't work for everybody. Unfortunately, you know, I wish it did work for you. So if you're new, my advice would be to give it a couple tries. Try it for a few nights. That seems to be the universal thing that regular listeners say. But I think regular listeners also agree that it doesn't work for me. I'm weird, and that's not insulting. And this podcast is goofy. It's got a super long introduction. Then I talk about Star Trek on Sundays or Game of Thrones or other stuff. Or, you know, on Tuesdays, I, you know, a different story every time. And Thursdays, it's like an uh, episodic series. But, I mean, I'm here for you. I'm here to try to help uh and I mean, like, uh, and try to help you to be better tomorrow, uh, to be rested. That's what you deserve. But then maybe you'll be better at whatever you do tomorrow. And maybe, you, you know, you'll be in a position to help somebody else out. Or just help yourself out and say, you know, give yourself a thumbs up when you're brushing your teeth tomorrow. And say, man, you know, you're doing the best you can. And, you know, if you get a chance to help somebody else out or give them a smile or, uh, you know, give them a thumbs up, too. I mean, that's where the magic of the podcast happens tomorrow for you, if I can help. So I hope I can. And that's why I say it every episode. I'm glad you're here. I really hope I work hard and I yearn 
and I strive, or, you know, if that means the same thing, I just said it twice, uh, because putting you to sleep is so nice, and I'm glad you're here. Thanks for coming by, and I really hope I'll be able to fall asleep, all right? Uh, hey, Carl, how you doing? Uh, thanks for that uh, soundboard thing. Uh, hey, patrons, I don't know, you just might have heard me say hi to Carl. That's one of the things I do uh, occasionally when I remember it, and Carl's got a soundboard. Uh, the legend, Carl W., uh, has a soundboard, uh, so it should be linked in, the, like, uh, maybe I'll give it its own post soon. Uh, Carl's got a uh, sleep, with me, sleep With Me soundboard, so thanks so much for supporting the show. Here we go. Uh, hey, you've only tossing, churning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'll do the rest. And what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts that you're thinking about, uh, feelings, physical sensations, uh, things you're going through, travel, changes in routine, stormy, you know, stormy weather, or someone's seeing, like, what if someone's got stormy weather on repeats? Or I imagine there's a lot on Spotify. There's probably like 800 different versions of stormy weather. Uh, like, uh, so, so maybe someone just accidentally, like they made a playlist of just stormy weather, song, the song stormy weather. Here's a, oh, here's a question we'll come back to. Various art, various artists. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about MP3s and uh, like digital and very, let's talk about various artists. And let's thank the musicians today for doing away with that, but kind of. Uh, but anyway, let's do, let's cover. Let's get this podcast going first. So I'm gonna try to create a safe place where you could set aside what's keeping you up. And the way I'm gonna do that is I'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm gonna use the lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. I'm gonna use the various artists within my brain because there are like. Uh, most of like like most of their their artistry is in yeah, well I paint, I paint my pictures in shame shame artistry like if there if there had ever been an Olympic event for that about fifty uh, percent of my uh, the combination of my Olympic system and my brain could have uh, like uh, they would have been on all three podiums uh, and all you know like uh, pre planning pre planning pre pre planning you know stuff that could go wrong I don't know what they call that. Yeah, I'm, I'm an artist of, uh, you know, like uh, planning stuff. Uh, what was they talking about? So if you're new, uh, those are techniques I'll use. Uh, tangents, uh, so ideally a slow, uh, like a languid pace. Trying real real hard to uh, maybe slow it down a little, this intro. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. And... Uh, so slow pace, creaky dulcet tones, sending my voice across the deep dark night to keep you company until you drift off into sleep at whatever point you choose. So if you're new, you do, here's a couple of things. You don't need to listen to me, but you also shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. Uh, Structure-wise, the show is uh, first five or six minutes are business, and that's how we keep the show going. So if you're new, 
Andrew just tests the podcast out. Not that important. If you listen regularly, uh, you know, make sure you know, set a timer to listen to that tomorrow or, you know, listen to that part before you get in bed because uh, that's, you know, how we keep the archives in the show free. Yeah, but if you're new, that's uh, the first six minutes or so. Then we have an intro, about 12 to 14 to 15 to 18. Uh, I'm thinking many have been, it could be 11 minutes. It could be 10 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, it hasn't been in a while. But an intro where I kind of talk about something, try to relate it back to the podcast. I mean, tonight it'll be clearly various artists. So we'll talk about that. Then after that, we'll... Uh, we we'll have a little reminder about our sponsors, and then we will talk about uh, Star Trek uh, Naked Now. That's the episode we're talking about tonight. And then we'll have some thank yous and some good nights. Uh, but you can fall asleep at any time. Like, just take your, you know, kick back. Uh, you know, I'll be here, like, to keep you company and, uh, you know, escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep or propel. You know, I don't think I'll be doing any propelling. Well, if my hot air, if my hot air was a propulsion system, maybe it is my hot air that propulses you. I don't want to be propelled in the sleep, though. I mean, I, I guess I wouldn't mind being propelled into like, uh, like if they had like, yeah, we've 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 assembled a ton, twelve tons of pillows, and uh, Scoots is just on the edge of sleep. We're going to propel him into all these pillows, and then he'll fall. You know, that that I, that's the kind of propulsion I can get behind. But, uh, so anyway, so, so those are the things you need to know if you're new. I'm glad you're here. Why do I make this show? Cause I had trouble sleeping as a kid and I couldn't fall asleep and nothing I could do. It could get my mind off of school. I could slow my mind down and then I would comprehend what does it even mean to fall? You know, those kind of big questions and I would toss and turn and it was tough. It was incredibly tough. So I can relate. Well, I might not know exactly what's keeping you awake. Uh, and I've had the experience as an adult, uh, you know, preceded by avoidance through self-medication. So I kind of been through like a bunch of different stages in my relation to sleeping and uh, like, uh, so I don't know what, what's keeping you awake, but I know you deserve a good night's sleep. Just like the little kid that I was, I said, geez, why can't I fall asleep? And I think maybe there's a tendency to blame yourself or whatever. But but right now you're in bed, you know. You, you just want to go to sleep and you deserve it. And I think I had one of... Oh, well, the only thing that helped me as a kid was this comedy show called The Dr. Demento Show. Weird Al was on there sometimes. And that show never put me to sleep, but it, it kept me company in the deep, dark night. And that's one of the essences of this show where it ideally can keep you company until you fall asleep and make you forget about or distract you or comfort you with whatever's keeping you up. So that's, uh, that's kind of the, the why and the how of the show. Uh, the what of the show is probably more of a WTF what. So, so various artists, that's what I was talking about. I don't know how often I still see it on Spotify uh, it'll say, instead of saying, you know, uh, Miles Davis or Prince, it'll say various artists. And back when, like, uh, they, they, like especially now, it's just, it, should, it should just say friggin' useless. Uh, like, I don't know if anybody, so this, let's see, I don't know how to date this because, I, like, I don't really keep track. What is the iPhone, 7 years old or 10? I think it's coming up on 10, right? It's coming up on its big 10th birthday. 
So I guess if you could if you could carry your mind back 12 years, that would have been like the peak of uh, MP3 management on your desktop or whatever. And I know a lot of people, maybe not everybody can relate to it, but you'd get to that point in your iTunes or whatever you did where there'd be no frigate, like, for some reason they couldn't update the info or whatever. Or you'd say, like, you'd, or you'd be looking at the file management, you see this big folder for various artists. And that's like when you get directions from somebody, they can't give directions. They say, well, just take a right when you get to the tree. And believe me, I used to deliver furniture. That piece of driving advice I've gotten on many occasion. I mean, this is pre uh, a smartphone too. Like, there's like four or five different times. So we say, well, just turn when you get down there. And you say, get down where? Where where you're supposed to turn? Uh, okay. Uh, and what does that have to do with various artists? I don't know. I guess they never came up to with it, like something until now. And this actually bothered me in the MP3 days, like maybe Eminem and a couple other people, Jay-Z. Like the MP3 tags couldn't quite figure out because it'd say, some songs would say Eminem and then it'd say Eminem featuring. And it would put them in different folders and stuff. It used to just used to kind of get get on my nerves if, if I can vent here. Oh, boy. Was, that was the great, the great Scooter Various Artists vent. It put me right to sleep. It was the only venting that ever put me to sleep. Uh, but but the good thing is when it's right there, I guess, it, like, well, now we don't have to worry as much. I think they got that figured out for the most part on these, uh, like, when you're streaming your music. Uh, what a relief to me to be able to pay an artist. Or, like, I know, I know it's not perfect. I know Spotify and the other music things aren't perfect. But I much prefer paying for it as a service, uh, like, uh, I don't know, the, to, to be able to listen to what I want when I want to and say, just the other day I was in the, like, uh, like I was in the Elton, I was in an Elton John kind of mood and I didn't have to restrict me. I said, okay, let's, uh, so I don't know. Um, I don't know. I guess I was going to say like, it's good that they say featuring or whatever. Uh, and now I think they put it, I don't know when they started putting that, do they put it in parentheses now or is it just uh, like an ellipses? But I think at bedtime, like it can feel like you have various artists in your brain, as I was saying earlier, and they all want to do they all want to do a medley and a solo at the same time, and they want you to like they're auditioning almost like uh, also the songs are about you with like uh, you know messages about you, and you say, well, I just want to go to bed. I didn't well, yeah, it's quiet now. I just want to sing this song. It's about uh, your, your relationship issues and how you know, and you know, you know why, like, like, uh, and also why you, fr- why do you, fr- it's called why do you frown so much? And uh, I'll tell you the answer even before I sing it. It's you. You say, well, I just want to go to bed. I got a meeting tomorrow morning. I got to be up early. I don't. Uh, oh, you don't want to hear my song? Well, that's not, that's just the kind of thing you would say. I think. And then another various artist might chime, chime in. It might be in, you know, in a voice of yourself or teacher or a parent or, you know, and like grandma, this is where, I think this is where grandmothers get a bad name is within the various artists within our minds. At least, I mean, like I've been sued by my Nana and I never even had a Nana. And if I did, she wasn't, she's not, she wouldn't be on this earth. So, for de- 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 defamation. 
it turns out like uh, that I'll have to deal with that, you know, when I transfer over to the big farm. So I got that waiting for me. That'll be great. But those are the, I guess maybe I'll bring some various artists with me and we'll just sing a medley. But that's the kind of thing that can keep you up at night. At least it keeps me up at night. So hopefully this podcast can distract you. And maybe it's just more of like very, like maybe you still keep your music on a hard drive somewhere and you're trying, you're say like, uh, I said this a few times. So maybe you did it. One day I'm going to get this organized. And one day I'm going to make a playlist of all those Elton John and they say, okay, well, they, these companies figured it out. Don't worry, but you know, like, uh, so I don't know, like, uh, so whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to like help put you, put you to sleep. And if you're new, the show isn't for everybody. It's different. And my voice, you know, it's creaky dulcet tones. What can I say? This is, this is, this is how I do it. And like, so I hope it helps you, but I can't guarantee it'll help it'll help you. Give it a few tries. That's what most reviews say. It took two or three times for me to be, get that uh, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, and then then I fell asleep. So I hope it can help you because I've been there. And as they say in almost every intro, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. So thank you for coming by. I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right. Uh, hey, you upon my tossing, turning, mind gracing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep, well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep with you with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's a thinking, a feeling, like physically, emotions, uh, uh, senses, uh, you know, as we say every once in a while when we do our pandering, Austinian pandering, senses and sensibilities. Or, you know, as another book I may write, you know, Nonsense and Incomprehensibility. Uh, Steve Austin, Steve Austin on Austin. I don't even know what that means. Uh, sorry. Uh, so if you're new, okay, create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. I'm going to try to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, and the way I'm going to try to do this, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, uh, creaky, dulcet, but somewhat gentle tone. Uh, wings of pointlessness, meander wear, uh, like it that I wear, like underneath, uh, like, like I wear that, but I have wings of pointlessness that allow me to meander around. Also, I flap my I flap my gums and my wings uh, quietly. Oh, oh, that's the good thing about wings of pointlessness. They're totally silent, except for the gun, gum flapping in the hot air. And, okay, so if you're new, okay, so I'm going to try to create a safe place where you feel welcome, because I'm glad you're here. I say that a few times every intro. I'm glad you found your way here. I hope this can take your mind off whatever is keeping you up and help you drift off into dreamland. Uh, if you're new, here's the structure of the show. First five, six minutes is like the credits and the business side, whether it's sponsors or listener support. That's how we keep over 550 episodes free is the people that either support the sponsors or uh, support the show on Patreon. And if you're new, that's not super important. If you listen regularly, when your hand touches the refrigerator tomorrow, 
remember that. If the sleep with me puts you to sleep, say, do I support the sponsors or do I support on Patreon or both or, you know, whatever. Uh, so that's uh, the first six minutes show. Got to do it at the beginning because it's a sleep podcast. Then we have an intro that we've just started. The intros are about 12 minutes and they're a rambling, misguided metaphor attempt to explain the podcast. And one of the ideas of the podcast, it, it, like the intro, is that it's familiar because, uh, I mean, what's familiar about it is my ability to mishandle metaphors. And it's a little bit different every time. So you say, ooh, this, like, uh, I don't, I don't, like if, uh, this feels like uh, comfortable and at, like at home, but uh, at least, like, if you know exactly what's going to happen, it wouldn't be as distracting. That's my theory, at least. So the intros are about 12 minutes. The, the timestamps are in there if you want to skip them, but a lot of people either listen while they get ready for bed or, you know, kind of the podcast is meant to get you there, ease you, ease you in, you know, your bedtime routine uh, to, 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 I don't know, keep you company. That's the whole idea. So then uh, tonight will be a Star Trek episode. So after the intro, I'll talk about Star Trek The Next Generation for about 40 minutes. And then we'll have some thank yous at the end. Um, so this is a podcast of which you sleep. It's meant to kind of keep you company while you fall asleep. So if you've listened to podcasts before, uh, most of them usually listen to. This one you only kind of have to listen to. So put aside those rules about uh, active listening or, you know, whatever, prior you know, like paying attention. You don't need to pay attention to me. You can barely listen. I'll be here. But you shouldn't also feel any pressure, or you don't need to. Sorry, I dropped a should right right on my foot. Like, you don't need to feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour to keep you company. I'm your boar friend. I'm your boar bud. I'm your boar cuz. I'm your boar sib. I'm your boar bay. I'm your boar friend. May have said that twice. Uh, so I'll be here to keep you company. Just like if you were on the phone with a friend... Or your roommate, you know, like if you ever like uh, shared like a like a studio or a dorm room or something with somebody or a bedroom in childhood, and you'd lie there and uh, ramble and tell stories, and, and uh, or there was always that one person, and they kept going on and on and on. I mean, you know, during the day, and I think this is driven by the same things that keep us up at night. It can be hard to listen, and I think another thing is that not everybody feels heard. So then there's people that, like, uh, can be rambly, and they say, well, I got this person's attention now. So let me, and, and they say, well, geez, I got about 8 million things to do today. How long is this guy going to get to talk about cheesemongers? Because uh, I guess because there's a social expectation that you'll at least pretend to listen. In this podcast, no norms and no social norms I don't know if there's if those are called social mores or mores or whatever. Don't worry about it. You don't got to listen. You don't got to humor me, but I'll be here doing the talking and the company keeping. It, and it's just, you just you, like, I know it's different and strange, uh, but there's no pressure. Like, uh, I, I thought I had something in there that I was going to go on. It, like, uh, you don't need to listen. I'll be here talking. What is this person talking about? And not getting hurt or hearing. I guess there is a part of us. It feels like this for me at bedtime. For overthinkers 
or for people that, you know, planners or like those kind of things. Like as soon as you lie down and it gets quiet, is that part, like different parts of your brain or your, your uh, you know, whatever your internal makeup is. They say, what do you, what, I don't have a brain? No, no, that's, um, no, that's not what I mean. See, my brain's interjecting here live. But so you like they they say oh it's quiet now let me like let me make sure I get heard tonight before this person falls asleep. And you say well I got to go to sleep I can't really hear about these like uh, all these things I did wrong in fifth grade. Oh I, I don't need a list of my shortcomings before I go to bed like I just know what and how to fix them I could use that stuff during the day, but even then like I think I'll be better suited if I get a good night's sleep tonight. And I think those things, like, here's what I'm good at. I, I say, hey, I call those brain brain bots. Uh, and I think they really, uh, at least the ones for me, they're really, no offense to the brain bots, but, you know, they're maladapted. They're trying to protect us. Very similar to Q in this episode, trying to, uh, you know, guess what's going to happen and say, hey, well, I'm here to, if you don't leave the house, nothing could possibly go wrong. You know, except for me saying, why don't you leave the house? We, we don't do anything. And you say, well, actually, I'm trying to go to sleep right now. I don't need to think about leaving, you know, get doing stuff right now. Like, that part just wants to be heard because it's just trying to keep us safe. Uh, but it really, like, it has a misguided intentions. I don't know what that means. But I, I'll be here to keep those parts company because they say, hey, you could, uh, believe me, I hear I got about four million of those voices in my head. And as much as I try to, I say, hey, what, like, come on, gather around. I'm going to tell a little story tonight. It's about, I, I don't know if you brain bites have ever met. Have you met Q? I played by the lovely John Delancey. Maybe, hopefully I'm not butchering John's, uh, I want to say John C. Delancey, but that might be from John C. Riley. Maybe that would be a funny uh, crossover, crossover, uh, John C. Delancey. But uh, Q's kind of a, like a, Q's a godlike character. And in this episode that we're going to talk about for like, uh, I think the episode was 44 minutes. I looked at the recording. It's like 51 minutes. Q thinks that if John Luke falls, Jean-Luc, uh, excuse me, thank you, uh, falls in love, it's going to cause lots of, so Q's really out to protect Jean-Luc in this one. And he really has a meandering way of helping out. But he, Q, much like a lot of you, uh, it seems like you get blamed for this. You say, well, let me see if I can help Jean-Luc out by making it extremely complicated and a big hassle. That'll make stuff better. And poor Q, he never has anyone sit down and say, hey, Q, I know you're just trying to help Jean-Luc out. You're doing a great job. And it can't be easy having uh, omnipotent power when you just want to help Jean-Luc in. You can see him being a human, and you, you don't know what you can't necessarily relate to what being a human's like. And you say, buddy, I just, I just like, I can't express how much I care about you, Jean-Luc, because I'm Q, but I really love you. And I don't want to see you get, like, I don't want to see you get any gloss or non-gloss, matte, whatever, scratches. And I just want to keep you safe and hold you safe, but I can't express that to you because it's banned by the continuum. So I just want to complicate some stuff so it doesn't, you know, Jean-Luc, that's really what I want to do. And I'd say, Q, that sounds tough. Uh, and it sounds like you really care about Jean-Luc. 
And this is this wild ride we're on called the human condition. It's not easy. That's why I make this sleep podcast. If you excuse me, brain bites, I'm going to transition to the human phase of the intro. And I feel like everybody deserves a good night's nice, good nice sleep. Now, this podcast isn't for everybody. It's weird. I have creaky dulcet tones, and I go on a lot of pointless meanders. Uh, so it's not for everybody, but I hope it can help you that are listening. Give it a few tries. Uh, it's well-intentioned. I've had to, like, clearly I got I got issues. Uh, it just had a strange uh, uh, faux therapeutic conversation with a TV character from 25 years ago. So, uh, yeah, I mean, doesn't that make things look on the bright side? But I'll be here to keep you company three times a week and because I care, because I think you deserve a good night's sleep. Now, it doesn't work for everybody. Give it a few tries. And I appreciate you coming by. I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks. Uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. It was almost a daytime story because it's daytime. But we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Uh, and what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you could set aside... Whatever's, uh, whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts that you're thinking about, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, physical, you know, anything physical keeping you awake, uh, changes in time, temperature, routine, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to distract you from that. The safe place is making you feel welcome. I'm glad you're here. I hope this podcast can help you fall asleep. Uh, do it with the best in sil- best intentions, silly intentions, but the best intentions I can. And here's what I'm going to do. Here's how I propose creating this safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. I'm going to spread my wings of pointlessness uh, like a great blue heron. Uh, ideally, we'll get a cut. Maybe this will be the great blue heron cast. Uh, Though so I've seen, like, literally a great blue heron maybe waiting, uh, like, uh, till I turn the mic off, because I've seen three great blue herons uh, when the mic was off here. But uh, what I'm going to do is try to distract you, to, to accompany you, to keep you company. Whatever to verb is, that, I don't know if that's a verb or a noun. I think that's a company. Company's a noun. Like, get ready, company's coming over. Company comes over. Subject, noun, predicates, uh, but uh, keeping company, accompanying, accompaniment. Uh, is accompaniment, uh, that sounds like a, no, no, no. Anyway, verbs, nouns, you're all welcome here. I'm going to keep you company or whatever, you know, I'm going to try to t- take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake and escort you or distract you while you cross, or cross over the threshold from wake to sleep. And if you're new here, here's here's kind of the things. I'll give you the structure of the show. First six minutes are business. Uh, it's a sleep podcast, so we do that up front. That's uh, the sponsors and the patrons that keep the show going and enable us to make it free and keep our archives free. And all the people that work on the show do some cross-promotion of other great feral shows. So that's the first six minutes of the podcast. And then we're, we have an intro. Intros are usually about 12 minutes or so, and we're somewhere into that. I don't know, but recorder uh, battery died after one minute of, uh, 
intro, but we, you know, we, we edit these shows, so you won't even notice, but I just let you know that there. In case this intro long, runs long or short, usually they do. They're, they're around 12 minutes, normally, not 12 minutes, uh, around 12 minutes. <laughs> you know, just like, but how long does it take you to get to sleep? Uh, you know, I want to just help you get to sleep however you can. So that's, uh, the sh- then we'll do a story here. I guess it will be a story. I don't know what it's going to be about. I'm here live in a kayak, uh, holding on to a tree that has fallen into a bend in the river. I mean, I guess I don't know if I'm in a tributary or a swamp. I mean, if I was calling it, uh, if I saw a picture of this, I'd call it a swamp, but it, but it's actually part of the river, kind of like the river. I guess it's not a riverbank because riverbanks are dry. Riverbanks are behind me, though, not far away. So we'll do some describing. We got beautiful clouds in the sky. We have lily pads. I'm in the shade, but, it, you know, towards the end of the podcast, I may venture out into the sun uh, to see what we could see. But we have, you know, yellow flowers on the lily. So, so we'll spend some time here in the river, you know, unless my cat. And then you'll be like, hey, and you'll never hear this episode. If I do have a wet bag or a dry bag. Hopefully it won't be a wet bag. Uh, to keep my equipment dry. But uh, if you're new here, the whole idea of the show is that uh, I, I do some talking, I do some rambling, I do some over, to, you know, uh, I try mild, uh, humor-like uh, tangents, describing things like moss or things that may be moss that I'm looking at right now. You know, I'll say, you know, algae, I'll talk about algae, I'll talk about muck, and, you know, but that'll be as, you know, I won't do any muckraking. Well, what is it? I guess what is it when your paddle brings up muck? That's not muck raking. That's I'll do some muck paddling, or I mean maybe not live on the mic because that would be like a like tips. That'd be you know risking tipping the uh, the old kayak. But the whole idea is I'll be here to keep you like uh, keep you company in the night. Uh, and one of the theories of the podcast, or one of the ideas behind it, is. Uh, like, you know, it's hard to think about two things at once. So instead of thinking about whatever's keeping you awake, uh, you really can't turn your brain off. You can't really put it in sleep mode, or at least I can't. But maybe you'll say, well, let me just listen. Wait, is he going to talk about, I wonder if he's going to talk about those, I wonder if he'll have trouble remembering what a cattail is. Is that what it's called? And I wonder, you know, I do wonder if he'll flip the, the kayak. Uh, obviously, that would... uh I, I, you know, with an edited podcast, that might be tough. But uh, I wonder if he'll talk about leaves. You know, maybe he will. Holy moly. And I, that's that's how, you know, what if I see some frogs or turtles? Uh, and, but then another part of your brain will be like, well, yeah, that's not half bad. But uh, you said he's going to talk about leaves and algae, huh? Okay, well, maybe. Uh, and then and ideally, the next thing you know, you wake up, uh, you wake up refreshed, you wake up rested. Wake up in a better position to carry out your day. Because as someone that's had trouble sleeping uh, can tell you, sucks. And you deserve a good night's sleep. That's why, you know, I made the show saying, huh, I wonder if I could do this. I wonder if I could help people fall asleep. Uh, I wonder if I could put them, you know, relieve some of the stress at bedtime. I wonder if I could make it less, uh, like, uh, like uh, annoying. Though that's, that's not true for everybody with this show. But, uh. You know, maybe put a smile on one or two people's faces, maybe put you at ease and say, hmm, I feel like I'm floating on the water. 
Uh, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I wonder if he'll talk about dragonflies. He probably will. Uh, you know, if you're an entomologist, are those bug people entomologists? Maybe they're not. Uh, maybe it's a words, word person. Anyway, if you're new here, that's kind of how the show works. You know, we say it's a podcast to put you to sleep uh, because ideally that's kind of what happens and that's kind of like the best way to sum it up. But it's a podcast that's here while you fall asleep. Uh, I don't know if that makes any more sense. So I don't want you to feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for at least an hour. And if you can't sleep, I'll be here the whole time to keep you company. Uh, but at the same time, you shouldn't feel any pressure to listen or be like, oh, boy, cannot. I mean, one, the podcast is free. And recorded, so you can listen to it anytime and say, "Well, did he talk about turtles?" And even if you, even if people tweet me out, "Scoots, did you talk about turtles?" And then say, "Hmm, good question. How do we? Uh, yeah, uh, just like the podcast. I can't put that in a tweet, but 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 but, but uh, you know, uh, like, I can I can try to. Usually, I just say, "Hmm, good question." So that's a podcast. It's uh, it doesn't work for everybody. It, it uh, if you're listening this far, I really appreciate it, and I hope it helps you. I'm glad you're along with me. Uh, you don't know how this episode's going to go. I've been cooking this one up for a while and uh, waiting for the right moment to uh, sneak out in a kayak. And no, I'm not using this podcast as an excuse to avoid uh, my family and. Uh, whatever joy, joyous moments we could be sharing right now. Uh, no, because maybe we've shared enough joy. Like, uh, which joy? Anybody? Joy. Anyway, it, it, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm here. And uh, that's it. It's, it's a podcast of which you sleep. Uh, keep you company. I'm glad you're here. And appreciate your time. I work very hard. I yearn. Uh, to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks a lot. Uh, and before we get to the swamp uh, observations, if you're listening right now and you listen to Sleep With Me more than two or three times a month, I'd love it if you'd consider becoming a patron uh, or supporting the sponsors because uh, those are the two ways we fund keeping the podcast going. Uh, partially funds the labor, partially funds uh, the cost of distributing the show, and keeping all those archives free, 560 or so episodes. So if you're listening to it right now and you listen regularly, please consider doing one of those two things. And if you can't afford to do either one of those uh, or you philosophically oppose, I understand. Just spread the word about the show. Um, but uh, those are the three ways the show keeps going. So patrons are at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. And there's some nice thank you rewards, but really people become patrons uh, to give value back for the value they get out of the podcast. Uh, just like uh, public radio or any other free stuff, uh, that, you know, that's the main way. And then you can support the sponsors. Uh, the sponsors uh, sponsor the podcast for, you know, it's like uh, it's based on direct response. Uh, so uh, it's not about brand awareness or anything. So those of you that do support the sponsors, it's a huge help. And you can find our current sponsors over at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsors. And that's it. Let's uh, keep this show going. Uh, hey, you're all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast. It's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. 
All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, like uh, physical sensations, emotions, uh, changes in schedule, routine, travel, noise, you know, angst, uh, or like the baffle, like literally as I recorded this last night, I couldn't sleep and it was baffling. The only possible thing I could track it down to is a soda at 2 p.m. or that I was listening to music I don't usually listen to. But it was still like it was so, so a lot of times it could be baffling. Uh, but whatever is keeping you awake, uh, maybe I'll talk more about that. But, uh, Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, like uh, extra words, stump, you know, like uh, words caught in my mouth that can't can't come out, uh, like sticky words that are sticky when they're in my mouth. I'll use some sticky. Is is that a thing? Do people ever say, "Well, that's a sticky word"? I know they think of like, usually it's more what, like the word, it's like the meaning is sticky. Isn't that what a meme is? Like a, like an actual, like a cultural meme? Is that a stick? No, that's easy, means easily transferable, I think. Uh, repeatable or something like that. But it still is sticky or giggle. I guess it's more like a good meme's giggly most of the time, right? No, I, no one knows. Uh, oh, cause I'm supposed to be talking to a new list. So if you're new here, Welcome. This podcast to take your mind off stuff and uh, try to help you fall asleep or while you help you while you fall asleep. And so, if you're new, let me give you a structure show. First six minutes are business. It's a sleep podcast, so we got to do that up front. Uh, and you know, if you're new, you can kind of like not pay attention. If you're a regular listener, please do me a favor and and pay attention. Or when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, say, "Geez, I better check my show notes." Uh, you know, that's how we, we're trying to keep the show free, 12 episodes a month with free archives. is from uh, listener involvement. Uh, but if you're new, don't worry about it. It, it. Then after that, we have an intro, which we're somewhere near the start of. Those are about 12 to 14 to 16 to 11 minutes or something like that. And the intro is kind of a show within a show. Some people use it. Some people fall asleep to it. Some people skip it. Some people use it during their prep time. A lot of people use it so their animals know, their pets. They say, hey, well, it's time for bed. There goes Scoot. So you up all night tossing, turning. That means it's time for the pets to come in and hog the bed uh, and, uh, like, do that kind of thing. So that's the intro. Then we'll have a story portion, which is about 45 minutes. So as opposed to other podcasts, this podcast should barely need to listen to it. It'll be here, and it should be just interesting enough if it works for you. It doesn't work for everybody. I'll give you that right right away. But, you know, by right away, I mean like 10 minutes in the show. But uh, but if it does work, like you just barely need to listen, it should just to get, engage you enough to keep you company uh, while you fall asleep, uh, you give you something to th- else to think about and what's keeping you awake, uh, whatever it is. But it also serves the purpose of being your companion. Like for me last night, as an example, it was re- like, and this is a great thing about making a sleep podcast and having, uh, issues falling asleep. Sometimes it, it keeps me fresh. I mean, it literally, I couldn't believe it. Like, uh, like I, I thought I had done everything right. I was, I was really tired 
I don't think I was overtired. And I did do some blue screen action. Uh, so I was like, uh, pardon the phrase, but screwing around on the internet before, like when I shouldn't have been. But I still had about a 30 to 40 minute of like reading that I thought would like, you know, sell my brain down and stuff like that. And then I even fell asleep for like four seconds. And then, you know, whatever, like that baffling thing sometimes when you can't sleep, I said, nah, we won't be going to sleep. And I said, what in the heck? They said, we were just about to sleep. And then a different, you know, a bunch of different things, you know, I went through a season. I don't know if, uh, who is it? It's not Melody Beattie. It's, uh. But I mean, why does anybody like this, this? Like, maybe I should. Maybe this will be another thing I could work on for real this time. Like uh, the phase, like the feelings you go through. Like, what is it? The seven stages of grief or whatever. There's like all these different emotional phases and physical phases when you can't sleep and it's just you don't know what the heck why. And then for me, I'm debating like, uh, well, should I start reading again? And I said, like, I was listening to music. Should I shut the music off? Like, uh, well, when's the music timer going to go off? Uh, then, the mu- then the music, the, should I check the music to how long I've been lying here? Then I did check the music timer. Then I knew what time it was, which wasn't helpful. Then I said, well, let me just lie here and relax. And then I said, well, what? And then I started observing in the darkness in my room because I've been really trying to be fastidious about getting my room as dark as possible. And I said, well, how come the room's not as dark as it was last night? What in the heck? Uh, and I realized it was because I had my computer screen off, but it was backing up and the Ethernet was making a light. Uh, and then, uh, like, like, so then I was thinking about that. Then I was like, uh, so I don't know if anybody can relate to that. I don't mean to take you on an emotional journey. Eventually, I did fall asleep. Uh, but it's, you know, I guess the main thing is that sometimes it's baffling. It always sucks. I don't know what's keeping you awake, but I'm sorry, whatever it is. Uh, it is my true belief you deserve a good night's sleep. You're, you're, uh, you're doing your best out there. And I don't know what, like, this human condition is not what it's cracked up to be. Like, uh, like there's no, you know, there's no freaking conditioner or two in one for this human condition. And it ain't easy. And like, you're like, holy mackerel, like that's when you're rested. So when you're, uh, restless and irritable, if you like, like, uh, you say, oh boy. And so the whole idea of the podcast is, uh, I guess to circumvent that, uh, and I guess for me it is to stay sharp and I say, okay, well, I know, like, if you've been lying there the past couple of nights, I know what you're going through. And it's not really fair, and th- so that, that's why I hope this podcast can work for you. That's why I wish it worked for everybody, but it doesn't. I usually recommend giving it a few tries to people because, uh, like, uh, like if you if you read the reviews, most people say, "Well, after a second or third try, I realize like uh, it's this is like we're in a WTF situation. It's like uh, where you shrug at the end of it, like a shrug emoji." Sleep with me. The shrugs, it's the shrug emoji, the shrug WTF emoji. Ideally with a fox with heart, heart, uh, hearts in its eyes, you know, just for, uh, I don't know why. No, what, what, who doesn't need a fox with hearts in its eyes emoji? Anyway, so, uh, like, so that was me last night. How are you doing tonight? How's, what's up? Uh, I think you need a good night's sleep. Uh, that's why I'm here. So if you're new, 
I guess that's the structure of the show. Uh, that's kind of what qualifies me. Like, uh, is, uh, you know, like, uh, I've been there and I want to help. And the way I help is, uh, even in my situation last night, I didn't have this ability to, you know, to do my own podcast for myself. And, uh, but to have somebody, like, kind of like, I'm like the uh, pillow, like, uh, like there's the fairy godparents and, uh, I'm working on that's going to be our next serial series. There's a spoiler for you, but I don't know when this intro is going to come out. So it might be spoiled already, but I'm like a pill, like the uh, pillow mother or something. I come in and they say, hey, what's up? You can't sleep. That, that's really seems rough, Drew. Uh, let me just see here. Oh, well, you don't, you don't know if you should read or toss and turn, huh? Or should, yeah, that's, that's tough. Uh, well, why don't you give reading a shot? I'll lie here. I'll sit here. Or I could just sit at the foot of the bed here and talk to you. I, what's this? Like, uh, I wonder if John Malkovich is busy. Like, if John Malkovich could do that for me. Probably couldn't afford even the, like, worst John Malkovich, uh, impersonator. Also, that would definitely need to be by podcast because, like, especially John, like, say, I guess that would be a good podcast episode of interviewing John Malkovich impersonators. How did I get on this topic? I don't know, but like, uh, I would really be interested to interview. I don't have an interview podcast, but I'd like to interview some John Malkovich impersonators. But not the impersonator. What's the person that does the voices? Uh, how does my brain not know this stuff? Anytime you take a, a flight, uh, like on Southwest, you usually see all the commercials for all the, it's not a ventriloquist, but whatever. The person that could sound like John Malkovich, uh, I guess it's kind of like an impersonator, but impersonator, I always think like they're also dressing as them. So I don't, I don't know what I'm talking, but I would like to be like, well, what made you decide to like, like and they, I guess they'd be like, well, who else like, uh, Sounds great, looks chill, seems like uh, both introverted and extroverted. It definitely would be fun at parties. Uh, seems a bit of a, like, uh, complicated. I don't know if contradiction's the right word because I don't see anything contradictory. But, you know, where you say, you're a bit of a paradox. Uh, and I'd say, you're a bit of a paradox, uh, impersonating Wait, so you're a John, like, are you a John Malkovich impersonator that lives in my brain, but I can't impersonate John Malkovich? That's a paradox. But that doesn't sound like John Malkovich. Well, that's because you're impersonating me now. Wait, who's talking? I'm sorry. I'm, actually, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. I got to get out of this uh, circular. Is this a thought experiment? No, but it'll be. Oh, but there is experimenters watching this. Okay, great. Anyway, for the love of John Malkovich, uh, I'm here to help. Like, uh, I don't know what else to tell you. And, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, like, I definitely feel tired right now. I could tell you that much. And so if you're having trouble falling asleep, it'd be my honor to help assist that. Uh, and the only way I can do it is by rambling and doing goofy bedtime stories using my creaky dulcets. So it's, it's different. It's not, it doesn't work for everybody. And if it doesn't work for you, I hope you find something that does, you know, maybe check out some binaural beats or some Livervox books or, you know, Bob Ross or whatever. But I can tell you, I'm glad you found your way here and like give the podcast a few tries. I can, I can hope, I hope, I hope I can be your boorfriend and keep you company.
I appreciate you coming by, and I work very hard, and I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing and turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinks, thoughts, feelings, whatever it is. Uh, I'd like to distract you from that. What I'm going to do is uh, try to make you feel welcome. I'm glad you're here. There's a huge community of listeners listening right now who are, they may be going through something similar or something different than you, but they're all here. I'm sending my voice across the deep, dark night for you and all the other people listening uh, to try to keep you company because you're not alone. Uh, you got me here, you know, with creaky dulcet tones and the pointless meanders. And there's also other people on the receiving end of this podcast, uh, and if you're new, here's one thing about it being on the receiving end. A lot of listeners are on the reflecting end of the podcast and not the receiving end. And what I mean by that is, uh, like, so if you're new here, you, you don't, this is a podcast you don't really need to totally listen to. You can kind of listen to it or barely listen to it. Or, you know, they have, like, I talk about this a lot. They have active, you're supposed to be doing this active listening, right? That's what they tell me at every like time I have to, they call it, you know, when every time I'm sitting in a group in a circle, they say, well, you got to work on your listening. It would start with the active listening or maybe just, you know, quiet your mind so you can passively listen. Those are a lot of work. Like, let's not joke around. Some people, you know, are good at it and I'm not, uh, my brain, like I'm always, cause my brain's got so much noise going. Well, here's the thing with this package. You don't need to actively listen. You don't need to passively listen. You can re reflectively listen. And what I mean is you just let these sounds bounce off your eardrums. So instead of being on the receiving end, you'll be on the reflecting end where you'll be like, it'll be, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't make a lot of sense to me either, but I think that's the best way to describe it. Also, if you're new, there's no need to feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here to keep you company. And actually, in reality, this is like it says, it says that there's also mispronunciations. That's another thing I do on common words. For Who mispronounces the most four-letter words on earth? Me. And I wouldn't, like, I would, I would, normally I'd say, well, uh, if, you, if you count the recorded versions, I think I probably do have a Guinness Book of World Record for mispronunciations. Because uh, the show gets played a lot, comes out 12 times a week or 12 times a month, and I mispronounce a lot of words. Uh, somebody get Guinness World Book on the phone. Hey, wait, let me get back to But So you're, you shouldn't feel any pressure. This podcast is more to keep you company and to take your mind off, to try to create a, a safe place where you can fall asleep. You can drift off. Uh, I'll be here while you float off into the arms of Morpheus or, you know, uh, like, like, I don't know if you could, like, a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man after retirement or a Stay Puff Marshmallow Person or a Stay Puff Marshmallow Family, you know, or just, a, like, a, what if you floated into a world where there's just sleeping Stay Puff Marshmallow people? I wonder what they would, like, like, like I guess you wouldn't want to float into it nude. I was thinking, like, uh, probably be more comfortable if they were nude Stay, stay Puffed Marshmallow people. Ghostbusters 2 Reboot, uh, hello, you, you, you can take that for free. 
And uh, anyway, so if you're new, okay, so welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast about your sleep. Uh, so if you're new, those are the kind of two important things I remember uh, uh that it's like this podcast doesn't have anything super important other than you uh, to try to help you fall asleep because you deserve it. Structurally, the show starts with six minutes of business. If you're new, it's not super important. Thanks for sticking around through it. It's a sleep podcast. We got to do it up front. And even then, I have to stick in a reminder for regular listeners. When your hand hits that fridge tomorrow, please try to remember who supported the show. So you can either check out our sponsors or, or you know, because it's critical, uh, that part, for regular listeners. And if you're, uh, like, but then after that is an intro, which probably, like, halfway through. in uh, like, those are, like, 12 to 14 to 15 to 11 to 18 minutes where I ramble and kind of try to d- describe what the podcast is about. And I get lost in my own thoughts, uh and then I, like, I, like, what do you call it? I, I lead by example. You say, I don't know what this guy's talking about. And I said, uh, well, I think I was talking about mispronunciation. That was not a purpose either. Mispronunciation of small words, big words too. It's weird. Like, uh, like, I got a gum, I got a gummy brain. I have gummies and my brain's gummy. Also, there's, like, I just heard this spoken word performance of a poem about gummy bears, the TV show. And I have a couple of those gummy bears uh, bouncing around in my brain, too, drinking their gummy juice or whatever the heck it was they used to drink. But yeah, so it's a podcast to put you to sleep to take your mind off stuff, uh, keep you company. You, you just kick back and listen. Now, the podcast doesn't work for everybody, and I guess I apologize for that in advance, uh... Like, I hope it works for you. Give it a few tries. Almost every review, well, not almost every review, that's uh, hyperbole. A, a large number of reviews say, oh, well, I didn't re- like it didn't work for the second or third time. There's even a few reviewers that said, I wrote a bad review of the podcast, kept listening. Now I'm changing my review to a good one because, uh, but, you know, it doesn't work for everybody. So, like, don't feel like uh, it's weird. I'm a weird dude, and I got a creak. I get the creaky dulcet tones, and but I'm here to keep you coming. So this is like uh, the best offer I can get. Is I'll be here for an hour. So, you do, like, you if you can't sleep, I'll be here too. I believe tonight we'll be talking about uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure of which I remember almost nothing. So who knows, how how am I going to fill 50 minutes with that? Uh, but that's the second part of the show. Structurally, I already forgot that part too. But um, so like, uh, like these are called tail of the tape episodes where I try to run the VCR tape in my brain. So I think that's it. I mean, the main, main thing is I'm glad you're here. Uh, I really hope I can like help you fall asleep. I, I forgot. Like, uh, I'm trying to think. If there's anything else I was trying to like remind you of, but uh, I know this will be a real short uh, intro because I think whatever I was distracting me when I started, uh, like I don't want to get. I can't start talking about the Gummy Bears TV show because I got to get to the like. Uh, it'll be too distracting. So I don't know. I'm glad you're here. And as I say every this so this will like a big short intro boy short for me nine minutes or something uh, but like I say every time I'm glad you're here and I really hope and I yearn to help you fall asleep so thanks for coming by. 
Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me. The podcast sits here to help you fall, to, to be here while you fall asleep, to put you to sleep. Your friend in the deep, dark night. I don't think I ever say that at the top of the show, but that's the truth. Uh, this is the podcast uh, that's here for you. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed. Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to try to do, attempt to do, is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether that's thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, like whatever's going on is keeping you awake. I would like to take your mind off that. And the way I'm going to do it is uh, I hope you feel welcome. I'm glad you're here. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to don my wings of pointlessness uh, uh, in, like, wearing a utility belt of, of like, uh, I would say, like, this just popped into my head, this word, undiagnosed metaphors, which means that one day they will be diagnosed because there's something going on with my metaphors and... uh, like, like you say, well, this one looks a little, you look, like, come on into my office, metaphors. Uh, you look a little tangential today. What, what do you work on? Sleep with me? I do. I work with a sleep with me podcast person. Oh, great. Well, the, actually, hey, I'm the host. I don't mean to interrupt these office visits. Is it, do I pay the copays for my, uh, the metaphors I wear on my belts? Okay, I'll get, try to get back to this office visit. I get set up with a new listener. So if you're a new listener, welcome. A few things to know. Structurally, the show, the first six minutes are business. It's a sleep podcast. We've got to do the business up front so you can fall asleep. If you're new, it's not super important. If you're a regular listener, it is. So when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, before you open that fridge door, be like, what Scoot's going to be doing in my fridge today? Who who supported the podcast that puts me to sleep? Or did I already do I already support it so it doesn't matter? And then you'll open your fridge door. That's the best way to remember. Go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash sponsor or whatever. Because the business is how we keep everything, the archives and, and all the episodes coming. So if you're new, not important. But uh, then we have an intro, which we're a few minutes into. Those are about 12 minutes of me uh, with my undiagnosed metaphors. Usually they're not in the studio with me inside uh, I think, I don't know, what do you take a metaphor to? A metaphorist, I think. That sounds like someplace you'd buy a bouquet of metaphors, which, again, that's another book title. I'm like, I'm calling dibs on it. Uh, a bouquet of metaphors, a collection of scooters uh, near, po- like, po- not poetry, but something like poetry. Uh, so if you're new, that's the intros along. It's the kind of like some people use it to get ready for bed. Some people use it to, to calm their animals. And so their animals, you know, their pets, uh, like they know, oh, it's bedtime or whatever. Like, like uh, uh, some people fall asleep during it. Some people skip it. Uh, but it's kind of like a show within a show. Familiar every time, but different. Familiar ineptness, topically, you know, but kind of different. Then there's an episode. Tonight we'll have a guest host, uh, Ray. My neighbor, Ray Perkins, will be on. And he'll probably, like, if, if he'll just talk for a while. He's really nice. Uh, so, like, uh, he'll just, you know, ramble and put you to sleep, but talk. And expound. I think he's good at expounding. 
so that'll be there, and then there'll be some thank yous at the end. So I'll be here like an hour. So you shouldn't feel any pressure to listen or to fall asleep. Pressure-free zone. I mean, except for the natural air pressure of existence. Uh, again, maybe that's a book title. That sounds more like a subtitle, though, but uh, the natural, whatever that I just said, I like that, too. Uh, but so let's see if I can explain this, like but through these undiagnosed metaphors. Ta- that one's so that one's looking a little tang- tangential. Is that what you said, doctor? What about this one? Is that a similar? Like I've always wondered, is that a similar metaphor there? No, this isn't a joking matter. Well, oh boy, this is serious. Uh, what's so like as serious as uh, something else, or as serious as a uh, tangent metaphor? The metaphor that caught the case of the tangentials. Oh, boy. Well, I'll just hear. Watch, Doc. Watch me cradle this metaphor. Yeah, see? Look, at it. it's already looking less tangential as I rock it in my arms. Uh, yeah, any other metaphor issues you have? Uh, well, do I have any misplaced metaphors? Oh, boy, do I ever. Uh, yeah, any, any, any metaphorical word you could use, I could probably find a metaphor that relates to it. Uh, so let's keep it sleepy, though, Doc, which is hard in these, like, even in a metaphorist's office. Also, I don't see any certificates on the walls. Even, like, I, I could print you something up on a dot matrix printer. That's probably what a metaphor doctor would have on their wall. Uh, metaphorist of the year in 1994. How's that sound, Doc? You're doing a great job, except for coming up with other witty uh, ailments for metaphors, which was what I was hoping you would come up with. Oh, you you also live in my brain. You know, I usually don't like to bandy about an insult stock, but you've been about as uh, useful as a dot matrix printer uh, at bedtime. I'm just kidding, Dak. You're doing a great job, uh, but you're like a, like a, like a, I'm the one cradling the metaphors. Yeah, this one here, Doc, I could diagnose it. That's a backwards metaphor. Uh, yeah, all that one does is you just, you just need to calm it down, pat it on its back, saying, well, hey, go whichever direction. It works. People figure it out. They're intelligent. Uh, really? Am I challenging your beliefs as a metaphorist about metaphors? I believe that people who, like, are smart enough to, uh, like, rearrange their own metaphors uh, and come to their own conclusions based on metaphors, doctor. Well, it's a good thing you do live in my brain. You're right, because otherwise uh, this whole thing would be, if we're in, Doc, if we're in any other context, it'd be clinical, and it wouldn't be uh, a metaphor's office. We may be in a clinical state. Well, I'm, I'm willing to accept that. My breaks with reality have, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, what are we going to do, Doc? Hey, doctor, can I ask you a question? Are you a metaphor? For something else, or are you just actual doctor of metaphors? That is a good question because I'm, just, well, I'm wondering what the answer is. Like, uh, like, are you a metaphor? I'm just trying to think honestly. Do you represent what's a doc? What's a metaphor? Uh, it's like a child asking a question. I think that's a simile, or maybe that's just a anyway, doc. I got to get back to the intro. It been lovely. You could use some magazines. How about a subscription to Metaphor Weekly? Well, out of print. Yep, went online. I heard about that. Metaphor Standard? Oof. You know, Doc, I was at like, yeah, it's that's it's rough times for print. Uh, how about the controversial metaphor? 
Yeah, that's a new one. They're really up. Yeah, business is good. Believe me for that one. Oh, one-sided metaphor. Yeah, I heard they're going to come out with a print, like, uh, like a weekly thing. Maybe they're having a podcast. I, I have a podcast. You ever listen to, like, a news podcast, Doc? One-sided metaphor. I think you'd have to come up with a more metaphoric title for that. What am I laughing about? Uh, which layer, Doc? Like, the fact that I'm having a conversation with you and it's going to be broadcast, or... The fact that you're almost making sense or the fact that I had to point out to you that you can't just call a podcast uh, like you like you have to come up with a metaphor for a metaphor podcast because you can't like. Uh, really, what do I know? Oof, boy, oof. When did you become so uh, maybe we should have metaphor debates? I think you're Doc, No offense. You're trying to inject uh, like a uh, conflict where there shouldn't be any. Uh, I guess that's what <laughs> is it like. A, yeah, you could write me a prescription for it if you want instead of that. But uh, no, really, I think like uh, metaphors are for everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's why, that's why I cradle mine when they're not on my utility belts. But when they need to be cradled, I cradle. I, I, Doc, if I had a shirt, it'd say I'd cradle metaphors. And if I could pronounce things, it would say I cradle metaphors. Well, do I crave them? Well. No, because then I would probably want more taught metaphors, but I prefer my metaphors as they come. You know, oh, is that, oh, is that, what does OEM mean, Doc? Why am I asking? Does that have to do, well, I was just wondering if, like, uh, maybe my metaphors are refurbished, is that what I was saying? Anyway, I got to get back to the podcast. It's been wonderful. Thanks. Could you just, you know, get back up in my brain wherever you came from? Thank you. Oh, boy. So if you're new here, that's how my brain works and doesn't work well or efficiently or normally. Uh, but it does like uh, it does like uh, lend itself to bedtime for people it works for. It's a friendly pay place uh, at a friendly pace. And I'm glad you're here. I'll be cradle on the metaphors and I'll be like uh, also overuse of words. That's another technique I use. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. This podcast hopefully takes your mind off stuff, puts you at ease. I'm willing to bet for most of you, you weren't thinking about anything else other than what in the heck, uh, right? What's on the wall? Like, do you, if you're, if you're only talking to metaphors, do you need that tissue paper down on the, uh, the table or not? Or was I sitting in, I was sitting in the tissue paper and the metaphors did tap it and say, hop on up, scoots, uh, that part I didn't vocalize. It just happened. But anyway, if you're new here, this is a harmless thing. And I hope it can help you fall asleep. doesn't work for everybody, so give it a few tries. Uh, but like I say, I'm glad, I'm glad you're here. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever has been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, physical sensations, whatever is keeping you awake. I'm going to try to distract you from that. I'm going to smooth this. Uh, look, at, I don't know if you can hear this because it's only virtual, but I'm uh, 
and making the mo the smoothing the universal smoothing motion, which is clockwise. I did. I had to think about that for a second because I'm dyslexic. Really, like uh, a slow, a gentle, the universal maybe not universal uh, motion of uh, smoothing it, patting it, and rubbing it down. A safe place, as we say on this show. Yeah, but what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, superfluous words, words words with wings, maybe. Uh, I mean, I'm going to give these words like their first wings and say fly, fly away, before fly right out of my brain before we get to my mouth just so I don't remember you. You know, that's really, when people say scooch, you stutter a lot, or you miss uh, your, your incomplete thoughts, uh, it's because I set, the, I set the words free before they come out of my mouth and they're committed uh, to any thoughts or anything. Word freedom. It's, uh, it's, it's, illusion, it's illusionary or something. Those words, the words to explain what word freedom is, they flew away. But speaking of uh, setting things free, I'd really like to set your thoughts free. It's kind of the distraction if you're new here, let me give you a couple uh, like uh, things to set things up for you. So this is a podcast to put you to sleep. You don't really need to listen, and you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here to keep you company for at least an hour. Uh, structurally, what to expect? You were you were here for the first six minutes of the show. That's business. You got to have it at the beginning for a sleep podcast. If you're new, not that important. If you rely on the podcast, you listen on a regular basis, you want to keep the archives. Remember when you put your hand on that fridge tomorrow to think about uh, uh, checking our show notes and say, who, who's going to be in my fridge? Uh, what was the sponsor? Yeah, but otherwise, so there's six minutes of business. Then there's an intro, which we've just kind of started. Those are about 12 uh, to 14 to 18 to 11 minutes or so, give or take. Give or take some free words in free seconds. And, uh, oh, then there's the episode. What comes after the intro? The episode. Well, the intro is kind of an episode within itself. Some people use it to get ready for bed. Some people go to sleep during it. And then there's the episode that's about 45, 40, 45, 50 minutes. Then there's some thank yous at the end. So I'll be here. So here's the thing. You don't need to pay attention to me. I'm here to keep you company. I'm here to take your mind off of stuff. I'm friendly. This is a safe place. I'm glad you're here. I say that a lot. You're welcome. You deserve a good night's sleep. I want to try and help. Uh, the way I do that is I distract you with my inane banter. And some people say might say, well, I think it's like more that it rhymes with inane, but it has an S in there, Scoots. And I'd say, yeah, that's an extra S. It was an extra S for Super Scoots, but that letter flew. That was a letter when I was practicing letter freedom which left me short on letters, so I had to turn to word freedom because I didn't have as many letters to construct as many words. That's why I'm short on words sometimes. Yeah, but here's a like, uh, how does a podcast work, you might say. And I'd say, well, you keep you company. I'm your boar friend, your boar bae, your boar bud, your boar cuz, your boar, you know, boar bro. But, you know, you could call me your boar system, totally comfortable. Whatever, uh, you know, whatever role... Makes you comfortable. You're bore Nana. It doesn't really, that doesn't have enough alliteration. You're bore Brana. Like Eric Banna. Uh, like I'm, I'm the boring version of Eric Banna. Like, uh, except, we, you know, it, 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 like just because I can say Banna. 
I don't even know if that's how you say his last name. But basically, I'm here to be your friend. I'm here to keep you company, just like I was sitting at the foot of your bed telling you a tale. Uh, but you don't have to, like, I don't have to be there. So you don't got to worry about me closing the doors or leaving crumbs or owing me. You know, you say, well, you came over and put me to sleep. Does that mean I got to come over to your place and put you to sleep sometime? Forget it. And no, uh, this all happens virtually. Uh, and you see, Scoots, okay, can you use, can, what, what about those metaphors you used to describe the podcast that don't make any sense? Uh, that you, you're like, uh, you, didn't you have to go to metaphor court? I did, I did. Uh, I did have to attend metaphor court, and, and then I had to go to metaphor training, court, court mandated, uh, metaphor retraining, uh, that's what I called it. And then they said, you're going to have to leave. And then I also said, I'm short on words. Uh, don't say that in metaphor retraining. Uh, trust me. It get, like I said, you have demerits here? What do they stand for? Tell me about these demerits. Is it something about, uh, anyway, enough, uh, baby, they said, like, a barely, met, like, a, but it, like I do try to come up with a metaphor to describe the podcast. There's been one I've been thinking about that I always forget, which is, like, walking the DOG. And I don't want to say that, but, and again, I'm sure like many funnier people than me have talked about this, but it's really perplexing to me. And I know there's books about it, but they're so long, like they have chapters and stuff. Like uh, I see the books, uh, I work in a library, like inside a dog's brain or why does the dog do this? Uh, you know, written by, I'm sure those are great, but like, I, like I'd rather just make it, like I've lived my life making assumptions. Uh, that's the quickest way to make an ass out of you and me is to assume. And when you have a dog, it's even easier because it's, you know, then it's really one-sided. But I'm really like, like, is this a paradox? Like, I find myself with a paradoxical look because Koa, my dog, sweet, sweet Koa, she's just in the other room listening probably. And I can tell you the question that's going through my mind, her mind right now, are we going for W-A-L-K? Even though, but I, like, so Koa is a very trustworthy dog. Like, uh, so I live in a four-unit apartment building, a converted house uh, that was converted into four apartments uh, back in the 20s or the 30s or something. And so behind it is parking for the four apartments. Uh, you could say it's a parking lot. It's kind of small. And then there's like a garage-like structure that, uh, that's not important. But so there's like a back area behind the apartment building away from the streets. And Co was responsible enough to be back there, not totally unsupervised because, uh, like, but if I'm in the kitchen, she can be out back. Like the kitchen opens up to the driveway area or the back of the parking lot. Uh, and there's some grass, but Co's allergic to grass. And she loves walking around. She likes sniffing uh, car tires, by the way. If you're, get, if you're thinking about getting her something for Christmas, get her a wheel well. She loves the smell of wheel wells. Like, literally, she'll just smell the wheel wells and be like, hmm. Like, I, I wish I, we could converse about it because they'd say, well, where's this car been? And I do say that to her. And she's like, she like, well, let me smell this other wheel well. And wheel well is another nice word for sleep with me. Wheel well. Uh, another podcast, podcast word of the day, wheel well. What does a wheel say and when it has a great day? Wheel well. Well, how'd your day go, wheel, wheel well? Went well. I guess it doesn't quite work, but it close. 
but so she kind of has free range back there and she can trot around and we'll sometimes we'll play and like i said she likes to play her games uh no matter what like if i say the w-a-l-k word she like will go like uh, crazy like uh with joy i mean she'll jump up in the air she does this thing where she jumps up and touches me with her nose like i think that's like a kiss I mean, it's literally like if you, if your kids still believe in Santa and on like June 25th, you said, hey, I just found out Santa's coming tonight. Totally. We're the only family and uh, write up a list of gifts. They're going to they have a replicator, so they'll make them. Santa's going to be here tomorrow with those gifts. Like, can you imagine what the kids would do or what you would do? if Someone said, hey, what kind of gadgets you really wish you could you don't want to buy for yourself? But like, make me a list because Santa's coming tomorrow. Let's see. Well, I'd always wanted one of those friggin' other phones. You know, I have this kind of phone, but yeah, like, uh, it's uh, like, I'm not going to spend 800 bucks on a, oh, it's coming tomorrow, Santa. Like, you, you imagine what you would do or whatever, you know, but especially the kids. Every time I propose, even if it's like the third time in the day, that's her reaction to going for a WALK. And then we go out, and she seems to enjoy it, uh, but I just don't get that. Like, I guess I do need a dog psychiatrist, just say whatever, like a like a dog a dogiologist to say, uh, like, uh, what in the heck? I don't get it. Like, uh, you could run around without a leash in the backyard. You can smell wheel wells. I mean, I guess you get to see and smell other stuff. I guess a dog that smells wheel wells wants to smell where the wheels go. So I guess it does make sense. But it's just like a literally an unbridled but soon-to-be-bridled enthusiasm. She doesn't actually have a bridle because I don't even know what that is. But, uh, like, I know what unbridled enthusiasm looks like because it's like, hey, do you want to go for a W-A-L-K? Like, and she literally jumps up, like, leaps in the air. Like, wick, 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 yay! Uh, what does that have to do with the podcast? It, like, I thought I would be able to stir that into a metaphor at some point. It's just weird, the things we get excited about. Like, some things don't make any sense to me. L- let me clarify that. To me, like, it kind of makes sense. But I guess to me, I'd say, well, you got all this. Re- I mean, we can go out for a WALK. But uh, I don't understand what the difference really is. But I guess I do. Like, I, I, I can see your point. Uh yeah, Koa. Okay, so I, it makes sense now to me. But it's just you're so enthusiastic. That's what, like, uh, it, but it, here's the thing. I'd like to make you not that enthusiastic about bedtime, but slightly, like, look forward to bedtime. Like, if I can take your mind off stuff, if I can put you at ease, uh, if I can relax you, like, that would be my honor. So that's what I'm going to try to do. Now, this podcast doesn't work for everybody, so give it a few tries. Uh, but my dream, like the highest level, would be making bedtime feel kind of delightful occasionally for you. The rest of the time you say, well, that Scootsy's really not that bad. I mean, once we're out on the WALK, I think that's probably what she thinks. Well, he's not that bad to walk with. Uh, you know, he's not the worst. Uh, let's me sniff some things, but not everything. Because he says, well, Caesar does says not to let you stop wherever you want. You know, I guess in my case, there's no question who's walking who. I mean, let's not, I'm not going to debate it or try to. Uh, so anyway, like, let me walk your. Th- I, I do. Let me. I guess this is the thing. I could take your thoughts for a walk, uh, and I'll be here. I'll be using these uh, tones. Uh, I'll try to keep a nice pace. We're going to be talking about. Uh, we're going to go for a walk uh, down memory lane tonight. Uh, 
So I'd like to keep you company while you drift off. And at any point, if you feel like stopping, listening, and falling asleep, uh, that's why I'm here. So I'm glad you're here. I hope I yearn and I work very hard to help you fall asleep. So thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you up uh, up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking, feeling, sensations, body, mind, uh, emotions, whatever's keeping you up. I'd like to take your mind off. I'd like to take you uh, by the hand or keep you company in the deep, dark night. And that's what I'm going to send my voice across. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. Yeah, you know, they were left out in the, you know, uh, they have a patina, rusty patina. My, my vocal, that was like a study, a recent study I conducted. Uh, yeah, they said your, your vocal cords have a, a rusty patina to them. And I said, excellent. And then they sighed. Like a lot of people, uh, I think when I'm, if you have a clipboard, there's a lot of times you, uh, the clipboard's a good thing. Here's the thing. People planning on studying me for any purposes, scientific or, you know, whatever, uh, bring a clipboard. I think I usually recommend this for many different things. I learned, I think I learned all this from Fletch, uh, the movie Fletch. Uh, though I keep meaning to read the book. Uh, I think that's John McDonald, is, uh, whose character that is. Uh, though I may be wrong, so I apologize. But, um... What was I saying? Oh, if you're with me, like, uh, if you're not a trickster hero, like, uh, believe me, I'm not, but you would want one. It, it just helps you regulate your, your, uh, regulate when you're with me, your, your own internal things so that it doesn't, you know, destroy, you know, the scientist, uh, uh, whatever patient or whatever you're calling me. What's the thing when you're being watched as an experiment, uh, that thing, you know, that's an important, I believe me, I violated it so many times. I was the first person to, to use it. I was the first person to parlay a podcast into experiments with uh, uh, particle colliders. Uh, and because I had done so many, like I was a hobbyist, I was a particle collider interrupter, a hobbyist or particle accelerator, you know. And I used to mess around with that stuff till, uh, you know, 40% of my brain was launched past like Pluto or something. They said, I think, no, no, that was a dream. But sometimes I get those things mixed up. But now that they, the, now that I'm accepted in the uh, particle accelerator collider industry, and I don't know, this is just like, like, you know, everybody has their flaws. Now they'll do everything, they'll charge it all up, and then I always pull my head out of the way at the last minute. And they don't like that, especially because they say we're counting on dark matter within your brain to slow the particles down. You know, but that is like some people use their podcast to parlay into speaking engagements. I used it to, uh, I guess, burn all my bridges with uh, in the collider industry. Luckily, you know, dark matter is dark matter. So there's always going to be an underground particle collider scene. You know, time, space, fabric being ripped. Like, uh, well, those of us amateur particle collider accelerator people will show you. 
don't know. How did I get on a tangent to going? This is like a really, uh, I've done the opposite of colliding particles. I've like gummed it up. Uh, uh, so anyway, this is, if you're new here, that's kind of a demonstration. Like I'll take a tangent that's barely interesting or a topic that you may be familiar with and then confuse, like I'll be confused and then I'll confuse you. This is all on purpose. Believe me. Like I know all I know, like all that stuff that I just said. I I knew what I was doing the whole time. Of course, I know the difference between a particle collider and a particle accelerator. Uh, like and that they're not interchangeable, or that they are. You know, I'm you know, like uh, like I that was all to, to put you to sleep. That's what this podcast. If you're new, structurally, a little late to tell you this. So the whole, the whole idea of the podcast is uh, it takes your mind off stuff, but you don't really need to listen. I'm going to keep you company in the deep, dark night. I think I said that part. Uh, but you also are, shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep. I don't really put you to sleep so much as keep you company, you know, walk at your side chattering, uh, kind of engage you while you drift off into sleep. I, I'm merely uh, like a, I'm merely, you know, the dancing bear or whatever you want to call it. Uh, that's here for you structurally for the show. If you're new, like we start off with the business side of the show. Got to do that. Cause it's a sleep podcast. Uh, then we have a long intro, which is the, the timestamps are in the show notes. If you want to skip ahead to the uh, story, but the, the intro kind of sets the mood. It's familiar. So some people like, you know, eases them down. Or they brush their teeth, like uh, bomb their feet. Some people bomb their, uh, you know, like I've thought about, but actually I have bombed my elbows. So, you know, you could do that. But that, so that's the intro. Then there's the podcast episode. Then there's some thank yous at the end of the show. And I guess that's it. I mean, uh, like as far as the structure goes, it's a, it's a structure like, a, or maybe it's an order. I don't know if that's the structure or the order of the show. What if I wrote a book, Robert's Rules of Order for Particle Colliders and Accelerators? Uh, Robert, your right brain, Robert's Rules of Order for the Particle Accelerator and something, something industry. You're right, because somebody's got to buy it. Uh, I tried making a living off these hobbyists, but they, like, uh, all they say is that I'm, like, just wasted. They say, like, they, they, you know, they say, uh, quit wasting our time. And I said, well, I said, I'm, I'm trying to, like, really, I'm a, I am don't want to suit, but pump myself up. But, you know, I'm really here to protect the time-space, the fabric of the time-space continuum by wasting the time of all, except, you know, like, I'm going to end all, the, all particle collisions would end under my watch, which would probably not be good because there's probably a lot of necessary particle collisions. You know, I really don't know what I'm talking about. That's that's the that's the truth. But is but uh, I like to think. Of, I just like the idea. I don't know. Like, there's words that just fit this podcast: particle collider, even collider. Oh, you know, there's another word that looks like collider, co- co- uh, which means I think a solid, like when asphalt is in liquid form. I think it's called something colloidal. I think that's it. Yeah, like oatmeal is another thing. Like when you put oatmeal in, uh, in, in uh, what do you call that stuff? Like a bomb it will be looser than a bomb in a lotion. I think that's colloidal too. Uh, maybe mispronouncing it, but like like uh, 
And I don't know how that got on subject. I just like in my head, I'm picturing trucks with that on there. I like looking at that on trucks when it says uh, something, something colloidal on this truck. Uh, uh, sleep with me. The podcast made by a man who stares at trucks and like looks for words to distract him. And hence, like, who, who would have thought these things would come in barely useful, like uh, driving around with slack jawed, looking. Uh, this is probably back when I was in the way back of the station wagon, just looking for any sort of distraction. Because that freaking, first of all, who came up with that freaking, uh, what is that, license plate game? Only a parent, and I mean, now I'm a parent, so I'm guilty, would come up with a game like that. Because really, unless you, I mean, it can be kind of fun, like, but uh, mostly you really need to be in like a high, like somewhere that has a high number of tourist traffic. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be criticizing that game because I played it enough. Uh, but I mean, I guess it would be more boring to play like a game in a car where it's like, look for words that Scooter might go on tangents about. Who would have thought, I mean, I think if you listen to Spycast, you'd say colloidal. And you, whatever the proper pronunciation is, like you might say, well, I wonder how he would pronounce that. Here, that's a game. Sleep with me. The driving game that puts the passengers to sleep. So drivers, you can't play this, but, uh, you know, read, keep your eyes out on stuff and, uh, look for words that I may mispronounce. I think French language words are probably the most likely. Because uh, it just seems like they, they wreak havoc with me. Anyway, if you're new here, welcome. This is a podcast that puts you to sleep, believe it or not. It's to take your mind off stuff to keep you company. I'm your boar friend. I'm your boar bay. I'm your boar bud. I'm your boar cuz. Whatever, your boar sib. Just like we're your bunk bed boar buddy. Your boar bestie. Yeah, just, I mean, this really the spirit of the podcast is like if we were in a set of bunk beds. And I think whether, you know, if you're comfortable on the top bunk, it's good to have my voice, you know, uh, whatever, just like the gummy matter in my brain, you know, like the bed, you know, kind of makes it comes through. I don't know any of those words. My vocabulary gets shortened when I need it. Uh, but so like, you know, just like we're sharing a bunk bed and I'm, you say, I can't sleep. I said, don't worry about it. I got you covered. I'll be here. I'll be here for about an hour. I'll be talking. It'll be kind of like a story coming up. I don't even know. Like, it's Sunday. It's actually the night before Labor Day when I'm recording this. And I said, well, let me try to record an episode right now. It just folded laundry. And so that's it. I mean, this is a podcast to take your mind off stuff, to keep you company, and to put you asleep. And I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here uh, to, to put you to sleep uh, or help you while you fall asleep, whatever it is. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play, press play, press play, actually, uh, or you could say, hey, like blankety blank, play the play the sleep with me podcast. So a lot of speakers will do it. But whatever, however you do it, uh, I'll see. Well, now I mix myself up because all you need to do is get in bed. Turn on the, 
Oh, I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping up, whether it's stuff that you're thinking about, uh, physically feeling, emotionally dealing with uh, noises, travel, whatever it is that's keeping you awake. I'd like to take your mind off of that. Uh, that's why I'm kind of trying to create this smooth, calm, gentle, and most importantly, welcoming and, and I guess, understanding a place that I'm glad you found. I hope this podcast can help you. What I'm going to try to do is keep you company in the deep, dark nights. I'm going to try to distract you, uh, like to take your mind off stuff, as I said, while you drift over the threshold from wake to sleep. I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, wings of pointlessness uh, that will silently, I have wings that silently flap, so I guess they don't flap. But they do. They silently flap, and uh, if there's any clapping, it'll be silent clapping. If there was, if I was a kitten and I was lapping, uh, it would be silent as well. Uh, so ideally, you'll be napping. And usually, I try to limit the rhymes and the sing-song stuff uh, to the opening. Now, if you're new here, um, here's a, here's a couple of things to know just to set you up. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you found your way here. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. But give it a few tries. I hope it can help you. Uh, structurally, the first like six minutes or so of the show are business. Since it's a sleep podcast, we got to do that up front. And uh, then we have the, the intro. Intro is usually around 12 to 14 to 16 minutes, to, to, to maybe 15 minutes, sometimes 13 minutes. And those are kind of... Uh, like, you can skip them. The timestamp is in the episode, but they're kind of there to kind of set the mood. Some people use them while they're looking out the window or while they're brushing their teeth. Uh, like, you could look at yourself blankly and give yourself a thumbs up in the mirror. How about that? You know, you could use it before bed or it could be the way you ease into sleep. And so there'll be an intro. Then there'll be the episode tonight. We'll be talking about TNG. Uh, an episode about uh, uh Troy or Lackwana Troy, uh, Counselor Troy's mother. De- her name's Deanna Troy. Just realized that uh, just now. I mean, I knew that, but I like I forget these things. Uh, so th- then I'll talk about Star Trek at the Next Generation for about forty-five or fifty minutes. Whether you watch Star Trek or not, really not that important. I mean, some people that are really hardcore fans like might find it like a evocative but for the regular people it'd just be kind of like a bedtime story about that happens on a spaceship and actually most of this one is about uh relationships and uh more, well not really day-to-day stuff but uh it was like a slice of life episode maybe i don't know what you'd call it uh, so that's the structure of the show a couple other things about the podcast if you knew you don't really need to listen like i'm here to take your mind off stuff to keep you company in the deep dark night to be your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar bud, whatever it, whatever you're comfortable, whatever role you're comfortable, just like a friend coming over to talk to you while you fall asleep. You, but you don't have to like a, that's the ideal, uh, I guess, archetype for the podcast. It'd be like, uh, like a friend that comes over and talks, but you say, Hey, I'm not going to like, tell me about your day. Cause you're the worst at you. Like it always tells, it takes you forever. Uh, but I'm not going to listen to you. And your friend goes, hmm, like a, like a relationship where your friend actually 
like that's not like even like uh insulting like somehow they get energy from that like it would be like uh if there was a scientific discovery and one day there probably will be like like maybe accidental but they'll say well at one point we thought there was just introverts and extroverts and you know endothermic stuff and extra whatever thermic stuff and exoskeletons and endoskeleton you know then we like the, then we met Scoots and he's actually in uh, a metavert and what that means is that he makes up words and one day he 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 you know he won the lottery and he bought the rights to the meaning of metavert and he also bought all of the major like most of the university do, do trust me at this point in in uh, in then uh, so metavert means uh you know, because the introvert gets their energy, it's like they like it takes they expend energy interacting with others. Extroverts, and I know this is simplistic, but Scoots' explanations are all on napkins with crayon. And extroverts kind of get their energy from interacting. Uh, Scoots, it turns out, the metaverts uh, get their energy from talking and being not being listened to. Uh, but it, it's some sort of comforting, like, vibrational thing. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And that's the truth about this podcast. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I do find it comforting knowing my rambling can help you fall asleep. Because one of the reasons is I've been there. Like, uh, as a matter of fact, I'm on, uh, I've had, like, four straight nights of, uh, like, wake-ups and trouble getting back to sleep. And uh, it's been kind of baffling. I mean, I have a lot of stuff on my mind, so that's a big part of it. But, you know, when you wake up, it, it, like, and a lot of people do listen to podcasts when they wake up to, to get back to sleep. And I'll try to be gentle about it, but, like, where you're, like, you're not even sure you should find out what time it is, but then you're tossing and turning. And then you're, like, well, if it's, like, 15 minutes before my alarm, then, like, I might as well give up. But if it's, like... uh over an hour, then I'm in a pickle. If it's over three hours, then I'm in great shape. Uh, like these are the kind of, you know, after this is what happens after midnight, you know? And for me, it's always been, it's always in that zone where it's like, okay, it's like, uh, less than three hours before my alarm, but more than 15 minutes and every night this week. And then last night was a heat wave. So last week, I mean, so it's like, uh, not only have I been there, I'm there right now. Um, and like this, usually I, I don't have like middle of the night wake ups where I can't get back to sleep. But like I said, like uh, sometimes your brain, whatever it is that's keeping awake, I, like uh, I know what it's like lying there and then trying to decide what you should do. Why can't I just fall back asleep instantly? And then why can't I get comfortable? You know, that. But was, so I kind of intervene on that because uh, I'm here for you. Because they can relate to what you're going through. I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And so what I'll try to do is just talk about Star Trek in uh, like a way that'll be kind of engaging enough for you to listen. And you'll say, hmm, okay, I'm kind of familiar with what uh, Scoots is talking about. I'm not sure if he's uh, accurate, if that's Mick Fleetwood from Fleetwood Mac. Because the band is Fleetwood Mac, not Fleetwood Mac. And I say, it's not Fleekwood Matt. Uh, is it Matt Fle Fleekwood? Is there a character named Mac Fleekwood? 
And you might find, ideally, I give you a little, little bit of the bored giggles or a giggle spritz where you almost, like, smile. Your lip turns just enough that you get those positive neurons firing. But they're kind of like poofing and then firing. I don't fire any neurons. I poof neurons. You know, I don't activate neurotransmitters. I warm them up a little bit, you know, like like almost like when you're rubbing something. You know, like there won't be any, like, there won't be any neurotransmission, but there'll be like neural shrugs, like, uh, like all those things, you know, like a ganglia, they, they, like I, I say stuff like ganglia is great. If I knew what a ganglia was, I'd say, uh, and I might say ganglion. I don't, I'm not fluent in ganglion. So if you're listening, uh, ideally say, well, ganglion it, it's right up there. It's like on the cusp of being uh, like, it's pleasant to say, but it, sometimes it's unpleasant to think about. Cause you say it's got that ganglia, like, like, uh, Leon's great. Uh, like, like, a uh, gang, I guess that could have mixed meanings, you know, but like, like, uh, like you say, okay, ganglia, Leon, so maybe I'll just say Leon now. That's a nice word. And I, so ideally, like you say, okay, I can kind of listen to this guy, but he's not really, he's trying to make somewhat sensible sense, uh, but either he takes forever to get there, he gets lost on the way, and he gets confused. Like, he's the only one who's given directions when he's lost, uh, and that's a unique skill to have, and uh, be careful, like, uh, make sure you, like, uh, leave the area. If you're lost and you're given directions, uh, Make sure you're putting people to sleep, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that's basically how the podcast works. Uh, like, it doesn't actually put you to sleep. It keeps you company while you fall asleep. Or if you can't sleep, uh, if you're lying there and it's like at 3.50 in the morning, like it has been a couple times for me this week, uh, be there as your friend uh, or your, pro- like, you know, proxy for your friend. Your, uh, what did I say? Your me- me- metavert or whatever did I say? Introvert, uh, whatever that made up word I said is, uh, like to, to, to be there. Cause you like, uh, I don't know, take your mind off stuff, uh, to goof around because, uh, I know it's tough. It's tough being human and, uh, everybody's got a lot going on and there's that freaking, you know, there's stuff that got all that. So it's like, uh, I want to be here for you. And uh, I'm glad you tried this podcast. I'd appreciate your time. And I really hope and I really yearn I can help you fall asleep. All right. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to try to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, you know, things, whatever's keeping you awake. Like it could be mind, body, past, present, future, travel, uh, whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to distract you from that. I'm going to create a safe place here. I think maybe I already said that. I always get mixed up in these intros. My brain, my brain kind of folds in on itself a little bit. Uh, people talk about folding. I don't, I don't know. But I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. If it's any of that stuff, the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night.
I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, which is slow, like uh, filler words. I'll be using, I'll be folding in the filler words. Believe it or not, I'll be using spiller words and chiller words, also words words that rhyme. No, but with like spiller words, uh, like I, I stumble over my words as they spill out of my mouth. Uh, so spiller words, chiller words are like, hey, glad you're here. You can chill because this is a safe place made just for you. If you're new here, welcome. So those are chiller words that are spilling out of my mouth uh, in... That uh, was a collection of filler words. Um, uh, yeah, you know. Anyway, I'm glad, I am glad you're here. If you're new, here's the structure of the show. First six minutes are business. Kind of required on a sleep podcast to do that up front. Uh, if you're a regular listener, really essential if you're hearing this. Uh, when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, say, well, geez, so like, uh, do, like uh, maybe I go, should go to sleepwithmepodcast.com or uh, how, how do I support sleep with me? But if you're new, not that important. So it's the first six minutes. Then we have an intro. Usually the intro is around 12 minutes of me trying to explain the podcast using a misguided metaphor, filler words, chiller words, and spiller words. And, you know, I might as well just say it if I was, you know, I'd be triller words, uh, maybe with the DZ, but maybe that's too on the nose. I'd just be tr- triller words. I think if I was triller words, it'd probably disqualify me from dating Trillian from Hitchhiker's Guide because it'd probably be like, she'd be like, oh, no, you're more of a brother like figure to me, especially since you're triller words. Uh, what do you know? What am I going to do? That's the story. Anyway, oh, if you're new here, sorry, we're already going off on a few senseless tangents. Uh, so there's the intro. Oh, I guess I was exa- show the intro kind of explains what the podcast is by by uh, mis 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 explaining it. Uh, you can see. Oh, well, he does have words spilling out of his mouth. Uh, word puddles. We do have those here. Don't have any word sponges, but believe me, this is a podcast. You don't got to worry about cleaning up after me. And just because it's a podcast doesn't mean you really have to listen to it. You can kind of barely listen to this one. It's a podcast to take your mind off stuff, to keep you company, and to put you to sleep. So it's supposed to just distract you, like kind of engage you. And you could stop listening whenever you want. It's also a podcast to, to be here while you fall asleep. I say it's a podcast to put you to sleep because that's what makes most sense. But really, I'll just be here while you fall asleep. I'll keep you company in the deep, dark night. I'll be here for at least an hour. So you don't got to worry about falling asleep. There's no pressure. That's what the chiller words are here to uh, to convey is you can chill the whole time. I'll be here till the end. There'll be after the podcast, we'll be talking about Star Trek Next Generation for about 40, 45 minutes, and we'll have the thank yous. So I'll be here to help you fall asleep, and uh, I'll be folding all that stuff in. And uh, so if you're new here, those are like, uh, I think that's all you need to know. I'm glad you're here. Uh, this is a podcast to take your mind off. So I think I already said that. It, oh, it, like, uh, I was going to talk about folding, and then I realized, uh, what, what what can I talk about? Fold like I because you know there's like a, like when you talk about folding, like there's a lot of paper folding with universe metaphors. I remember in uh, 
that movie, its name I forget, with Matthew McConaughey, Interstellar, there was a folding of paper to describe the universe. I think also Matthew McConaughey was in another TV miniseries where there was, uh, you know, flat circles and paper and tin cans. I think most time travel movies, at some point, a character sits down with a piece of paper, too, and says, uh, you know, here's time. Here's where we are. I don't know if Marty McFly and Doc Brown did that, though. Anyway, I was going to talk about folding, but I said, well, like, like, what about folding clothes? I got two things of laundry on my couch right now to be folded. And I'd say, and I don't think this is a surprise if you're a regular listener, I'm pretty mediocre at folding clothes. And it's always on my to-do list to reorganize my drawers. Uh, cause, and I don't know why, like, I, like, I guess I do know why I fold my clothes. Cause it'd be like, they go from like, if you fold them in my case, they'll be wrinkly. They still need to be ironed, even t-shirts. It just, cause when I touch things, I guess when you leave your laundry on the couch for a few days, it becomes wrinkled. But then when you fold it, like, as long as you fold it in like two or three days and you don't take a nap on the clothes, they're not impossibly wrinkled. But if I was to just say, well, I'm not folding clothes anymore, and it just shoves them in a drawer, they would be impossibly wrinkled. Uh, you know, it's not for me. It's for my daughter. I say, well, you know, I want to be presentable for her. Uh, and I guess I, like, uh, I've lived most of my life impossibly wrinkled. Impossibly wrinkled. There's another uh, book title. Put it on the list. Uh, Gingerbread Press 2028. Impossibly wrinkled. It sounds a bit like a David Sedaris, uh, but probably mine would be like uh, the, 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 you know, the, the, like a lower. They'd say, well, he's more of a lower Sedaris. Uh, he's more of a, da- you know, Daris or uh, just he's just the is. Anyway, I thought I was going to talk. Oh, I was talking about folding clothes. Uh, but there is something kind of com- I mean, here's the thing: like with folding clothes in bedtime, for me, it's like. Uh, the past two nights I've said, well, let me just get those clothes banged out uh, at bedtime. And then I'm like, well, I'm just so tired. I got to go to bed. Uh, and luckily, the, the first two nights, my my brain bots gave me a pass. They haven't done any laundry shaming. But I'm sure tonight now I've thought about saying, well, why didn't you fold those clothes? What's it like? Uh, and there's something about the anticipation both at bedtime and with these tasks that people like me, maybe you can relate, kind of avoid, almost for mysterious reasons. It's not really that painful to fold laundry, but anticipating, that's a weird thing. It's like anticipating folding laundry is a terribly painful. I say, oh, it's going to be awful. I can't, that's why I can't fold laundry. It's so awful. And you can see how they could feed into my cycle of sleeplessness because uh, then you say, well, why can't, like, it's then another party brain that p- pretends to be sensible says, well, why can't you just fold the laundry? It's so easy. And they say, well, where the heck were you? Like, like now I'm in bed and I've got, you know, I've got my feet bombed. You know, I got my wubby here. I'm sucking my thumb, but, you know, but not sucking my thumb, but, uh, yeah, why, why, like it, well, just if you were more, if you were more rigorous about your, uh, you know, then you'd have folded that laundry. I thought we were turning over a new leaf. And they say, well, why, I, when I had a chance to turn over a new leaf, I was tired. And, uh, it just seems so, it seems like such a monumental task, the folding of laundry. 
And believe it or not, this is where, this is like, I guess this is a good parallel. Because sometimes they say, well, just put on Harmontown and start folding the laundry. And, uh, like, uh, listen to Harmontown. Or do, what about Doughboys or Script Notes? You put one, and I say, oh, okay, yeah, let's just do that. Let's start, uh, I'll tell my speaker to play one of those podcasts. And, uh, and then I'll start folding the laundry. And, and, then, and then it goes by in a breeze. And then I go through the same rigmarole about putting the I say, well, let's just keep it in this basket here. We did a great job. Let's wrap it up. And they say, well, we should put, shouldn't we put it away? No, but then when I look at my drawers, I'm reminded of that I haven't organized. My drawers are so unorganized. And all the clothes in there are unfolded. The ones that have been in there for longer than a few weeks, uh, and so, yeah, I can't deal with that, right? Maybe tomorrow. That's just too much. And, and then I go through the whole, the soul. So let's say, well, what's, what's Wagner talking about now? What are you thinking? Spencer's coming. Out. They're calling, you know, then I can say, okay, you know, Dan's telling a story. So, so the, then I can uh, tune back into the podcast and I can actually get that done. Uh, this is, this podcast is similar to that because a lot of times, I, I mean, I guess the highest goal with this podcast to kind of try to wrap up in a reasonable amount of time is, uh, it, to make you like to do, to, to interrupt that anticipation. I don't know why I don't do this every time. Maybe I will start. Maybe I'm turning over a new leaf live on the podcast. Uh, I'm gonna, cause I guess I do that with some other podcasts with dishes, uh, but see, okay, like I said, uh, Harmontown Doughboys. I usually use script notes for running when I'm when it's time to fold the laundry. And you know, the good thing is with the podcast app, it'll say, okay, this is where you left off, thirty two minutes. Uh, and you know, then I can listen to the 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 live play that they're doing. And uh, maybe I maybe that'll make me anticipate the dread the anticipate the dread of me doing laundry folding laundry. Weird thing is I don't really do like doing laundry. Oh, here's big news! If if you listen to this podcast regularly, uh, my landlord re- replaced the washer and dryer in my building, so I can actually do laundry in my apartment building again. Uh, so that's where some of this, who would have thought, you know, first world, let's like, say, got laundry, laundry in the building, got laundry, new, new form of laundry angst. So I guess like that just feels good because then I don't have to go to the laundromat. Uh, so I haven't had trouble getting the laundry done. It's just getting it folded, but maybe I'll try that. And that's the whole idea with this podcast. What I strive for is that you don't dread bedtime. They say, oh, my boyfriend's going to be there. He's going to be talking about something that I don't really under, totally understand, but I find barely amusing and somewhat distracting. And like I, I enjoy, like I kind of barely enjoy his presence. It's like he's almost barely there. My boyfriend, my boar bay, my boar bud, my boar, whatever you feel comfortable with. You could just say the, the podcast guy or the sleep dude. How, whatever, whatever you want to call me is not important. I'm there for you. And it really like yearn and strive that at some point you say, "Wow, I'm not. I'm really looking forward to bedtime. I'm really feeling good about it. That would be the highest level of accomplishment for me." And that's why I work very hard on this show, and I've been there clearly. I mean, listen, you listen to me talk for the last ten minutes. Say, you know, uh, I got trouble falling asleep. I got too much on my mind. 
my grasp of reality is folded. I mean, about a billion times. I guess you're right, crumpled. More crumpled than folded, but I think crumpling's a form of folding, technically. It's not, according to another part of my brain. That also told me to get back to folding laundry. But anyway, I'm glad you're here. I really hope this podcast can help you. It doesn't work for everybody. I'm an acquired taste, clearly. But I want to help. Uh, I'd like to help. So give it a few tries. I hope this podcast can work for you. Uh, we'll see if it does. Uh, but I'll be here for you in the deep, dark night. Uh, thanks for coming by. I really hope I, I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, hey, are you up on light tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, events. And I'm going to talk about a little minor event that kept me up last night. Uh, and also the podcast kept me up, believe it or not. Uh, uh, but uh, whatever's keeping you awake, being out of town, travel, someone else is out of town. You know, it might be something I, I don't even know about. And, but whatever it is, I hope I can help you. Uh, and the way I do it is uh, I send my voice across the deep, dark night. Uh, I try to make you feel welcome. I am, I'm, I'm doing the universal motion, as I always do, to smooth out this safe place and to pad it, uh, to warm it. Uh, so uh, I send my voice. I use uh, these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, lots of pointless meanders and twists and bends, uh, extra words, extra pauses. I don't know if this second word is a word, but bonus buffoonery, uh, uh, like, uh, yeah, I think that's a word, but I mean, when you act like when you, I guess it would depend on the, like, that's a metaphorical buffoon. So buffoonery mix, I get mixed up. That's another thing. So if you're new here, you're welcome. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you're here. Let me tell you about the structure of the show real quick. Uh, if this is your first few times listening, uh, thanks for making it this far. Because this is a sleep podcast, we do all our business up front. So it's about six minutes of business. And ideally, that's how we keep the show free at three times a week uh, with free archives. Uh, it's always been my goal for four years plus of working on this show. And we got to do that up front. So thank you for listening to that. Uh, then we have an intro, which I just started. Usually the intros are around 12 minutes of me. Uh, so far, 600 plus episodes trying to explain the podcast and how it works or talk about uh, the different thing. You know, like say, well, I can relate to your sleepiness because sleeplessness because of this or whatever. So that's the intro. Some people fall asleep during it. Some people use it to uh, get ready for bed. Uh, some people listen when they're in traffic. Some people listen to it in the middle of the night. Some people run the podcast all night long. So if you're new, try it out. It takes two or three times to see if the podcast works. But here's the other thing. Just because it's a podcast. Oh, so there's the intro. And then we're going to talk about Star Trek, uh, The Next Generation. And then there'll be some thank yous. Uh, so the show will be about an hour. And if you just want to get to the Star Trek stuff, the estimated time stamp should be in the show notes. You can skip ahead.
but also you don't need to listen. I'm here to keep you company. I'm your boar friend. I'm your boar bestie. I'm your boar bud. Whatever, boar bro, boar sib, boar sis, whatever you prefer to call me. Boar bay. You know, your boar boo. Uh, you, maybe, maybe I, I don't, I guess I'm not pumpkin pie spice, but you could, so, and that doesn't fit with boar, but, uh, it could be your boar, boar lantern, depending on what time of year it is. Uh, your boar, cornucopia, boropopia, something like that. I'm here to help you fall asleep, uh, but you don't need to listen to me. I'm here to keep you company. Like, just like a friend in the deep dark night would sit there at your bed to the bedside. And uh, we try to be there for you to, to be your companion, uh, which is what I'm gonna, I have on my mind tonight. Uh, uh, but, but whatever, so I'm here there to keep you company while you fall asleep. So you shouldn't feel any pressure to listen, but you also don't need to feel any pressure to fall asleep. I'm gonna be here for an hour, uh, talking. So just you kind of drift off. Uh, you don't need, really need to listen. This podcast doesn't so much put you to sleep, but to be there, to escort you, uh, to be at your side while you drift off and fall asleep. Uh, but, oh boy, like, did I not sleep a good last night? I have a dog that many, many of you know. Her name's Koa. And by the time this comes out, it'll be much after this. But she had to go see the VET uh, for the whole day yesterday to get uh, something... Uh, uh, take taken care of and it was uh, like an intense experience and it was like uh, not on a, like it was on one of her paws so uh, it wasn't like uh, it wasn't super stressful for me other than to like have to leave her there and then go back and have her see her be like what what is this what you know she doesn't know I say hey well this is just to take care of you you know, got to get that thing taken off and like find out what it is and make sure, you know, that way you can keep walking for years to come and dancing with your uh, papa boo. Uh, but so we got home last night and obviously, you know, a dog doesn't have uh, the faculties to kind of process whatever that was uh, and also all the narcotics that we're going through. So Cohen needed some hardcore snuggling and... Uh, it, it was a paw, so she really wasn't mobile. So what I had to do in the living room was like create a little nest for her. And I mean, mostly she was like, you just left me at this vet. And then, you know, like, uh, uh, so she, she needed to, she needed a companion in the deep dark night last night and she needed a presence, uh, to be there. And so not only did I put a speaker in her nest playing the podcast on, uh, uh, the smart speaker say, Hey, play sleep with me podcast and tune in. And it just plays continuously. Uh, so if you listen all night, that's a great thing. Or you could say, Hey, also set a sleep timer for 45 minutes. Uh, but in this situation, there was going to be no sleep timer. So there I was like trying to lie there and read and talk to her and keep her company and give her lots of pets. Uh, and then I also was listening to myself talking just as a backup. Uh, and, you know, then like, you, you, you know, obviously if you care, you, you, your pet is your companion, your best friend. So, so it was like uh, hard for me to sleep, uh, cause I was constantly listening, you know, just like anything. So, okay. So all, everything normal is everything going well. And of course, Cole wanted kind of like every couple of hours, she wanted some reassurance. Even the podcast wasn't enough. So I said, Hey, okay, let me put this blanket and tuck you in some more. 
Don't worry, I'm still here sleeping on the floor here. Uh, sleeping in quotes, mostly reading, but uh, let me tuck you in a little more. And the thing is, we all need that sometimes. Uh, I mean, this happened to be related to thing. And then, I mean, tonight, like, hopefully, uh, like, uh, like uh, she's on the upswing. Uh, she'll sleep good tonight, and I'll sleep good tonight. Uh, but it's like, uh, it can be, it's it's intense, especially for a D-O-double-G. Uh, to say, what in the heck just happened? But as humans, that happens all the time. You say, what in the heck happened with that spreadsheet? Or... Wouldn't it happen that I can't, uh, this one little thing happened, I can't forget about it, or, you know, something physical, or something, whatever it is, like, uh, I don't know, that's why I make the show, because sometimes, like, for me, when I was a little kid, it was school, and math in particular, and I couldn't stop thinking about it, and I w- would listen to radio to Dr. Mento, and that would be my companion on Sunday nights, to say, hey, I'm here to make you laugh, I'm here so you don't need to think about school for a few hours. Uh, like, and I think for a dog, you know, petting them and saying, hey, dude, you know, here's the reassurance right here, physical audio reassurance, uh, puppy poo, that I'm here uh, to keep you company tonight. I'll be here for you. I know your mind's blown because, uh, you, you know, you're just a dog. Uh, but that's really what the podcast is about, too, in a different way, because I've been there. Uh, I mean, I was there last night, but barely slept a wink. And uh, uh, it reminded me of other events in my life that were much more, uh, I mean, no offense to go. It was stressful, but it wasn't like uh, she was going to she's going to be fine. It's just her paw. Yeah, but, you know, we've all been there in times uh, that are uh, very trying. And whether it's like a, a small thing and then your party is probably like, well, why is this such a trying time? You just got to try harder. Uh, you see, no, sometimes uh, you want somebody to be there for you. And this podcast is a little bit different. So, so it's a little bit of a strange boundary uh, to say, hey, this podcast is going to be there for you. Uh, but it kind of is. And, and I hope it can help you. I hope it can be there to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, and it's mostly from goofing around or meanderingly talking about uh, the episode. And this is a particularly funny episode because Data plays multiple roles and it takes place in the ancient West. And Worf and Troy play a big part in it. And there's like a bunch of different moments of comic relief. Uh, it's like, so it may, may almost all be comic relief. Uh, so I don't know. If, if you're new, I hope this show can help you. I hope you can give it a few tries and uh, it can help you fall asleep. If you've been coming back for a long time, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sure you can hear my voice. I'm a little tired, uh, but uh, I appreciate you coming back every time for this show. And it helps me to help you just like and, and it makes sense. Like just like it made sense last night to say, hey, don't worry. I'm here for you. It's a little bit different with the podcast, but I'm here to help in the best way I can. And uh, so I hope it helps. And as I said, if you're new, give it a few tries, see if it can help you. But I appreciate you coming by. And I really hope and I really yearn that I can help you fall asleep. Thanks. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep we do it's a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed uh, turn out the lights and press play i'm going to do the rest what i'm going to attempt to do to, 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 to do is, is speak
uh, but also create a safe place. I don't think I'll successfully speak clearly the whole time, but it, I hope I'm successfully creating a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake or whatever is uh, like if you're waking up in the middle of the night, you need to get back to sleep or you just need some comfort. Uh, I'd like to take your mind off of any of those things. I'd like to be your company here. Uh, I'm going to like, uh, I'm puffing the safe place up. I'm, uh, I'm arranging it. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, other things. I'm, um, oh, I forgot to I'm cure. I curate safe places. I don't know if like, uh, I don't actually, I don't know. I'm, I'm more, I, I'm more, uh, carve them out or in, in you know, or day, I guess, like, do you prefer, I guess I, let me ask you, do you prefer a safe place that's carved, uh, dug or padded out, uh, or rolled and padded and marked with an S, as I like to say, for safe place or Y, with the Y or an O or U, uh, for you. Either way, the way I'm going to attempt to do those things is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders, tangents. Uh, yes, there'll be tangents. Uh, twit, like, like I may be talking about Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, no, tonight I'll be talking about uh, Star Trek Discovery. Just discovered I'm mixed up. And uh, so you can discover if you, if you decided uh, this is going to be talking about episode three. And I'll talk about all that in the episode, but, uh, you know, cause I want to do something nice and smooth. If you haven't seen it, uh, or you're worried about, don't worry about it. Uh, you know, if you haven't seen it, cause I'm going to be really lulling and soothing and I don't think you could get spoiled really. Uh, uh, it'll be, this will really be bedtime material because I'm going to make a lot of twists and turns and contemplations looking at the looks on the people's faces, they look at people's faces on the show. So it'll be kind of like a recap, like an abstract recap. I don't know why I don't call it that. I just saw to that. That's kind of like what we do. But let me come back to that idea of abstract recap. Uh, I love it when things accidentally rhyme. But I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark, and I'm going to use these lulling, soothing tones. If you're new here, here's the structure of the show, just so you feel comfortable. Thanks for listening this far if you're new. Because we do have to start the show out with six minutes of business, uh, just because it's a sleep podcast, and uh, that's how we keep it free. And ideally, we're going to keep all the archives free and keep the show three times a week. If you're not uh, like a regular listener, it's not super important. Uh, if you are, remember when your hand hits the fridge tomorrow, uh, think about that. Uh, uh, how do you support sleep with me? Uh, but otherwise, uh, it's not important. Uh, then after the first six minutes, we do a uh, intro where I guess tonight I'll talk. What was that? Abstract recaps. Maybe I'll, like I usually try to create a metaphor or somehow explain how the podcast works or why I do the podcast. Then I usually get mixed up or confused or distracted or I just naturally go off topic and or I stumble on my words and any of those things. And. I kind of demonstrate a couple of rules of the podcast. Well, then we'll talk about uh, Star Trek Discovery. You think it's just Star Trek? Is it a colon Discovery? I don't know, but uh, <laughs> probably, I don't. Think, I guess it's not an essential thing either. But uh, <laughs> I mean, if this was like the Star Trek Discovery podcast, the official one, that'd be pretty important. 
I mean, I'm just guessing my my grasp of grammar is terrible, but I would say it's probably not a semicolon because that wouldn't make sense in the title of a TV show. Could well, is an ellipsis is three uh, three periods, so probably not an ellipsis. Maybe a dash uh, or vertical line. I don't. I'm not sure exactly. I'm not. I'm not even sure. Not sure exactly or barely what uh, like a vertical line's called. But we'll be talking about Star Trek Discovery for 45, 50 minutes. And we'll cap off the show with some thank yous. Uh, so it's a podcast. A couple of things you needed to know if you're new. I'm glad you're here. And I hope I can make you feel welcome. I hope I can earn your trust eventually. It usually takes a few episodes to get used to me. And, to, you know, to trust me. Say, what is this person talking about? Uh, why would I trust them? Exactly. If I was you, I would be 100% skeptical. Uh so that's my job is to earn your trust. Yours is just to kick back. Also, you don't need to listen, even though this is a podcast and you put it in your ears. And this podcast, I haven't totally distilled this down, but I think we would have a tagline like uh, Sleep With Me podcast. Uh, you and your ears and your brain, you don't need to do any work. Just turn it on. Uh, you like So you don't need that. The shorthand of that is you don't really need to listen. Sleep with me. Because I, I was going to say, let your ears do the work, leave your brain out of it. But I don't want your ears to have to do any work either. They could just uh, passively reflect my voice. Or you can transition into that state because I'm going to be here for about an hour. So that's the other thing. It's a podcast. I say it's to put you to sleep. It's really to be here while you fall asleep, to keep you company, uh, to distract you, to tell you a story, uh, to be your friend. In the deep dark night, those are the reasons why I'm here to take your mind off of stuff, as I said. Uh, so you don't need to listen, but you shouldn't feel any pressure to fall asleep because I'll be here, you know, and hopefully at some point I could uh, maybe put a smile on your face or maybe just you know, maybe put a you know, smirk. A smirk would be a, a huge victory. And then you'll realize, what is uh, Scoots talking about? Uh, how many how, how long has he been talking about Anthony rap for? I didn't even, if there's an Anthony Rapp fan club, Scoots is probably the president, but, uh, and then you'll say, well, Anthony Rapp does have a nice, those two P's really make it sleepy. Uh, and maybe then you'll wake up tomorrow and you'll say, what you like, uh, say, honey, you look great. Well, thanks. I slept so good. Oh, is that sleep dude? Huh? Yep. Uh, what was he talking about? I don't know. I have a vague memory of the movie Days and Confused in my head, but I'm not sure why. Well, honey, probably Anthony Rapp, uh, beloved. Uh, oh, maybe. I'm not sure. So maybe like that could be a breakfast conversation tomorrow. And you say, geez, I don't have any idea, uh, but, but I know I fell asleep and I slept good. So that's the whole idea. And I guess it is like, a, it's not quite an abstract recap. I, I have a belief in making this podcast that the podcast does need structure and it does need to have some, some, it needs to be comprehensible to me. <laughs> I guess uh, it doesn't have to be, so it doesn't, have, it can't be totally incomprehensible nonsense uh, because I have to earn the trust of your subliminal system, not your sub, like not subliminal, subliminal. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure if those are two different things to be honest. Uh, Wish Anthony Rapp was here because he's a scientist on Star Trek Discovery. So he could probably tell him, he'd say, well, spores, man. 
but so it's, I guess it's not an abstract recap, but if you were looking at it at first, if you're an uninformed art viewer, like I am, you'd say, Ooh, that's an abstract painting. And your companion might say, well, you've only looked at it for four seconds. Why don't you look at it for a little, a little longer? Also take 12 steps back cause you're a little close. And I say, Oh no, it's pointillism. I was just too close. You're right. Uh, it's not abstract. Uh, what in the name of Surat was I doing? Uh, you could also, if you want to use that at first date, it doesn't work on first dates or second dates. Uh, maybe if you're, maybe with a friend to try that one. Yeah. Because I, actually it's never worked for me, but it would try, try it on the podcast. So we'll see. Probably has something to do with mispronunci- mispronunciation maybe, or that they're like, uh, no, that's not, that's neither pointillism nor uh, that's uh, whatever. Uh, and they say, oh, is that a Dutch master? Because I love those Dutch masters. Holy cow. And you, you, you could do material. I guess I was trying to talk about abstract recaps. I've done, you know, they say, you know, you could, like, sorry, I'm, I, I view my art. I'm outside. I view my art outside the cubist. Uh, Think about that. Think about that for a while, because it doesn't make much sense. But anyway, like, uh, sorry about that. I just, uh, just sometimes I uh, get distracted. Like I said, uh, but yeah. So I guess it, that's not abstract. It's just a abstracted, and there's not a real word for that. So I guess it is kind of like an abstract recap. And again, sometimes you need to, you know, massage the language. Uh, and say, okay, well, abstract recap's close enough. Uh, so it'll be an abstract recap. Tonight it will be fairly uh, unformed, the recap of Star Trek Discovery, because uh, I want um, to put forward any uh, opinions about it, and I also don't want to uh, spoil it uh, too much. I don't like, like, I just want to like drive around it. Uh, kind of like I want to do a Sunday drive through this episode of uh, Star Trek Discovery. And if you're a big-time Star Trek fan, we'll probably do uh, two to four episodes of Discovery and then go back to TNG. I know we're going to do two because uh, I'm already doing the uh, outlining for episode four. And I don't know. We'll see what it, with episode five, uh, like, uh, like, but then we'll go back to TNG by episode six because... Um, it's just what I decide. But it could change. I mean, episode five, I, like, it could change. Uh, but so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But it's going to be a nice, enjoyable, slow journey. And I'm really here to help you fall asleep. I'm really here to fall, help you fall asleep, to put you at ease, uh, to enjoy the cast of Star Trek Discovery, because a uh, really stellar cast. And, uh, you know, Anthony Rapp is just one, one of the stellar cast members, a lot of whom you'll be familiar with and, and you'll already have positive associations with. And maybe you uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it's a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place, a place where you feel safe, where you feel warm and welcome, invited in. I'm glad you're here. Uh, I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, 
So it's a safe place. I don't know if you can feel the motion. I'm rubbing and patting the safe place, uh, making welcoming notions. It's a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, work or personal stuff, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, travel, snoring partners, whatever it is. Uh, I'd like to distract you from that. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. I've got a few, uh, you know, slow bends, uh, slow twists, uh, plenty of tangents, uh, plenty of tan, tons of tangents, I guess. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of other vocabulary words that start with T, uh, uh, do like uh, I don't know what turpitude means, but I, I like the way that sounds. Uh, tangents. We won't have tangents coded in turpentine. But but if you're new here, sorry. Let me get back on track for a second. If you're new, uh, welcome. This is Sleep with Me podcast to put you to sleep. Actually, it doesn't even put you to sleep. It's just here to be here to keep you company while you fall asleep. Maybe be at your side, a friend in the deep dark night to keep you. Uh, to, to be close uh, as you drift off into dreamland. But here's the structure show. First six minutes or so are business. Got to do that at the top of the show. If you're new, maybe thanks for sticking out. Sticking it out. I know it's like, uh, what am I going to do? If you're a regular listener, thanks for re-listening to that tomorrow or checking the show notes as soon as your hand hits the fridge tomorrow. And I want you to remember that. When your hand hits the fridge, think... Uh, uh, do I support to sleep with me? Do, did I buy something from the sponsors? Did I go to their website? Or, did you know, that's how I keep the show going. Uh, so it's six minutes at the beginning. Then there's like a 12-minute intro, which we're a few minutes into right now. That kind of sets the mood. Uh, then there'll be a story part or a seminar part this evening. Or if you're a second or third shift worker, you know, this afternoon or today. And I'm glad you're here as well. Uh, this podcast for everybody, no matter what time you work or where in the globe you are, whomever you are, you're welcome here. And I guess what, like, just in case, I know there's pets, whatever you are, because uh, I know pets and, and, and things listen. But even if you're on another planet and you're listening, uh, or whatever, you're like, I'm glad you're here as well. Uh, pets, especially uh, that are listening in. Uh, you know, in, whatever's listening, uh, whomever, whatever, I'm glad you're here. If you're, especially if you're new, that's what I'm trying to do is to welcome the new listeners. So there'll be a seminar part or a story part. Then there'll be some thank yous and some good nights. So I'll be here about an hour. Uh, here's the thing. You don't really need to listen. You can just kind of listen to this podcast, just kind of tune in uh, and then kind of tune out or like drift out. I, I, ideally, t tuning in and tuning out is kind of active. I prefer a passive uh you know, I'll drift in. I'm here. I'm here to keep you company. Then at some point, I'll drift out. I'll fade out. I'll, uh, or your sleep timer will kick on. Or ideally, you'll be waking up uh, tomorrow. So you you don't really need to, to listen. I'll be here to kind of keep you engaged. Uh, but you also shouldn't feel any pressure or fall asleep. There's a percentage of listeners that listen to this podcast for company in the deep, dark night. So I'll be here for all of you. I'll be here till the end, uh, uh, giving it my all. Uh, to be present for you in this moment I'm recording it and ideally that transfers uh, to this moment that I'm here with you so just fall asleep at your leisure you know relax kick back uh, 
I'm here. This is kind of like background noise. I was thinking, like, uh, so they have, I, I don't know, there were some studies about pink noise that came out. I, I kind of read them, but it would seem pretty complex. Uh, then there's, so there's pink noise, there's white noise, and there's brown noise. And I don't know who came up with those terms, but it does beg the question, who, well, one, who the heck came up with those terms? Uh, and I mean, I, I don't know when the heck pink noise and brown noise came out, because I can remember uh, white noise. And supposedly, if you're breaking in a new set of headsets, you're supposed to use pink noise, which I guess is also good. I don't know. I think pink noise just sounds like uh, water rushing to me. And I don't think there's, I don't know if there's any standards for this. Uh, I mean, we've got enough standards anyway. Pink noise standardization units. Uh, pink noise, P-N-S-U, pink noise standardization units. I could, maybe I could start the uh, University of Noise. Uh, it does be also, I guess, I'm sorry to use begs the question twice in five minutes, uh, but uh uh, and just sorry for using this term, but I think it calls for what, where in the hell's, uh, like, why, why limit yourself to, like, what in the name of Roy G. Biv? Uh, I mean, I definitely could go for some indigo noise. Let's go through red noise. Probably not a good idea at bedtime. You know, but if you need to get pumped up, uh, red noise might be a good workout noise. I don't know what that would be. Maybe a chugging of an engine. Roy. Orange, uh, orange noise, uh, I don't know. Like, I guess that would be a good morning noise. So maybe I could start. I'm a noise curator. Bespoke noises. Uh, but so orange noise, that might be good uh, for, yeah, breakfast. Uh, with breakfast, uh, you think we call it, like I call it the news. Uh, yada, yada, used. Yellow noise, probably not. Uh, we'll probably pass on that one. That's going to be branding difficult. You know, as we say in the uh, entendre business, uh, like uh, too many entendres, you know, that's one too many entendres. Uh, that would be a menage d'entendre if you started using yellow noise. At the branding meeting we'd have uh, here at no Noise Biz, the business of noises. Actually, I got to remember, make sure if you listen to this intro and you're active, like, let me know if I've emailed uh, Dallas uh, from 20,000 Hertz about this, because uh, I was going to pitch him on an idea anyway. Okay, so Roy G. Yellow Noise, Biv, Blue, Blue Noise would be, I mean, who couldn't use Blue Noise? Uh, you know, we got Blues, and you have Jazz, and uh, you could have blue noise. Uh, and I know what it would sound like, like smishing blueberries. That doesn't seem, that seems more like a slime noise or something. But we could figure that out, uh, you know, like easily. But, you know, versus, you know, once we get this grant, we're going to maybe go for Roy G. Biv. Indigo noise, oh boy. And uh, we could maybe we could get, get Indigo Noise, not not like the Indigo Girls, but listened to by the, you know, endorsed by the Indigo Girls. But probably not, like, I can picture Indigo would probably be a good bedtime noise. It just feels like that kind of color. Violets, uh, also, maybe we could get Violet Beauregard down here to sponsor that one. Another, you know, another good bedtime. Maybe that would be more in the room, like, uh, you'd have Lavender in the Air. In violet noise on the, like, a thingamajig. 
So that would be Roy G. Biv. Is that it? Did I miss any? Roy G. Oh, I missed Roy. I missed G. Green noise probably will pass on that anyway. Um, because uh, in, in nowhere in Roy G. Biv is there one color on the spectrum. Like, how the heck did they choose those things? They say, well, this noise isn't quite... I mean, I guess you can see that, like, uh, I don't know. Like, what does the sound of your insides make? I've talked about that. Like, that has a specific sound. Uh, maybe that's like that would be. Maybe that's what pink noise is. I guess. Uh, like that, you play play for babies. They say, well, it sounds like the inside of you know. Back before I got into this world where there's news and stuff, and I said, holy cow! Back when I was in there, I, that's all I heard was this. Uh, it was a twenty-four hour pink noise cycle. That's what we need. Yeah, we say, well, that's not, what kind of news? Well, I'm on a 24-hour indigo noise cycle with an eight-hour violin. It's like a sci-fi novel. They start pre prescribing noises. I guess this could be, I guess this is an episode coming up uh, in, in the future at some point. But so, anyway, I would like to be, I'd like to be your violet indigo noise, uh, your indigo violets uh, right in that spectrum to the, I'd like to put the B to the I to the V, you know, just like Bell and uh, DeVoe. I'd tuck it in there. I'd be the third one. And it would be nice because I would help you fall asleep. I'd be there. And that's what I actually do. But mine's more of a, um, it's somewhere between, a, I guess, like a droning and a, like a talking. I'm here. I'm here to help you fall asleep. So if you're new... I'm glad you're here. This podcast takes a few tries. Give it a few shots. See what you think. It's not for everybody. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't work for everybody. Some people say, uh, oof, like, a, but uh, I hope it works for you. Uh, I'm going to be here for an hour to keep you company. Um, give us some shots. That's all I could say. Uh, and yeah, actually, like, if you're having trouble relaxing now, Roy G. Biv, I guess, unless you're a colorist, is pretty relaxing. Roy G. Biv. How about like a Roy G. Biv Bib? How come there isn't like a bit Bell Biv de Bib? Uh, did Bell Biv DeVoe ever have any um, like uh, merch? Like, I mean, not like uh, like they sold their merchandise rights. Uh, uh, yeah, what is that? It's a Bell Biv de Bib or Roy G. de Bib. I've done, the funny thing is I've done bib humor on the podcast before, or like humor like, if you're new here, it's not quite humor. You'd say that's not quite, uh, it, what is it like when people talk about food? They say, well, it doesn't quite taste like chicken. It's scoots, he's not quite funny or hilarious. He's, uh, like I say, I'm like an amuse bouche. Uh, so I'm glad you're here. And I really hope and I really yearn I can help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place. So safe uh, frogs are croaking. I'll fill you in on my location here in a minute, uh, but I want to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts that you're thinking about, feelings uh, you're experiencing, physical physical sensations, 
mispronunciations, uh, weather, you know, noises out, fro frogs, uh, noises. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. And that's what, how this podcast works. It's a safe place. First, I want you to feel welcome. I'm glad you're here. I'm here to take your mind off stuff. I'm here to keep you company. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark nights. I'm actually sitting in the deep, dark night in a screen house here. And maybe somehow I explain this, this, this screen house and it'll somehow tie, tie back to my childhood and why I can't sleep. But, uh, yeah, let's see. Like, uh, so what, uh, oh, if you're new here, let me give you the structure of the show and what to expect. And because uh, I'm glad you came by. And all you regular listeners, I'm so glad to be in your ears again. So if you're new, structure show, first six minutes are business. Uh, that's how we keep the podcast free. And when people uh, support the sponsors or support the show, that's how we keep all the archives free. That's our plan. And we got to do that up front because we're a sleep podcast. And if you're, you know, if you're a new listener, not super important. If you regularly rely on the podcast, very important. Uh, so when you put your hand on your refrigerator tomorrow, I want you to think the thought, uh, who were the sponsors on last night's episode of Sleep With Me? Uh, please do that, you know, as soon as your hand hits that fridge. So there's six minutes of intro, then uh, we're into, oh no, six minutes of business, then we're in an intro. Intro's usually about 12 minutes long. And their meandering explanation of the podcast, usually personal story or metaphor, mishandled metaphor attempts, and that's kind of just get, get put you in the mood. You can skip those. The timestamps are in there for what time the story part starts. Uh, but they're to get you comfortable, you know, get your teeth brushed, uh, you know, puff those pillows, you toss, you know, get some tossing, you know, tossing and turning in when you're not frustrated. Uh, I mean, I could work that into the podcast. You're pre-tossing and turning, you know. And so that's uh, that's about 12 minutes. Then there's about 45 to 50 minutes of episode uh, where tonight I'll just kind of like uh, look back at our series, uh, our latest uh, episodic series. Uh, what was it called? Big Farm in the Sky P.I. We talk about a genesis for a while and then maybe run through some episodes or some things that came up. Uh, but it'll be meandering. I'll try to take my time getting there. So if you're new, that's the show. It's a, it's keep you company, take your mind off stuff, distract you just enough uh, so you're not thinking about whatever it is that's been, you know, keeping you up. Uh, you, you can kind of listen to me instead. Like I'm an overthinker. Though lately I'm out of town and I have do like I'm in a different time zone and I'm like uh, multiple levels of uh, family complexity. We'll, we'll leave it at that. How's that sound uh, for passive aggressive? Uh, what is that called? Foe? Uh, no, no. It just it just is like uh, I'm, I'm living within the onion. I found myself uh, I found myself in a bed of onion skins. I don't know what I did, but I, 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 no, I'm just kidding. I mean, you know what I mean. So for me, uh, right now, I've been waking. Well, anyway, you know, sleep is, uh, but I don't have to get, like, uh, I'm on the road, so I don't have to get up for work. Uh, technically, I'm using vacation. I guess this is a vacation. I'm just, I'm just partially, barely kidding. Uh, or I am kidding. Yeah. Uh, but so. 
uh, what was I saying? I'm, I'm overanalyzing my words right now. So, so if that's if any of these things are things you do at bedtime, let me take your mind off that. Listen to me, ramble, talk slowly, get mixed up, circle back. You know, get confused by my own thoughts. How many people trip over their own thoughts? Uh, and you may say, well, I've heard a lot of people do that. But they say, well, yeah, I trip and then I stumble and I roll down the hill. Then I, you know, you know, bounce down over some other things. Then I tumble. Then I tripped. And, you know, then a snowball forms and an avalanche. So uh, what was I even talking about? I think I've, I've like, uh, I think I went from top. Oh, if you're new, let me take, here's the podcast works. Uh, you don't really need to listen. You only need to kind of listen. So I'm here to keep you company and distract you. Uh, but you also are under no obligation to feel pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company. And I'll be giving it my all. I'm sitting here uh, in a screenhouse. You might say to yourself, Scoots, what is a screenhouse? And I'd say, well, that's what we call it. Uh, I think if you ask someone for the county we're in, because I believe they, they did, like, it's a uh, uh, constructed, uh, what, do, what would we call this? It is a uh, handmade, like, a slap together, I don't know, like, a, it's a homemade screenhouse. It uh, was once a deck that we built as kids with my dad and a couple of my mom's siblings, on this cabin or camp uh, that 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 my parents live at uh, on Lake Ontario, and so it was a, originally a deck that was uh, we built, and then at some point, uh, like uh, somebody said, well, you can't really sit on that deck at night because there's too many bugs, uh, so they built uh, an enclosure with like wood, you know, wood framing and a roof with. Uh, and then put screens around it. Uh, and I think at some point they did get, they said, well, you can't do that. The county, they said, and they said, no, no, this is not a, uh, it's not habitable. Uh, but it is. It's a screw. So it's a screenhouse. It's an enclosed deck, a deck enclosed by screen with a, like, uh, like, but it's not like, uh, it's pretty sweet. And it has tiki elements, uh, it has Christmas lights, and used to have more tiki elements. Now it just it has some fi- like fishing net up uh, and multiple wind chimes. As you know, I'm a wind chime lover. I guess that's genetic. Uh, bird clock and some signs. And so that's a screen. That's where I'm recording, and it's my preferred recording location when I'm here visiting my parents. Uh, because I stay in California time, so I come out here about ten eleven p.m. and record in the screenhouse. It's uh, it, it's uh, so you may hear frogs in the background. Uh, they tend to chime in every once in a while. You could hear some w- air, air, wind, or those type of noises. So it's kind of the reverse of the climbing closet, but it works in that sense because I'm enveloped in darkness. There is a light in here. And I think two years ago I was doing a Lady Witchbeard episode. It was pouring rain in here. Yeah, or maybe it was a Metastas News episode. But yeah, just like recording in here, even though it's like, uh, 
I don't know. Like, I just like the way it sounds different than the climbing closet. Uh, I don't know. I like it. I'm comfortable. I, I, I get comfortable. I, I've, I've found a, um, found a spot where I can record. Uh, I don't know. This might be the only night I can record here. I got, I got it. Um, uh, maybe tomorrow night I can record too. But yeah, I mean, enough about me. Yeah. What about the screenhouse? Uh, so that's the screenhouse. That's where I'm recording. And so I'll be here. I'll be here in the screenhouse tonight, uh, tomorrow night. I don't know what I'll be recording. I got, uh, I got options to record tomorrow. I got a couple of shows, uh, actually episode 13 of, uh, Big Farm in the Sky. I may record tomorrow night or I have a TNG episode to record. Then Sunday's uh, Game, Game of Thrones. So anyway, you gotta get back to these new listeners. Excuse me, uh, self-indulgence brain, uh, also, right now I'm looking. Well, let me get back to this. Uh, I'm looking at the one wind chime uh, that's directly in my view. It looks like it's some sort of ceramic fish. Uh, I don't know if I've heard it ring at all. Um, but anyway, so I'll be here. I'll be here in the. Uh, sometimes I'm in the climbing closet, and sometimes I'm in the. I think slapdash. That was the, the word I was looking for. Uh, I don't know the, the the roofing here. I'm not sure. I wasn't here when this thing was. I, I helped build the deck uh, as a lad. I don't know how old I was. Probably that that was in my angsty years. But that was good. I could hammer things. Uh, it might have been the year before angst set in. Uh, prepubescence, I believe they call that normal. You know, normal kids. Uh, uh, mine was just uh, is the angst. The puberty came years later. I never understood that. Holy cow. So if you're new here, uh, that's the podcast. I mean, let's not put you under any illusions. You know, this podcast is hosted by a man swimming in his own delusions. And, uh, you know, it's a little bit different, a little bit strange, a little bit silly. I got creaky dulcet tones, but I'm here to keep you company uh, till you get, you know, till you stop listening and you drift off. And I'll still be here. Like a listener falls asleep at 20 minutes. I'll be here at a minute, minute 60, because I believe that's why the podcast works. Uh, and, you know, I'm committed to being here for you three times a week, uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. And I'm trying to think what else. I mean, I appreciate you coming by. I appreciate you t- testing this podcast out, giving it a shot. Uh, basically, you don't have to do anything. You just have to kick back and listen. And I'll be here talking in the most measured tones I can. You know, watching right, right now, I'm watching moths. Uh, you know, just uh, circle in circle light. Uh, dan- I could say they're dancing uh, and swirling. Not very many, just a few. So I'll be here. I'll be here to keep you coming. You know why? Because you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, I'm not sure why you can't sleep. I don't know what's keeping you up, uh, but I can relate to that feeling. Uh, the feeling of, uh, like, WTF, man. Like, I just want to go to sleep. Why can't I just do Why isn't there a switch? I can't. And I can't turn that switch for you. And so I guess it doesn't work for everybody. I, believe me, I wish it did. I really wish it did. But I hope it works for you. It, it doesn't work for that frog. I don't know if you can hear that, but the frog just said, doesn't work for me. And I say, thanks a lot. I'm right in the you know, I'm almost done with this intro, and I got to get a, a frog review in. But you know what? You deserve a good night's sleep, and I hope I can help you get there. And if you can't fall asleep, you know, there is a good percentage of listeners who uh, who don't sleep, and I'm, I'm here for them the whole time. 
So whether you're awake or you're asleep, I'll be here for you. And, you know, like like I said, a lot of reviewers, if you're skeptical, that's what, like, uh, no wonder. I just barely could describe a screenhouse that I'm sitting in. And I don't even know what it, what what that had to do with any of the other things I was talking about. Uh, but I do as good-naturedly as I can, because uh, I'm your boyfriend and I'm here for you. And uh, like I say every uh, intro, I appreciate your time. I'm glad you stopped by. Thank you for stopping by. Because uh, I really hope I work very hard and I yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks.